Hey, yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the World Podcast. I'm DJ Crooked. I got DJ Never here. Yo, what up? I got DJ D Miles. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I got Jamie the Great. Yeah. And I got a special guest, uh, the duo, the dynamic duo, uh, Mr. No Homos. <laughs> and that's K N O W. The official captains in the building, Mr. Stone Rock and Grand Funky. What's yeah. up, man? Two of my favorite Good people in the world. You it's, guys, so, it's really tight that you have like 15 people in here to clap, and then they just walk out after they clap. I know. <laughs> There's a bunch of chairs. We should have an audience here. It's like studio audience. Just need to like the should. sound effects. Yeah. Really high production. Yeah. You know what I mean? Thanks for coming through, man. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, Graham, you going to do uh, Apex tonight? Yeah. I will be there. It's yeah. like it's yeah, like uh, it's like you're back home at the Palms, right? Yeah, I yeah. felt the same way. It's kind of fresh. Right. I yeah, yeah. yeah, I spent a lot of time there um, over the years. Yeah, man, putting in work. Make sure you have your sweater. Get, Yo, I know I played there, there two weeks ago. Uh-huh. Same thing. Like the wind was blowing. Yeah, I wore a sweater, yeah, but it, it was nice out. Where's the DJ yeah. booth? Out, outside. It's outside. Yeah. Right in the middle between the outside and the inside. Oh shit! So it's like a wind tunnel. Yep. Basically. Oh, yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. fuck that. I was there the other night and. It was just getting, it was brick. It was getting really brick. And then towards like after one, the wind started picking up and everyone just like. Went inside and left the I mean, these kind of, yeah, everyone was like just cold. So now these shit. Vegas clubs are making you use CDJs indoors because of the wind also. I had vinyl. I was on you know vinyl. What? Yeah, I, I used turntables. I, I did a private party last night and I used vinyl. You did? Yeah. Mm, shit. That's not bad. Vinyl, vinyl, or vinyl serrata? Vinyl serrata. Yeah, yeah. No, right. yeah, I used the turntables over there. What's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> Well, vinyl, I was vinyl. trying to see if he was like brought out crates or whatever. Oh. When he said he was doing vinyl, like he was lugging crates. Them, around. them days are over with. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I used to say, um, they go, "How much do you cost a DJ?" And I go, "I DJ for free. You got to pay me to lug the records." Like that was what the I think you for, made right? that joke on episode one. <laughs> Yo, so they can re- they can revisit it. But you know what? Probably not though. I'm just I'm trying to do circle back so they go. They oh, let me check out the first. Yeah, episode. check out the first one and. Oh, that was good. Sometimes like when that, there's a second yeah. episode, uh, you have to rehash things that happen in the first. Yeah. Episode. So then they're like, oh Catch fuck, up. we missed the first one. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's Stone, like coming back you, from you the guys commercial. Can, break. You guys can have that one for free. <laughs> <laughs> that was slick. That was Stone, you've been a uh, you've been like a uh, philanthropist over here. You've been uh, he rebranded very yeah. well. Yeah, I, re- I re- rebranded for the past two weeks. What's going yeah. on with these fires? Yo, the fires are the you, next. You started like a GoFundMe account, right? Okay, so here's how it started. There's, uh, there was a flame, <laughs> and it ignited. No, but these fires are started by what? The sun? And honestly, dry- honestly. Hold yeah. on. I'm going to tell you right now because okay. I was just in the hotel room. Okay. And on uh, one of the, those uh, like Bloomberg business or something, right? Mm-hmm. Two things happened. The PG&E uh, declared bankruptcy two days ago for some reason. Who? PG&E? PG&E, Pacific Gas mm-hmm. and Electric. And then on that Bloomberg just now, they think that, um, or they're saying that 17 of the 21 fires were caused by PG&E, like some type oh. of uh, oh, electrical shit, fuck up. Really. Now, I don't know if that's the truth. I'm just telling you what it says on the little slug line or whatever those things are <laughs> called uh, yeah. Allegedly. on the Bloomberg stuff. Meaning they accidentally caused it through, like through... Like is this fa- what fa- DJ people want to hear about? Faulty, yeah. faulty well, we're talking equipment. About the, new, the rebrand over there. That's faulty equipment or something? I don't know what it is, mm. but I was just, just saying. So there's, 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 the fire is in North, there's a crazy fire in Northern California, crazy fire in Ventura County, which jumped over to Malibu. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, last week, the fire started, I think, like Thursday. Um, so on Saturday, let me take this gum out of my mouth so I don't sound like I've never done this before. <laughs> um, Professional. Last Saturday, I was like, man, there's like animals displaced and going to shelters. So let me just drive around and uh, and get um, like collect food or 
whatever cat litter and just go so i drove around to like 10 pet stores and i dropped it off at the shelters and i posted it on whatever for the gram Mm -hmm. and uh like a couple people like yo what the fuck are you doing for the people like what about the humans and i'm like fuck the humans animals don't have thumbs like they can't unlock the doors for the cages that they're locked in but i felt bad so then i just threw out my venmo i was like hey i'm gonna raise some money for uh you know whatever people need and blah 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 so people like i got a I got a good amount of money um and then uh so i I deployed some of the cash not all of it because everyone's like blankets water socks fucking Mm -hmm. uh, uh, protein bars but there's gonna come a point where these people don't need any more blankets or water or socks they're gonna need like a fucking shovel or uh, something else. So best Beluga, best Bollinger. Best Beluga, best Bollinger. <laughs> so uh, I'll deploy the cash then when like no one's paying attention anymore because people in LA are fucking whack. And hey, as soon as, they are. As, soon as, as soon as the next shiny thing is like waved in front of them, they're like, oh, what's that? I don't care about the fire anymore. I want to focus on the new Drake right. album. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm holding on to the cash. I'll, do, I'll probably do another push uh, when I start spending it again. Well, it's like Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico's still struggling. Yeah. Like a motherfucker. Yeah. No one knows what... No, no one, one gives, gives a, a fuck. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no one gives I a fuck. I think the only person that cares is Ricky Martin. Yeah. And he's still <laughs> trying to raise money for Puerto Rico right now. And uh, um, Yeah, and then, I, and then on that same Saturday, I was going to... Well, did it end up turning into something that you didn't... Like a whole this whole big project well, that you didn't want to do? So... I put I put on, on on like my neighborhood Facebook group. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, I'm doing this thing. Uh, I'm gonna drive around to shelters and drop off dog food and cat food or whatever. And I'm gonna pick up some animals. If you want to foster, put your name here, and then I'll contact you." And I was like, "Man, I'm gonna fucking get stuck with like 15 dogs in my crib, and all these people are gonna flake on me. Like, there's got to be a better way." So I created a website Jesus where Christ. people could register. Uh, f- lost and found animals. So, mm-hmm. like, if you found a dog or a cat or a horse, whatever, um, you could you could put it you put it on the site if you if you're missing whatever. But you can also register as a foster. So, mm-hmm. how many animals did you end up picking up? I picked up zero just because I knew I was going to get caught out there. So I made the website instead. So now I have a list of like I mean thousands of people are registering to be fosters, and slowly people are putting animals up. Um, but yeah, I put up the website yesterday. Yesterday? Jesus. I think I did it yesterday. Yeah, it was like, like two days ago. Yeah, Paris Hilton posted it up. Whitney Cummings posted it up. Um, like I, like a lot of people. And mm-hmm. not even from my efforts. Like I don't know those people. Just like it got around so fast that those people were posting up. And I'm not even trying to put like I tell people like, hey, just post it. Like I don't need any shine. I don't need a gold sticker. Just like get eyes on the website. So yeah. Because if we don't crowdsource the data then there's it, the website's pointless. So when a fire like this hits LA, right? Hmm. Uh, the first thing I saw on Instagram that it was hitting like Calabasas or some shit, right? Yeah. But then I was wondering like, is it just a bunch of wealthy people in Calabasas that lost houses? You know what I mean? So that's the ignorant side, yeah, right? So that's like the most the people, social most because you're ready to hate. Most huh? people, you're ready to hate. most people know. Cal- I'm not ready to hate, <laughs> but I'm like, yo, like we they could buy these motherfuckers build money. another one. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. No, it's no big deal. It's what not I, only that. I know they insured out the ass. What yeah, I didn't like, exactly, what, what yeah. I didn't like was like, oh, uh, Kim Kardashian's house wasn't hit, but they left. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about yeah, that. So yeah, so the reason I heard they hired firefighters. They had their own care. private I mean, firefighters. Is that bad though? I mean, no, I don't care if anybody. There's a lot of people are like saying that if they're, they if, they're, if, they're, if they're taking the resources away from 
what the, the, the bigger, bigger fire. No, right? I think like they they just hired their own firefighters. Yeah, like they exactly, flew in yeah. like Green Beret firefighters. How so much? How much would you have to Canada. get paid? How much would you have to get paid to go fight the private fire at Kardashian's house? I don't know, but like if I'm in Montreal, and I ain't doing <laughs> shit. <and laughs> I I just, like fight? something comes right. up on I'm eBay. I'm pretty sure it's a lot though. You can put on your schedule though as like private event. Kim K private event. Private event. I thought I was stupid as fuck. The reason. The reason the reason why people associate like Calabasas with paper or even Malibu with paper, especially when you don't live in LA and you don't know the areas. I mean, there's obviously people with money, like Kim Kardashian lives there, Drake lives there, but it's because you hear about Calabasas, Kim Kardashian, Calabasas, Drake, Calabasas, Bieber. So you automatically associate it with money, but yeah. that's not necessarily the I, case. I, I assume that. Yeah. So there, there, there's poor neighborhoods in Calabasas, or I wouldn't say poor, but like there's definitely plenty of adjacent neighborhoods. Yeah, but like Malibu, I mean? for instance, right? Like uh-huh. there's hundred million dollar houses in malibu yeah and imagine how much money you have to have to to have a hundred million dollar house the average income in malibu is 120 grand a year now that's a lot of money but imagine how low the low end is if someone with a hundred million dollar house is offset so low that the the average income is 120 grand there's like retirement homes in malibu there's it's like little beach shacks motor home park so there's people when like literally old people that lived there since the 60s Uh, they probably bought their crib for 12 grand and they still have it yeah it might be worth three million but i mean they're They're 80 what they're gonna do right that's who you're buying the shovels for basically yeah like i'm not trying to give share any fucking money right 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 yeah yeah so that's it. Did the Instagram kind of pressure you to to go to like you know to to dig deeper in this shit to like expand this whole thing? I mean, not really. I just felt like I feel like sometimes Instagram, like the people who comment, these motherfuckers who have all this time to comment, they kind of pressure motherfuckers to do more, and they don't do anything. I will say this: one person uh, got me real bent and was like, "Yo, why are you helping rich people in Malibu? Like they got money, they're all good." And I was like. I mean, that could have been my uh, my, my fake page. Yeah. They were, and, they were, and, and they're like, they're like, why aren't you doing anything for homeless people? And I'm like, well, I mean, homelessness is a problem in LA. It's an ongoing problem, and I'm sure people are trying to deal with it. But right now, a fucking entire city's on fire. So I'll help them. But also, what the fuck have you done for homeless people? Right. Like, why are you calling me out? Like, why are you trying to shit on my my uh, blow your spot five five four one c3 endeavors here <laughs> non-profit. non-profit is it still going it's over right or what? is it still going to fire i think it's pretty much contained Jesus i went out Christ. there uh on what day is it today friday i went out there yeah. on wednesday and they were like digging the fire department were digging like eight foot holes into the ground because the embers were buried in the like the ground was so hot that they were worried it was going to kick up again oh shit so they were like digging big holes and like filling them with water or something it's pretty wild Damn, man. it's pretty wild can you tell us about the catalina island shit that you told me about earlier the boats yeah oh yeah so the first people that i spent money on there's there were two boats that were going from marina del rey to paradise cove because there's like 30 civilians that were trying to save paradise cove the fire department couldn't get to them and you couldn't drive to them so there were boats like civilian boats being deployed to bring them equipment like it was normandy in 1944 like just like hitting the beach giving them water hoses water pumps whatever they need and then going out and getting more shit and coming back Mm -hmm. so i bought them like a bunch of hoses and supplies that they needed um yeah it's pretty wild i mean god's work for you yeah it's pretty wild I mean, honestly, I have a kind of makes up for all the shitty things you've well, done in the past. That's, right? that's what I've been telling people. Like, every, <laughs> everyone's like, everyone's like, man, you're 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 so amazing. It's like I'm just trying to stay out of hell, man. Yeah. It's like that's my goal. <laughs> you're trying to balance it. Yeah. Balance, man. Like, 
Also, I got a torn ACL. Like, I can't really do stuff. So I figure. Oh, I just, oh he tweeted that. I just. Uh, I just to focus on what I could do from the What computer. is that? A torn eight? What is it's it? It's a knee ligament. Yeah. yeah I've torn mine before. Yeah. Did you get surgery? I did. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Nah. Is it good? Like, is it good I mean, now, it's though? stronger. So it's good now? Yeah, yeah, so you're, I mean, I'm saying you enjoyed the fact that the oh, decision yeah, yeah, of making yeah, yeah. doing no, surgery. Yeah. Did you get the cadaver or did you get your own uh, tendon to, to replace the ACL? It was my own tendon. From from the from the patella or from the uh, the hamstring? <laughs> was it from the front of your knee? Shit's no, making me hungry. I don't mine, was <laughs> like, mine was from the uh, like Italian dishes. <laughs> I tore I tore like three at once. Like I tore my MCL, ACL, and um, meniscus. They had to scope my meniscus, so they had to shave down the meniscus. I, have, I mine was bad. I have a tiny tear in my meniscus, and my my ACL shredded. Yeah. Are you going to get surgery? Tear. Yeah, I have to. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there are people that don't don't get surgery, but like. I don't think your quality of life is that tight when you're like yeah. 80. Yeah, you, get, you can, um, I mean, there's all kind of alternative options. Like some people have done like acupuncture and therapy, like different types of therapy and yoga, and it strengthens you, but over the long haul, you'll get yeah. really weak. Yeah, like your ACL doesn't repair. Like yeah. you could f- forget about it for the rest of your life and it'll never fix. It's just yeah. funny like how we all start breaking down in our late 30s and shit, yeah. or like mid to late 30s. Yeah. And then when you do break down, it just like fucks your whole routine up. Yeah. Because like You'll stop going to the gym You'll start like It's just like Mad depressing and shit well, Mine shit happened, happened early Like I, I tore mine at 17 What'd you do? Um, I was really like In the sports So I was playing I was probably overexerting my body Way too much I mean I could see and, that uh, With your muscles <laughs> Let's talk all about those, that all, right. those brand, all those brand new muscles you got I went up for a dunk No pause And uh, I went up for a dunk And I like Yo he was down, dunking? Yeah And my knees just kind of bent sideways But isn't that the problem That uh not to talk shit, but dude, if your height should not be dunking yeah, because like yeah. you landing is probably what's wearing down your fucking joints. That's, that's right? what happened to me. I was putting it on fools on the court, <laughs> and <laughs> and, uh, and I came down on a rebound and just like my shit just fucking went out. Yeah. But what really happened? I was putting it on fools on the court, <laughs> and then I came down from a rebound and it just went out. By the way, if you're gonna you want to uh, go ahead and uh, help out Stone Rock for his. Uh, Non-profit. It's it's no. A, let's not even talk about the money. I'm more concerned. I'm more interested in pushing the website. The animals. The animals. Okay. Because what, like, what is that website? Because the because the money. I, I could get the money. It's I'm not even tripping on that. Uh, the animals is uh what is it? Woolsey Woolsey animals. So W O O L S E Y animals dot com. And then uh, if they want to reach you at Stone Rock on Instagram. S T O N E R O K K. Yeah. Just right. two case. Thanks, guys. That was great. No, that's cool. <laughs> that's that's why we had you on. Non- yeah. Nonprofit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just pushing push push my, non- my, my non-profits. So you guys, you guys are Cali dudes, uh, L.A. motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And I just saw Mid-90s by Jonah Hill. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming he's in your circle or you know of him. <laughs> this is no. like this is like everyone in Calabasas has money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm being like the. No, uh, I mean Jonah Hill is my friend, but that's a, what's a shit. No, I'm just. I just, kidding. Totally <laughs> I just seen this movie with him last night called um, "Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot," where he plays like it's it's really out role, man. It's really some out shit. Is it good? Yeah, it's a Gus Van Sant movie. I didn't think it got made much noise oh, or whatever, and had um. Joaquin Phoenix in it, who I also like, but um, you know, I think Jonah Hill does his thing. I haven't seen mid '90s yet. So I saw when I saw. All right, the rollout for mid '90s was kind of amazing, right? 
because Jonah Hill was on like Wait, all did, of these hip hop like, radio um, shows. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. yeah, he was like interacting with black people, right, for the first time. <laughs> why do you, why do you point at Neville? Uh, the, the, the black community loves on Jonah Hill. So. Bro- I'm going to talk to the two right? brothers because the right? two brothers. Yeah. I want their perspective, right? And that's the perspective we've never seen really Jonah Hill around yeah, minorities. Like, we like super bad, yeah, but we've never <laughs> seen him around like minorities. But he started. He wanted to push this whole thing. He was calling like, like mob deep Shakespeare, like, no, not Shakespeare. He was calling them the Beatles, right? I don't know. He said that. Yeah, he was on the radio. He was like, man, you know, like I just want people to know that you know, like, uh, mob deep's like the Beatles, and like Nas is like the Rolling Stones, or like. So you say he's like, like he's trying to get a pass. I think. I think he. I think he. I think he is somewhat knowledgeable in hip hop. I'm sure that. he is. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know that he should be. Well, it's easy to be knowledgeable in hip hop. I mean, listen to hip hop and research hip hop. Oh, it's different. Really? Because when's the last time you got a fucking request for Wu Tang Clan? All the time. It's always white guys that do it. <laughs> I've never had. I've. Have you ever had a black dude come up and be like, "Yo, play some Wu Tang"? I had like all white dudes. Well, it's been a while since so somebody came up to me and asked for okay, some Wu Tang. That's my fucking point. I swear. Or, or I, anything that isn't I, I Drake or like the Amigos. One, I get like one older white dude asking for Wu Tang once a month, maybe. Really? Triumph or something weird. Wow. Yeah, Triumph has no hook. Can't play that one. Hey, they don't know that. They just like, yo, play some Wu Tang. <laughs> get to like mix out during the ODB talking. Last time I got it was like an older white dude wanted to hear like uh, Protect Your Neck or like Cream. I feel like Triumph is the go to request because that's when they had the Dave My- David Myers video. It yeah. was like, it was on TRL. Yeah. It was like Wu Tang was like, Wu Tang Forever was big. Yeah, they had yeah. Um, a billboard. Yeah. Yeah, in, yeah. In downtown New York, remember it was giant. It was like the entire that, side of. A was building. that album better than Thirty Six Chambers though? No, I don't no, because so. no, no, yeah, a lot of people put extras on that album. Like, oh, it's the greatest masterpiece ever. They're the Beatles of hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, Jonah Hill was on the radio. He was like on Charlemagne. He was on some other. He was, he was on, on Sway. Boy. He, he was, was on Sway. Yeah. Right, Come yeah. on, man. Like the dude was definitely trying to get the minorities out to this movie. Mm-hmm. So then. I was like, you know, it worked because I was like, yo, I want to go see this movie. It's mid And then what did you think? It's part, I mean, I walked out. I thought it was that bad. Have you ever walked out of a movie before? The last movie I walked out was Terminator Salvation. You always walk out of, yeah. Yeah. often you walk out of movies. <laughs> huh? You always walk out of no, movies. No, 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 I don't. A couple of times. I Which don't. one's Terminator Salvation? Dude, I, I watched crazy, <laughs> what, crazy Rich Asians, and that was as generic as, you know, but I was like, you know, Asians need a movie like this. We haven't had a movie like this. <laughs> It was, like a a devil's, it was like our devils were Prada. Yeah. What are devils oh, were Prada? It's like the, the last. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so like I feel like my uh, like different race minorities have their movies. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So like there hasn't like black a black romantic comedy, the era of black romantic comedies. Was right? like about, in the 90s. What about Love Jones? Exactly. But they said that, that was, was in the nineties. Brown, Brown Sugar. Right? Exactly. Coming that, to America. That was oh. the nineties era. Oh, it's eighties. It was the Jason era. Jason wait, wait, lyrics? Wait, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a groove back. Those, Taylor see, got a groove back. Those weren't romantic comedies. The romantic comedies were like the oh, Brown Sugar. Right. Yeah. Uh the Love and Basketball, right? The Wood. The Wood, yeah. It was like early two thousands, early two thousands, okay, early two thousands, yeah, and like late eighties, early nineties was like the when Harry met Sally, the white romantic comedies. That's when it was popping. You had like Serendipity and all of this horrible shit. Forget Paris, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, film critic. He's going down the list. <laughs> going down the list. So you had like the pretty, first, yeah, like Pretty Woman, the, yeah, yeah, Pretty Woman. So you had the the white romantic. They planted the seed, like yo, romantic comedies. 
then black then the black community like we want romantic comedy so this started coming out in the 2000s i don't know what happened 2010s i'm trying to think of what the latin romantic comedies were they made him made in manhattan what a, no what's you the, guys what's had ugly betty be, or something right? had to be a J- latin J- that, was, that was tv <laughs> that was a tv show we have Made in Manhattan Ma- with Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez. Oh, but, Jennifer Lopez was like in but, every romantic comedy for Latin yeah. people. But she never, it was always with a white guy. She never like, yeah, it was with no, another Latin yeah. guy. Like uh, the one with Will Smith and <laughs> so Eva So now Mendes. as we're nearing 2020. Ooh, uh, Hitch. Hitch. Yes. Yeah. So now as we're, mo- as we're entering towards 2020, the Asian romantic comedies I feel like are going to stop popping It's going to be a trend? You got the crazy rich Asians. I feel like that was our first romantic relax, comedy. Relax, bro. You get one. Relax. Relax. <laughs> we we <laughs> never got in one. <laughs> one every 20 years. Jesus the Christ. Latin community never got in one. To, it's about to pop off for us now. <laughs> <laughs> it's our year. <laughs> I'm saying, I thought it was a big deal. I hope, I it, it, I hope it happens for you guys. I, I, I like mid-90s. I liked mid-90s. I know you didn't like it. Huh? I liked mid-90s. Okay, okay. Well, let, let's, let's, let's that, talk yeah. about it. Okay, so I went to that movie. And was it was it crowded in the in the theater? No, but they, it was it was mixed. It was like you know. Did you see it in Vegas? Is it playing on? I, I was in LA, LA and oh, then I, I had like a yeah. couple extra Wait, hours. Wait, is it my like flight. even a hip hop black centric movie? It's, no, I thought it's a skate movie. It is a skateboard movie, but like with hip hop as a backdrop. There was like half a black kid skating in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Let me just describe. Let me set the scene for what what this is. So basically. The movie from the 15, 20 minutes that I watched. <laughs> oh, you didn't even get past the first act. How do you know? No, no. <laughs> I, that first, the writing was really bad. It was really, really bad. Well, that's Jonah Hill. You said. Huh? So, I mean, he wrote it too, right? Yeah, yeah. So he you're really just like dumping on dude. No, 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 no. I'm going to explain to you what <laughs> I think. Writing. Directing. You're raining on him. What was that Jay-Z line in uh, The Takeover? Which one? You didn't. Wit- you didn't live it. You witnessed it from your folks' pad, uh-huh. scribbling your notepad, notepad. Uh-huh. and created your life. And it created your life. That was not. I feel like Jonah Hill was the kid in the car in the backseat driving by the skate skaters, and being like, "Damn, man, I wish I could skate with those kids." Well, we'll never know. But you know, I think on some of those interviews that he had, he said that he was not the best skater, but. He like rolled with dudes or whatever. Yeah, yeah I don't believe it. I think so, the like, wait, I think wait, 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 wait. I think the little kid was representation. Yeah, of him. yeah, of course. But I, I don't think that's what it. I don't think that at all. There's no way to know. Well, I, that's why I'm just you, putting you my to, two cents. You got to find some classmates from Harvard Westlake. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> deep dive into it. But from my uh, my ignorant, um, hating ass perspective, I feel like he was the kid in that car on his way to like ballet practice or some shit or piano or violin. And he was watching well, the skaters. Wait, I, th- let me I think of ballet when <laughs> I think of Jonah Hill. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe improv or young improv or I don't know. Performance art class or whatever. And then um, he was just he was watching the skaters. And hitting his head, he was thinking, damn, how would I have met these guys? How would they have like accepted brought me, me in, accepted me? And that movie was, that, was all about that. So, okay. And I feel like it was kind of like hip-hop porn for us because in the beginning of the movie he's a little kid and he breaks into his older brother's room and his older brother's room is like everything we've ever wanted spoiler in the alert yeah, Spo- yeah. <laughs> like, well, like spoiler. if you're already seeing this movie you know you should be smacked in the face anyway well, so. let me ask you a question wait 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 so this is what he goes into the room there's like polo, like you know, like polo <laughs> shit. Helly Hansen, twelve hundreds, Jordan posters, Every, all, all the Jordan, Maurice all the dope, Malone, all the dope Jordans, and then it's like a Mob Deep poster. 
He had like stretching Bobito tapes. I was like, these motherfuckers got stretching Bobito tapes. Well, we in the I, no, I didn't have that on the West Coast because we didn't have access to it. That's um, what I'm saying. Like, I did. Yo, this, I did. this dude was like tapped into they, like they, the, was, they, they would sell them at Street Sounds late, but you get them. You can get them. So wait, wait, let me finish this. Now. I got them. He I had like him. he had like every hip like all the dope hip hop CDs. He had every everything was in this motherfucking this, his older brother's room, and I was like this beginning scene. I was like this is so like this doesn't even tell the story of what is a what this shit is about. It's just like it's just porn for us to see this and be like yo the stretching Bobito tapes threw me off. Just because growing was up, was it a bunch of tapes? I feel like I'm probably the same was, age as Johnny. There was like 20 of it, was like a whole okay, collection. That's a little too much, man. Come on, it threw me off because no one I grew up what, with. What year did it come out? Just came, movie? No, I mean, what, what, oh. what year did it take place? I don't know. That's that's it's called mid 90s, so like 94, 95. Yeah, and I how think. old is Jonah Hill? He's not 33. Old. Yeah, I don't think he's old enough to even no. have lived no. through no. that and no. or even be checking for stretch and bob tapes. Well, I think it was just kind of everything what he thought was cool and what he heard from people and talked to different people and he's like oh let me just throw it in this movie and to me there was nothing real about the movie like there was not one everyone talked like jonah hill like the black kid talked like jonah hill the 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 mexican kid talked like jonah everyone talked like fucking jonah hill and i by the by 10 15 minutes in there i was like (laughs) this shit is it's like it was like I just felt like it was like the first draft and they made a movie. So he was born in 83, so he was so he's 10, 35. 12. He, yeah, it could have happened then. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, happened. though, just to take it a but level deeper. Wait, wait. It, it pissed me off. I didn't like it. Like, oh, it, I get it, it pissed me off. How, but do but you how think, did you feel about it? Huh? <laughs> how did you feel about it? <laughs> no, the way you're feeling about it right now, right, that, you're, that you feel the movie is too self-aware, do you think the reason that he had that media and press campaign to like kind of paint the picture of his yeah. his reality that was done to offset someone like you who's going to be like this movie's just too corny no no corny's not the word but just like crooked's questioning the authenticity yeah so like the press campaign was there to be like hey I, the, it's authentic right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. kind of like help you get in the mind frame as opposed to being hung up because obviously if you're distracted by that kind of stuff you're not going to be in the story which is the purpose of going to the movies I mean, to get was, wrapped the, up in the there story there wasn't much to the story I you mean, only saw 20 minutes <laughs> i mean i already already so, knew that was i mean look this. you might you might be spot even, on because like uh, what was that crappy dj movie the 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 zach efron movie <laughs> I, I forgot, forgot about that. I forgot. But okay, it's something who, whoever did that movie. Emrata, right? Emrata. Yeah. Uh, whoever did that movie obviously knows dog shit about DJing. Exactly. So if we did a movie about DJing, yes. it would be one thing. When some, it was like a chick that wrote it, right? Some chick that probably yeah. was like, yeah. oh, this is cool. I'm going to write about this now. She's going to have a different take. Definitely. So Jonah Hill, like you said, might have seen it from a distance. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm going to write about that. That's ex- which exactly. Isn't, which isn't wrong. Yeah. It's just the product sucks because I don't think Aaron Sorkin was w- was a JAG uh, lawyer uh, before he wrote A Few Good Men or the play A Few uh-huh. Good Men, right? So like he just was able to do it correctly. So Jonah Hill just didn't do. But I think also with him doing that when he was writing that novel or whatever, right? A Few Good Men, right? Yeah. Or The well, play. The play. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever the fuck, he must have done some fucking research on this of shit. Of course, you know. Of course, I don't feel like Joan. I mean, I think Jonah did some research, but at the end, I think 
it was just like I don't know. I but feel he, like he probably also has like suits that are like, yo, you got to paint the picture a certain mm-hmm. way. It's got to be like this. Yeah, no and doubt. he he's not Aaron Sorkin, so he's gonna be like, okay, whatever you want. And then you're gonna get this whack thing because I think, a bunch I of think suits. it would have been better if it wasn't about him because I feel like he's not interesting. But is it about? I him? think his childhood's not interesting. Does he that make sense? He said it was part like that was inspired by his. Like right. a lo- yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. The main character saying like him. I probably probably yeah because he but, talked about his older brother that his older brother had the cool shit. So what what I'm taking from Crooked like I mean his older brother like beat the shit out of him and treated him like shit. But at the same time I'm like boo fucking who in the movie or like, IRL I don't fuck huh in the movie or IRL no just in, movie. in the movie. I don't, I don't think know. his brother beat his ass like that. First of all, I got nothing against Jonah Hill except this movie. So if I ever see him, you know, are you gonna let him know? No, I'll be like, yo, man, you're a funny dude. Back. I think you're dope. You do dope shit. I think I've, everything I've seen you in is dope. I just think you, this movie sucks. What so, about when he pull a razor blade out from under his tongue and get at you? <laughs> <laughs> if he could do that, I think it's possible that, with the music though. Just thinking back, because growing up, I grew up in Inglewood, and different hoods, different like areas were really on different shit. Oh, Inglewood, you're rich. No. <laughs> yeah, that's where the stadium is. That's yeah, it, not, not that's, that's, that's where the Lakers used to play. You're rich. Oh yeah, I used to walk, be able to walk to the forum. Back then, like not to cut you off, but like I would have like friends that lived like in different areas of LA and were on totally different vibes with music. Even my cousins that lived out in the valley would be like on Wu Tang and different shit. I'm like, why, see, why are like, y'all listening? I'm listening to Warren G and Snoop, and y'all are like on some totally different shit. So him being from a different area, maybe not. It may not be that far of a fetch. You know what I mean? But for me, like. It reminded me of like a bad version of kids. That's what it is. Like when yeah. I saw that's kids, what it seemed like. When I saw kids, it was filmed like kids. And I right? was I was young. I was like when I saw kids, I nothing seemed out of place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I was like, what about I was from New what York? About, like, what about the white man's lasso? Was that out of place? No pause. Which one? When he says, "You ever seen a white man's lasso?" <laughs> Stone is thrusting. <laughs> everything was, was like great. everything seemed accurate. <laughs> And then you know, every, you except like well, the, except like, kids. I've never seen I, the only thing that wasn't accurate is the, the, is a motherfucker having AIDS at like twelve or fourteen or whatever the fuck, and just spreading AIDS around like 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 that shit. There wasn't well, like I an AIDS that epidemic with like teenagers, <laughs> like like the priest at church. I thought the yeah, like there wasn't like an AIDS epidemic in high the school. Editing was a lot like kids, I mean? right? Like kind of like almost like a documentary style movie. Yeah, yeah, but it was filmed by Larry Clark, right? Well, what's so funny about kids is like all them guys that was in the movie. I would see them like hanging out downtown. Yeah, well, like uh, in uh, Washington Square Park, skateboarding. See them at Fat Beats hanging out. Harvey works at Supreme in L.A. The one oh, yeah. of the guys, the yeah, one, one of, the, of guy. the guys in the movie. The one with the uh, yeah, I know you talked about this. He was a little kid at the time. Yeah, he yeah. Wor- you know he works at Supreme in, yeah. in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you call it? You're talking about Casper. Is it no, Casper? No, he died actually. Died, yeah, did he yeah. die? He hung himself. Oh shit! I didn't know and that. Then, like, and then, right after next Friday. And then uh, what's his name? Harold died too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Harold was like a big That's figure in New York. Always used to see him in the clubs, in the streets, yeah. downtown. Like, I thought you knew one of those guys in in mid nineties. Oh, Jamie. I know Alon. The, the uh, uh, one with the hair. With the hair, with the long. Light, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, light skin. Yeah. He's actually a good skater. Yeah, I don't why, know, man. Why are you like, asking him then? <laughs> about what? Oh, and <laughs> about it. You, you think he's going to gonna talk shit about the movie? I no. mean, like, yo, this is like his he used big to skate break. For, uh, for Riff, so. Yeah, but he's Mac. I mean, he's cool. He's a good skater. I don't know, man. I, I didn't think it was that bad. I was heated. I don't know. D, I don't know how you like that movie. I don't know how to. I don't know, like, it just was well, I kind of have a question for Stone and Graham. Uh, in the mid-90s, you guys growing up, uh, did you guys listen to a lot of East Coast? Because it sounds like a lot of the music in this movie is a lot of East Coast. 
Well, you guys heavily but influenced. Yeah, I was uh, living in the Bay Area, but I also had a radio show, and the host was from 100th and Amsterdam. So we listened. I listened to a lot of East Coast rap music at that time, in addition to the Bay Area rap and the the LA stuff too. But yeah, definitely like. I mean, I remember we were we were pushing that first Wu Tang 12 inch on the radio show as a white label. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we went and saw them at this place called the Glass Crutch. There was maybe nine people in the audience for Wu Tang because oh, it right. hadn't hit yet. Right. Um, <coughs> other 12 inches were like Uptown Anthem, you know, like Lord Tariq. That was, we had we had white label stuff from the East Coast playing on a Bay Area radio show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was in it. I can't tell you. I don't think that was your group of friends in it like that. Yeah, because um, I think in the mid 90s and again, I was living in San Francisco at the time. The hip hop dudes were just on hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hip hop th- dudes were on hip hop. I think, I think, I think that, uh, <laughs> I think that, uh, uh, hip hop was still in its infancy, so everyone was consuming everything, but but not everybody. Well, anyone who was into hip hop was consuming. <laughs> yeah, if you were into rap yeah, music, like, so it wasn't really like a, like oh, I only listen to Nas. I don't listen to. Uh, whatever snoop or whatever right mm-hmm. uh you'd listen to everything but you might prefer one or the other um but i think east coast i think i mean i think at the time the east coast rap was superior because jonah on his on the press one he only talked about a lot by the east by the east coast music not a lot of the west coast yeah i i, I want to say like they they definitely had it on lock <coughs> like you know dre would drop an album and you're like oh yeah okay cool this is dope but like you'd still always go back to like the tribe or yeah. whatever, right? Well, um, I think a lot of the West Coast stuff was still like for the hood, like yeah, you know maybe. What I mean? it was the like yeah, maybe, shit. Maybe. It wasn't, but also it was like just for the streets, it, really. It's hard it for me to it's hard for me to like pinpoint that because like I had to know everything and listen right. to everything at the time. So, but I think I think I think East Coast rap had the upper hand. Mm. Also, I was watching a lot of Rap City back then. Yeah. So, and that was a yeah. lot of East yeah. Coast stuff yeah. and not West Coast, yeah. you know, yeah. for the videos That's on true. there. Yeah. Um, on occasion, the B stuff. It's funny, I just seen Boots Riley from The Coup last week, and mm-hmm. I dropped a Coup record to see if it was him or not. I'm like, I think it's him. And of course, he came over and said, What up? <laughs> um, and I was like, I wonder how many people recognize him, but then also have like Coup records in their Serato to drop you know what i'm saying (laughs) he just did a movie right yeah well he's like have you seen my movie and i'm like nah i felt kind of i felt kind of lame but then again like i said for me in my head my saving grace is but how many spots have you been where someone's got coup record like three coup records in Mm -hmm. their serato right what what movie did he do sorry to bother you yeah yeah, exactly yeah yeah. Yeah, i heard that was good yeah i did too yeah oh yeah yeah, i'll catch it on a plane or something it's funny when they first came out i always thought he was um who's the guy from empire uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Yeah, he looks it's kind of like Terrence know, Howard. Man. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I used to be, yeah, used to be nah. like, damn, Terrence Howard. Well, I, you know, I had um, I had an internship at Wild Pitch when I was in college. You know, like, but at, I didn't get to work any of the East. I didn't get to work OC or or, or main source or anything. I was working like Ant Banks, and I worked the Coup Records. So, I mean, yeah. like, I was in touch with that stuff <laughs> in the mid '90s. What's the What's the Ta-da. current running time on this recording? Roughly. I think we're like at 28, 30, 30 minutes. Five. And all we've talked about is nonprofits and Jonah Hill's <laughs> yeah. shitty movie. <laughs> yeah. It could be great. Tight. I'm going to wait for the screener. I just, I just want, you know. Well, I just wanted to understand because it actually bothered me a lot. You know, I, you I'm, know what, sh- I'm sure, I'm sure that it's off and I'm sure that you're not, you're not. Here's what bothers incorrect. me. Here's what bothers me about it is that there's a younger generation watching this and that's their frame. That's their point of reference. 
Do you understand what I mean? And, and to me, I think it's like a false po- like point of reference. It's like if my kid learned '90s hip hop from midnight from that movie, I'd be fucking heated. You know but what, what I mean? He, like I'd be like, but, but what if but he discovered be, one band he liked and then from that use that as a, a jump off point for everything else? Wouldn't I, it have served a purpose? It would have served its purpose. What if you weren't? But that would dad? piss what me off that that was a starting then, point. That's but your job I mean? to school them to let him know what really happened. Yeah, 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 but we but we we lived it right, so we know better. Just like whoever went to Woodstock knows what really popped off at Woodstock. But yeah. what what do we think happened at Woodstock? Did they smoke the weed? Yeah, a lot of fucking weed. Did a lot of fucking and like rolled rolled around in the mud. Like that's what that's what I associate with Woodstock. But someone who was there probably like, no man, it's not that. It was this other thing. So I think maybe you're just. You just you're just too invested. She just just fucking watch the thing and done with it. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't watch it. The, but I get the, the it. Writing I get was it. so bad. I get it. It's like disrespecting like your life. Also, I, know, I mean the writing was just so bad. Like I think the audacity for like him to like make that and be like yo this and for people to be like yo the writing's not bad. Like yeah. I'm gonna go I, check I, it out. I thought it was really like fucking crazy. Like the beginning scene, uh, D you saw it. So yeah. when, when the way he introduced his mother. Yeah. In a restaurant, and she just tar- started talking about some other guy she's dating. Yeah, it was just so bad. It was just like <laughs> you see the <laughs> Queen the little movie? kid just sitting huh? there. You seen the Queen movie? The Queen it just oh, came out Bohemian, today, Bohemian, no? Bohemian oh, no, Rhapsody. No, it came out last week. How was that? It, it, I mean, the the dude that plays Freddie Mercury. I feel like he looked really like he tight. did really good. He yeah. was really tight, but like it's their Wikipedia page. I, I was trying yeah. to see like Actually, butt the story, fucking and drugs and shit. The storyline no is like kind of off. What's off? The storyline in that movie was off. Well, who had a good? What was a good like musical? The Doors. Doors was tight. That's a good. That was yeah. movie. And Walk Am- the line. Amadeus. Amadeus I'm about was to say tight. Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Nah, yeah. that nah. wasn't the it one. It was. It was. It was good. It was okay. Really. <laughs> I like the NWA one. I think the the you like that end of that was like a VH1 movie. I like that shit was garbage. (laughs) NWA was cool, but that's another one. That's just a Wikipedia page. Like I go watch it and I'm like, I know all of this. Walk the line. I want to see something else. That Johnny Cash walk the line was I. What about the Tupac? No, no, that was horrible. Nah, that was bad. My homies in that that? movie. No, my homies in that movie and. That's not the one. Even the Biggie movie was like uh, <laughs> that wasn't that bad. I like the Biggie movie, but like like Graham, like I'm Stone said, it's like a Wikipedia page. You know everything that was gonna happen. Yeah, like it, it sucks when it, like give me something else to like give me something else to, to some shit you don't didn't know happened. Yeah. But here's the thing: like how many people know as much as you do about that? Everyone has the access to know yeah. everything that I know. Well, did here's you, the thing: did you watch the Bobby I Brown? I don't know. Special? No, I want to. Oh yeah, I, I want to watch that. I heard it was, was tight. Never I, told me it was good. I, it was good. There's but, nothing that I know that no one can, no one else can know. Right. Yeah. I feel what? like that you you got <laughs> that on the Bobby Brown movie. There were some things about him in his life I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like basic things. Yeah, but we don't know a lot about Bobby Brown in general. I mean, we didn't yeah. know about a lot of shit. I mean, also, I think did they make that movie in uh, cooperation with him, or is this all? No, yeah, it was he in was involved in it. Yeah, he yeah. was that yeah. one and the new edition. They was all involved in that movie as well. Yeah, so, so we can count. So either like they're embellishing and it makes them look good, or that was my problem with about. the NWA one. Like, because Cube and Dre were executive producers or whatever, they weren't gonna like get grimy. Like, they were just gonna be like, like I, just, actually, the, I think that someone else owns the Easy E rights, is what it is. There was some, there was some like inner weird inner yeah, working. Wh- hang you, so up you there. can't tell a story. I don't know. You, you would know. Can't do anything slanderous. But, but the, in the NWA it, movie, they messed up. They didn't talk about Dre beating up D Bond. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, they just like glow. Oh, yeah, wow. just right over <laughs> that shit. <laughs> right there. I just feel like there is a, like a huge <laughs> empire behind Ice Cube. There's a huge empire yeah, behind Dre. Dre. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So of course, them making that movie was them kind of rewriting or, or like rewriting you know, history. A little but you bit. know what? I think it. I think he. I think if had he put that, had he let that go into the movie. Would have been a completely different movie. Like, oh man, this yeah. guy's like yeah, kind of owning what he man. did. Well, the guy but, that the guy okay. that owned the club that they that he used to DJ at, they interviewed him and he was saying a lot of that stuff. Like a lot of the stuff was inaccurate as far as the cars they drove. He's like, there was orgies in my house. Yeah, he was like, Easy E never drove a six four. Like he had yeah, a yeah. Suzuki sidekick. Like he was just like Suzuki shit. Sidekick's <laughs> tight. Suzuki <laughs> Samurai. <laughs> Suzuki Samurai's tight too. I mean, in 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 the defense of uh, the uh, entertainment movie making empire, like they have to make a movie. They gotta so, make a movie. So sometimes they have to like manipulate the facts I, mean, to, I, th- to I think that's fine I think that's fine yeah. for them adding a little bit of garnish you know to to just have it I felt like the Biggie movie I remember I saw the Biggie movie with uh, my ex and her kid and her kid was like maybe 13 or 14 and then when she saw it I was like oh man like I didn't know if that happened but I remembered everything and yeah. I asked her what'd you think she's like wow I thought it was crazy like I didn't know like that shit was going on at the time and blah 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 and I was like oh okay so you got like a new experience off of that. I'm like, do you want to sit here some of his music? And she's like, yeah, I kind of want to like check some of that shit out a little bit more. So like with the Biggie one, I feel like there was maybe like a story being told and it was maybe all together. It may have been a little boring in certain parts, but I thought it was good. Like, yeah, I felt like it should have, they should have told more story. Um, it should be more of a story. Like they should have added more stuff. I think they should do like movie. a bad boy miniseries. Like yeah, literally, yeah, test to be dope. Two, uh, two hours is not enough. I always yeah. say this: like the Faith Evans book. Faith Evans has a book, and mm-hmm. I read that shit, and I'm like, yo, that needs to be like a mini series on BET, really, because it was crazy. That good? Yeah, it was good. Like, Why she gotta went, be on BET. <laughs> Actually, they, the Bobby Brown new edition movies are good. They yeah, make yeah. Good. that was BET, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his story was pretty deep. Like, huh? the, the, the like amount of tragedy he went through was pretty. Who? Bobby Brown. Bobby yeah, especially Brown? Like towards yeah. the end. Yeah, it was it was a lot, man. Yeah, because yeah. you were saying like his his wife died, his, his mom uh, died, both, both parents, his parents, uh, his brother in law, and Whitney Houston, Whitney, and his then his daughter, daughter. All, daughter. all in like the span of like I think three to six months. How is that yeah. guy not domed himself? Exactly. Like, Wild. Did wait? Did his daughter die? That no, she died like she, three, four years after. After, yeah, yeah. 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 She died recently, but sure. pretty much in the same way that Whitney died. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. Oh man. Well, anyway. Yeah. On a lighter note. <laughs> I don't know. Mid. I don't know why we're comparing mid nineties to these movies because yeah, mid nineties right. was not that. This also, song. this is right. way left for me. We come in here, we're talking about all types of crazy stuff, non DJ <laughs> issues turned, and what have you. This has turned into a, a movie. Uh, Review, yeah, yeah. <laughs> F- film, film, DJ's roundtable, film review. I'm always curious because I was talking to D when after I saw mid '90s because it just brought up a lot of memories and issues and things that I was doing growing up in New York. And for me, '90s like hip hop, New York hip hop, that was that was just hip hop. But then, like, if I talked to Ross One, who was growing up in like Ohio, or you guys in LA, the music wasn't as accessible like stretching bobito was just on the radio like we would just hear from my homie like oh shit let's listen every thursday or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. so it was just one of those things that it was like it wasn't like regular everyday shit but it was just definitely like it wasn't like i had to really go out of my way it was there yeah like honestly like i would hear a lot of the hip-hop from the radio and then outside of my like apartment 
I would just hear cars parked outside Friday nights, Saturday nights, and they'd be like blasting the music, and I'd be literally like sitting by the fucking window with the lights off, like listening to motherfuckers talk, and then just hearing like whatever they were pumping. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, oh, so you're the one watching from the back of the car? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, no. I mean, I was definitely that. Like, you know, like for me, if I was ever in Jonah Hill's situation, the thing is, if I wanted to make a movie about the mid '90s, I'd have to ask myself. What do I have to say in my story? That I love skating? No, yeah, that's fine. But that doesn't necessarily make a good movie. Do you know what I mean? So to me, there, I, there has to be another catalyst or another, to me, another character or, no, or another iconic figure during that time that you could have made the movie and maybe incorporated yourself somewhere around there. RuPaul. Yeah. <laughs> no pause. Right, Seth, Fred. <laughs> Is he still around? Yeah. Who, RuPaul? Yeah. Yeah, he's on like those... Uh, no, he has a show, right? He has yeah. a show that on VH1. That show's big, he's right? He's big. Yeah. He's, he's super... Uh, it's yeah. like America's Next Top Model, but yeah. for drag queens. And 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 he's like a, a dude yeah. now? <laughs> he's like in the set. Yeah. What is this? What, sh- what channel is this? <laughs> VH1. Yo, quit called. watching shitty Jonah Hill movies and get with RuPaul, bro. That's crazy. It's called... I've got the, the name of it. Yeah, it's, it's a very popular show. I'm just amazed that a motherfucker can make one song... And have what like a forty-year career? <laughs> that happens to a lot of, lot of people. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. To who? Marky Mark. <laughs> Marky Shit, Mark. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Grace Sorry. Jones. Grace, Grace Jones. Jones had hits. Don't sleep. Uh, she was a legend. Not man. sleep. Yeah. Do Come not on, <laughs> fucking sleep on Grace Jones. I just loved her in Boomerang. So. God. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> this is when, this is when we circle back to the episode where you guys were talking about boomerang and someone hits hits me with Marcus scooter scooter <laughs> scooter. scooter. That was a good episode. Yeah. Well, I wanted uh, to touch on pause. Uh, fuck, I keep missing him. <laughs> You're not gonna beat me. I wanted to touch pause. on no pause. <laughs> I already said it. <laughs> well, I actually, wa- I wanted to know your opinion on. We just recently had uh, DJ CLA. You guys know her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was on the podcast last week. And I was, we were calling her female DJ, female DJ, female DJ. And my boy Moma from New York actually corrected me and said it's not female DJ, it's woman DJ. Why? And I, I we was wondering. He said like all the woke women DJs, yeah, in New York and maybe LA have been hashtagging women DJ. And I started digging a little bit deeper. Pause. And then <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess female can only can only be an adjective for like animals things objects and stuff it can't be for like humans you know what i'm saying but it's on your fucking license but i'm just saying it can't be technically for like you have to say a woman dj so even it's though it's not female a woman feminist? dj I don't know. I mean, that's I some new know. shit, man. I, huh? I'm trying to wrap my head around all this new, like, uh, but we don't, we, don't, we don't necessarily have a right to say anything, right? Because fe- no, women we could, can, we could talk about it, and yeah, then, I know, and then we can get corrected if we're wrong. Well, yeah, I'd be interested in hearing the case. Yeah. for that, I'd, I'd be. I know for I'd be interested. I know not not long ago they changed it from actress to actor. They're all actors because something about marginalizing women in the so, in the acting world. So but I, I mean, at the Oscars, same. what do they say? Do they say best? I'm about to say that. Okay, the, the Grammys, practice. the best female performance. So then, so then, what do you then then 
by that logic, there should be no female DJ, no woman DJ. It should just be DJ, which yeah. I could get behind. I get, yeah, that's which yeah. I could get behind. More. I can get behind that, but I don't. I don't see a, a difference between female or woman. I think that that people are just bored on the fucking internet and are trying to get, th- get find things to be offended about. What, and then now, yeah, like exactly. we don't say female rappers, we just say, oh, she's a rapper. So maybe see, that the, was the only problem I have is that I actually have people hitting me up asking for women DJs. Like yeah, there's have, a market yeah. for women DJs or female. DJs. You know like, what I like mean? Like to be on the podcast? Yeah, no, yeah. no, I mean like oh, like to hire to hire. Oh. So like I'll have venues or promoters being like, "Yo, I'm looking for like a chick. Do you, uh, you know any chicks that could DJ?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, I do." I never have motherfuckers be like, "Yo, you know any Mexicans who could DJ?" I'll be like, "No, nah, I don't know no Mexicans that could. I mean, I know some, but I, you know what I mean? Like, yo, you know any black DJs? You know, like no, I don't. Like you just kind of. But there's this market for literally just well, yeah, because women DJs. Be, uh, if they want a certain aesthetic, yeah, that would yeah. Be the requirement, yeah. But right? also, there there is something. Mm, I'm trying to figure out how to how to word this correctly without having yeah, be careful without having yeah, right? <laughs> Momo blow Don't up start my shit. No shit. Um, <laughs> Let me get the time. No, start. Like like what's what's something that's like okay. Uh, uh, What's the, the the person that changes the tires on NASCAR when the car comes and then you go zoot, 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 and you change the tire okay, out? Okay, that person. That's generally a dude's job, right? Yeah. yeah. So if a woman does it, which I know a couple women that have done it, it's it's like a it's it's something special. It's a not a novelty. I don't want to call it a novelty, but it's something different that that can get branded or sold or whatever they want to do because everything's about fucking money now and everything's about selling shit. So. Maybe because DJing is so male centric, yeah. sorry, man centric, because I can't use male anymore. There, there is there is an attractiveness to having a woman DJ, not because they're woman, but it's just a different thing, right? It's just we don't usually see a woman DJing, so that's what I want. That because I'm trying to achieve a certain vibe or whatever with this party or whatever mm-hmm. yeah it's got to be case by case right it's yeah like if someone's calling you to ask you for that they must have they have something in mind right yeah, yeah. I, and, I, and i don't and 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 sometimes it, it might be like an all ladies night and they want like a whole lineup of 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 ch- of, 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 of broad djs come back to djs Wait. that are broads no, no, no. we rebranded we rebranded you can't oh, do this that's anymore. right that's right no Re-brand. I'm, someone I'm actually non-profit. i'm a philanthropist i'm non-profit. a non-profit that's come on right. that's someone, right. yeah. someone actually uh recommended she she j she j get more bent on that I'm I'm way okay with just dropping the whole thing and just you DJ I DJ you DJ whatever. But, but when my question is, all right, I don't I just don't see I just don't see a difference. Like so, that, I know I'm there's no difference. The, I know I'm there's a DJ. The you know, like he's a DJ, she's a DJ. We're all DJs. We're can all you just can DJs. you call Momo right now and have him explain it so we can continue the conversation? Yeah, this would be really tight. Okay, okay. call This is a good seg. Yeah, this is a good I, segment. I think he might be in London, but I don't know. Let's see if it works. I'm it's curious okay. to hear the argument. For this change or for this, um, first I've heard it's of not it. change, it's I guess it's a uh, adjustment, not adjustment, even it's um, to they, they want to uh, well, specify it's like it's like the right? gender X thing, right? Like, oh, I don't identify as male as fem- male or female, I'm gender X. It's like, well, I mean, you, you are a male or a female because you either have a vagina or a penis, mm-hmm. how you want to live your life and how you want to be is fine, but like yeah. biologically, you are one or the other, period, end of story, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
right? People have arguments against that. I, it, it, but I think it's like a social thing. I don't think it's. It is because even if you think about like you go to the doctor and if the nurse is a man, you just say male nurse. It's just like because you're used to nurses uh, being a woman, uh, right? Good job, dude. You know what I, I mean? Um, you're like, oh, I got a male nurse. That's crazy. Yeah, you maybe, <laughs> maybe because <laughs> nurses. That's crazy. Yeah, nurses. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't. I don't know if nurses are are, are generally women. I don't know. What's in my name? in my experience? Okay. Usually, when I've had a, had yeah, a nurse, nurses, it's been a like, woman. Yeah, like in Michael World Fokker. War Two, it was mainly <laughs> female nurses. Like, it, it's usually <laughs> usually Gaylord Fokker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Meet the parents. Gaylord Fokker. Gaylord Fokker. Yeah, it's usually like Filipino woman. And then you're like, oh, I got a man nurse. Oh shit! Oh wait, I'm a social philanthropist. I'm just equating it to like rebrand something that's socially honest. The norm. Honestly, like some of the shit, some of the, some of this new woke stuff, and I, I can I, I understand it, and I'm like, okay, fine, I you you have a point, but a lot of it is like people fucking reaching, like, yeah. I, like like I said, like just trying to get offended about anything. Just like, want to start shit, like not even start shit, but just like there's like the this tiniest corner of the internet. There's like three people on a blog that are talking about a thing, and then you know 20 people talk about it and now yeah. cnn's like oh well, we have to adhere to these new rules because there's 25 people on the internet that are pissed off about it and that's it and yeah. this is the new rule and then it becomes bigger than it needs to be i don't i just don't like a lot of it's just like man right so if Can't a woman were to become president we'd address her as like the first woman president for woman president or, or female, female president yeah. she wouldn't just think, be like the next president but there should be but, a president but she should be just, just president. The fucking the president. Next president yeah right? no but i yeah. think i think because you know i think there's you know like more women coming to the forefront into these new professions and stuff like that i think it is important to highlight them and put them as an adjective do you know what i mean yeah so like you know the first I woman, think it's empowering. The, like the first woman DJ to ever win the Red Bull three style, that would be a big deal. You would want to put that woman in there. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like that's important. Or female. And, yeah. I mean, female we've heard is bad, but I don't know. Like, But I have a question because I feel like every couple decades, like the like everything changes. Like mm-hmm. the, the yeah. wording for shit changes. Like I think I was in a restaurant one time with, with some of my boys. And I was like, yo, the black guy. And then this like group of black girls were like, hey, take it easy. And I'm like, wait, you can't say black guy? She's like African-American or something. And then she's like, but you can call us brown. And I was like, is that a new thing now? I, 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 I for most of my life, I have, stubbornly, because I, I'm, I'm like uh, counterculture, I don't refer to people as black people. Because when someone says, oh, black guy, I go, oh, tell me, where's the country black? Right, and right. then and then they're like, oh yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Oh, and yeah. I've I've always done that, but that's just me being a selfish prick, so I can argue with. So people. I can't. I mean, you got you got to be careful when you're white, though, right? A little Why? bit. Why? Just because like there's it's like every whatever you say can be like just coined as racist. Take it out of context too. So me being a black guy, is it? A, would it be offensive if I say call you a white guy? No, I don't no. give a fuck. But that's the uh, thing. You can call white people anything. But white people oh, can't, is that the thing? But, but white people can't call up. Like, uh, if you call them a cracker right now, no one's going to call you racist. That no, is I mean, kind yeah, of racist. No, though, no I, I, <laughs> there will people who would say no, it's racist. I, think I, don't think it is. I feel I don't like that's to, racist. I think now. you can call a white guy anything. You know? No. no you, I, I don't, you can, but you're gonna, there's going to be repercussions think, just like anything <laughs> else. I think crackers <laughs> out of bounds. I think rednecks out of bounds. Redneck? No, if you're a redneck, you're a fucking redneck. Rednecks are proud of being redneck. Yeah, redneck. Also, like, the term is like, can you have a redneck from working outside? That's what it is. You can't be black and a redneck, though. 
I've never heard of a black redneck. Yeah, that's <laughs> like sunburn. That's like a tight rap name. Though, right? <laughs> like, 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 if someone, if someone, if someone was having a conversation to you, if a white dude was having a conversation to you, and he's like, "Oh, you know that black guy," mm-hmm. would you be like, "Oh, hey, yeah, would yeah, you yeah. be like peace with it, or would you just be like?" I wouldn't be offended. I'd be like, "Yeah, I would." I think say, "Oh, that Mexican." I mean, guy. say, I say like, it again, like fucking black guy. Then it's bad. That no, fucking if, black if, guy. If, 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 if that fucking black guy stole money from me, hey, I'd be take like, it easy, take it easy. Take it easy. Hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. You're flat. Hey, why, wh- who stole the money from you? That fucking black guy stole the money from me. Right. Did, you ever, did, you, did you ever hear that Bill Burr uh, stand-up thing where he said the difference between white guys cursing and black guys cursing, where a white guy would say that fucking black guy, yeah. and it sounds racist. Uh-huh. But black people say that black motherfucker, and it doesn't sound racist. So if white people said that white, that black motherfucker took my money, it doesn't sound racist. But if he said that black mother, that fucking black guy, that sounds racist. This is moment. Okay, let's do it. Hey, yo, Mo. Yo, you good? Yeah, yeah. I got you on the podcast. Do you have like two, three minutes? Uh, it's stupid loud. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in a restaurant for sure. You sound amazing. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, we want some clarity on the female DJ, woman DJ thing. Where did you yeah, hear about so that? And did, did someone talk to you? Like, what, what happened with that? So the, it's an issue that was brought up to me, obviously only by people who took offense with it. So I heard it from four or five different women who uh, didn't want to be addressed as female DJs because, you know, the term female, it can be kind of derogatory. And it's, you know, it's kind of like the same way rappers say females, and it could actually mean something else. So I know a few women who took offense with that, and they're basically the only people who brought it up. So then I made a post about it, and it was very interesting. Uh, first, there were a lot of women who agreed with the sentiment that women should never be referred to as females, whether it's the adjective or just like a noun. But then there were a lot of other women who I would think maybe were triggered and they conflated the issue and they made the issue into like, why can't we just be called DJs? And I totally agree with that. Uh, But I think that's like a whole other argument altogether. Um, And it was interesting because basically once I posted about it, I was able to see that, yeah, there was a lot of women who opposed the term female DJs. There was quite a few who didn't care at all. And then there was the last group who was kind of conflated the issue and said, why can't we just be called DJs? So it was very interesting. I learned a lot posting it. Um, I don't know if that answers the question. No, no, it does. And uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, because I, I was reading the comments on your post because it, it was from like our our DMs and stuff like that. You wanted to keep me anonymous just in case I got <laughs> some slack up. from your peoples and stuff. Right. But uh, yeah, no, no. I thought it was really interesting because I didn't. I'd never heard of that. You know what I mean? But shit. You and know. you know what's funny is I feel like a higher percentage of the women who weren't DJs were kind of like applauding the whole thing. They were like, "Yeah, word." But then a lot of the women. Were who actually are DJs were either like I don't care or uh, just call me a DJ. So it was, just, it was very interesting. 
I th- I thought it was interesting, like maybe some of the the seasoned women DJs, like the older ones who have been in the game a little longer, they were kind of like, you know, like this this is kind of like a non-issue. Y'all can make it an issue if y'all want, but in the end, like we've been grinding, we've been making our paper. Like I think in the end, they're like, it doesn't matter what the fuck you call me because my respect is like, you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. And I, I and, yeah, go ahead. And it's, it's probably, it's not, they weren't the ones who called me out in the past when I used the term female DJ. It was probably a generation of, uh, of women who was kind of in between the newbies who didn't really seem to care and more like the seasoned veterans who also didn't seem to care. It was maybe more like a, an, an extra quote-unquote woke group in the middle like right around the 30-year-old mark interesting cool man well I'm, i mean i'm glad it, you know you corrected me and you brought it up <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting topic even after i corrected you then more people corrected me and i was still like learning a lot on the issue yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's just a case where like whether we call women who dj female djs or something else uh, you can't deny the fact that there's a certain group of people who are offended by the term, you know? And woman DJ has a funny ring to it. It don't really flow off the top, you know what I'm saying? Um, and ideally, we just refer to everyone as a DJ without having to specify the gender. But we're just not there yet because there's a lot of brands, there's a lot of folks who are looking to book women who DJ. So they, they're making their gender a commodity. Right, and yeah. not, some fashion brands aren't trying to book the best DJs. They're just trying to book the cutest woman. And I understand that that's what works, you know, for their environment because they want you to wear the the, the the dress and whatnot. Unfortunately, we do have women uh, that fit both like both criteria. They're beautiful, and they also DJ really well. Mm-hmm. You know, like off the top of the head, you could think of DJ Kiss as one of many many women who fit that mold. Yeah. But then there's other instances where they just book in uh, beautiful women who don't know how to DJ, you know? Yeah. And, and, and those are the ones that we need to be able to specify the gender about because that's the sole reason that they're getting booked is because the company or the brand reached out and they wanted to know some names of some quote-unquote female DJs or women DJs or whatever we need to call that specific group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's funny how I, I I always thought it was funny how they're complaining like why can't we just be called DJs? But in the end, you know that adjective is actually getting them more work. You know what I mean? And it's actually become a category of like a a category or like a thing that's in its own demand. You know what I mean? So like they're almost I don't know. I mean it's almost like they're shutting down like you know like like an actual no, category. You know. It's like when there's inequality, sometimes the market takes measures to correct the inequality. You know, one aspect that we are all familiar with is affirmative action in colleges. You know what I mean? Universities are kind of compensating by reserving spots for people of color, for women, for foreign students or whatever to kind of like compensate. That's affirmative action. And in a sense, these brands, these fashion brands, and all these other companies that are looking to book certain DJs 
purely based on their gender because they're a woman, they're kind of correcting the inequality, you know? Maybe they're they're not necessarily doing it from a place of, like, fixing the, the equality. They're doing it more from a place of, like, what individual, what looks, fits our brand better. But overall, what they're doing is that they're contributing to getting gigs for more women. At the end of the day, that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Because they don't want to see me or Jamie like DJ. Be a horrible. Nah, yo, I mean, horrible, you remember horrible. back in the day we used to get all the fashion gigs. Yeah. Uh, because the DJ fashion gigs was invisible. Yeah. Somebody in the corner. We had to wear a suit, and we had to like rock the party, and blah blah blah. And then the DJ at fashion events just took on a whole other dimension, where they truly became talent, both talent to DJ, but also talent to represent the brand. At which point, some of you like. You, me, uh, you know, Jamie, D-Miles, Neva, some fellas, uh, we really no longer, like, fit the criteria. And I'm not mad at it because, guess what? The industry is already male-dominated by a lot. Mm-hmm. So we may have taken the little L in, in, in the certain department, uh, but, you know, there's still a huge inequality in the clubs and on radio and, and music production and so on and so forth. Yeah. So it's just an interesting time, and and I think the more gigs women can get, I think it'll, it'll be uh, in the long run it'll be it'll, it'll be for the better. Cool, man. Yo, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Didn't mean to interrupt your dinner, bro. My pleasure. I hope everybody's doing good. Nah. Go work with the podcast. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, it was definitely necessary. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, brother. All right, All right easy. Peace. I mean, to his point, everyone should just be a DJ. Yeah. yeah right. Pretty much. In and the in perfect world, in that's the perfect it. world, but and I, while he while he is while he is in support of fashion brands hiring women DJs exclusively mm-hmm. because it fits their brand, the I, I think the woman taking the job is is part of the problem, right? Because if you just want to be a DJ like everyone else, then you can't take these gigs that are you're being hired for only because you're a woman. It's a slippery slope. I'm not suggesting that they don't take... I feel what you're saying. I'm not suggesting they don't take the gig, but yeah. like you kind of can't have it both ways. I'm just right? saying like, like it's there's so little work, you can't turn down work on No, of course not. You know no, I mean? of course not. But like... I, it, it, you just, you're... Because there's 10 to fill in her slot, his slot, whatever. Yeah. Um, if you turn it down on principle, right? They, they, they slot. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, there's there's dudes that they can hire for these kind of events too, and I know some of them. The ones that like very handsome and they uh, put on a suit and stuff, and like that's an aesthetic, like I said, right? If the client's looking for an, a certain aesthetic. So they don't want one of us thugs showing up. <laughs> we might <laughs> rock, the, rock the party, but like it's it's not the right aesthetic for their thing, right? Yeah. Well, I think... For the greater good, is is the fight call me a woman, not a female, or is the fight just call me a DJ? Like what, like what, when, when you, when, if you got one fight in you, right, which yeah. most of us have one fight in us, what are you going to fight for? Are you going to fight for actually quality or are you going to fight for use the right word to describe me i feel like the 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 better the better fight is i'm not a female dj i'm just a dj yeah hire me for whatever reason you want to hire me but i'm just a dj but i feel like that's why some of the ogs like the older seasoned like uh you know women djs i feel like that's why they're just kind of like 
you know what, man? You guys could spend all your time fighting over being called a female DJ, a woman DJ, but in the end, if you're not gonna throw down and if you're not gonna like fuck the club up, you're yeah. not gonna you're gonna like last five or certain years. But also, I feel like those you know? they, they came up in a different time when they had to take like serious knocks. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, whatever. Call me whatever the fuck yeah. you want. Yeah. Just give me the gig and give me the yeah, paper. Give me the money. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Like open the doors and let yeah. me let me rock. Let me do my in thing. The end, yeah. yeah. Like in the end, that's all that matters. Yeah. And I think that's all I care about because in the end, like whether you're female you know a kid dj or whatever there's only like bad dj or a good dj that's well, it yeah, and you know what's like worse that. than a bad dj is a broke dj like, <laughs> like yo that's the fucking worst man okay. but ha- have you ever felt uh like I, I i felt like certain nightclubs only were hiring like good looking like motherfuckers for a minute yeah right? i, th- I feel sure. like yeah. that's a choice that some sure. people make for an aesthetic right yeah 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 like on the flyers they only want like but how whack is that because like if you're not tight, but you look nice. But it was working for a minute. Like, what is the? Oh yeah. Yeah, but what the fuck? <laughs> is pretty doing ass now? motherfuckers. What are they oh, doing man. now? We we huh? played with them in Marquee a couple of times. They're cool dudes. Yeah, they're fine. But like, what are they doing now? Did they have right? their shirts off. Doing something in like I don't know Europe, right? They have their shirts off, right? Or something like they DJ with their shirts off. Mm, I, I, like I the bulls and shit. This kind of stuff. Maybe. Oh, no. But like, you're on that tip now too. I'm trying to. I was on muscles. On muscles. I was, muscles, I, was just <laughs> I was trying to think who is the best looking skilled DJ in our industry, male or female. Male. Uh, excuse whoa, me, excuse whoa, me, excuse whoa. me. Shit, I forgot. It doesn't matter. You're right. Good job, rebrand. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Look at the rebrand. I gotta, yeah, I gotta say, Ruckus is probably up there, right? Ruckus is up there. Ruck, Ruckus is pretty handsome. He's a beautiful motherfucker. Yeah, he's mean. pretty handsome. Yeah. He's a good DJ. Would you too. put Cassidy in there? He's stylish. He's stylish. Yeah, he's well dressed. I don't know how handsome he is. Yeah. I would say Ruckus is a also super no pause, <laughs> super no pause. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with this conversation? All right, <laughs> I was gonna say the captains, but you know. Pause. I mean, I had, I had, I definitely had my day. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But, well, you gotta think like this, All of this kind of like comes to pass because even with rappers, like it was like the white rapper. Yeah, but no one says that anymore. It's just you're a rapper. Like Logic doesn't. He's not like a dope white rapper. Well, Logic you is mixed. He's well, well, by yeah. okay, but like. When Eminem came out, or when like certain guys was like, "Oh, yeah, that, but there that was, boy there was dope. fucking one, right? right? And now there's a lot. Yeah, they're not any good, but there's a lot, right? So <laughs> yeah. it's just logic they're just good. rappers. Yeah, logic is good. Yeah, but he's mixed. So the the the, well, look, I the heard, not white side. I haven't rapping. heard someone say like that's a dope <laughs> Latin rapper or a dope white rapper in a really long time. How so you're just is a dope it, rapper. Are there any Latin rappers out there? Um, Wouldn't I mean, you say like the joke? Have you ever heard of Bad Bunny? Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, let me tell you right now. I, mean, I consider that reggaeton. Yo, though, yo, yo, watch your mouth when it comes to Bad Bunny and uh, Graham because yeah, he man. loves that. I've been I love Bad Bunny more than watch you. Watch it? No, I don't know. I've been on it a long time. I've been, I've been on it a long time. <laughs> I've, been I've, been on, a, I've, been, I've been on it a long time. Graham's like, watch this. Chambea, nah, 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 nah. chambea. I'm like, oh, I wow. Listen to, I listen to some of that old pun stuff. Y'all I'm know, like, y'all know I've been on Bad Bunny yeah. for a minute. Yeah, pun was pun was a monster. And going back to 90s East Coast versus West Coast rap, and I don't mean like the the beef. Puffy. Wait, we were talking about beautiful DJs. Yeah, I know. I'm talking. You you brought <laughs> no up pause. a Mexican rapper. I'm saying like LA is full of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Be real. Yeah. I mean, um, is he Frost? Mexican? Yeah. 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 Oh shit. All right. Yeah, Kid Frost. But I'm just saying there was an era where wait, wait, it, was Kid like, Frost? it was a thing. That's yeah. borderline, man. <laughs> With his single, like, like La Raza. No. No. Yeah, kid, say that. Kid, kid, kid Frost. Yeah, you'll get yeah. fucked up saying that. Some um, shit like right, that. Really? Yeah, Baby man. Bash. Yeah, man. Mexican. Wait, wait, wait. Vico Where? Suave? Vico Suave. If, if I say what? That he wasn't Vico. the best rapper? No. Like, you're, you're like to, to diminish him. 
he's, that he wasn't the best rapper. No, no, I, no. I, I like no, I, Mexican. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think he's the best, but he's he's the real Latino, deal. Yeah. I feel yeah. La Raza. Yeah, he's a real deal. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> there was a group called <laughs> the Mexicans. Remember those guys? Oh yeah, the uh, Mexicans. They yeah. had um. Nah, I don't remember. Yeah, the yeah there was on um. Boy, they had Takashi Six Nine is Mexican. Crooked is so good. Their song was like a. It had well, it had a sample from Brand Nubian in one of them. But the sample was like a uh, uh, Spanish flea or something like that. Something. No, that's that's <laughs> Tres Delinquents, which was another tight song. Tres Delinquents. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Yo, that's some LA that. shit too. That yeah. shit's tight. Yeah. Was there lighter shade of brown? Yeah, yeah lighter, lighter shade, shade of brown. brown. But I don't know one song from that. On a Sunday it? afternoon. A Sunday afternoon. Was it um Funk Dubious? Oh, oh, Funk Dubious. Yeah, Funk Dubious. Bow wow wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What are you talking about? No Mexican. Where are they now? Takashi Six Nine is Mexican. I mean, yeah, that's Noriega. true. Noriega? He's got the one. He's Puerto Rican and Dominican, I think. No, he's Puerto yeah. Rican and black. Noriega? Yeah. Um, and then uh, Lil Pump is... Huh? Excuse me? He's Puerto, Puerto Rican and what? And black. And the term what? is African-American. African-American. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that Jay-Z song, my president is African-American? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? President is someone, someone was telling me about it. <laughs> is it okay, though, to call people, like, black people, black people? I grew up I, like I don't that. Think, I don't think it's, I don't I don't think think it's really an issue. I don't think it's really an issue. I, I think only, it's an issue sometimes. I only made it an issue because I wanted to correct people because yeah. I'm yeah. a dick. Well, even but like now I'm rebranding. Yes. Indians <laughs> refer to themselves as brown people. Yeah. But My people Mexicans are brown, are brown yeah. people. Yeah. Indians do it too. They say yeah. they, they call themselves brown people. Yeah. Brown, I mean, you know, I I grew up around brown, black, Asians. You go to like Vancouver, chicks are much like, oh, like that brown guy. I never got insulted by like Asian slurs though, like chink, yeah. like yellow. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> nah, cause you mentioned black, brown, yellow. Yellow could be like a light skinned black guy too. Trumpito's orange. Yeah, I've been I've been <laughs> harassed by more black and Puerto Rican and Dominicans than anybody, and I have, and that's the majority of my friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. like literally when I was a kid, like every day, ching chong, ching chong, getting pushed in the hallway and having potential fights was all from black and Puerto Rican and Dominican kids. I'm sorry. I'm up, sorry you went. You went I know. Through that. Did, but, Cur- did Curious George mess with you? <laughs> He's Puerto Rican, but <laughs> but yo, what I'm trying to say is I mean, that <laughs> I didn't like grow up and being like I didn't stay like yo. I'm gonna get these black motherfuckers. I'm gonna get them back. I was just like yo, like that, this that is fucking up. black guy, that black guy, <laughs> no, that, no, fucking you, Puerto Rican, no, you, and we end up being cool with them anyway. Like we all end up being homies after like you know a few months and stuff like that. I'm an, but, I'm, I'm, th- th- that probably plays into something much deeper which is like uh kids now are bitch made and are not as tough and they're not as resilient Mm -hmm. and can't can't endure like in 2018 if some asian kid went home and was like mom the kids in school are calling me ching chong and da 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 the mom's gonna go and like fucking have raise a fit hell. raise hell and like do all kinds go of shit go on Facebook whereas like my mom would just be like on the video. my mom would just be like well let's come up with some tight disses back and like diss them back or yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah. like if, if if someone was like oh he's fat well, do you think you're fat no I don't think I'm fat then who gives a fuck like yeah. just keep it moving that's tough that's so my mom was <laughs> so it's, it's tough so it I just think tough. I just think like it's tough you, out there it's you hard just, out you there. just brushed it off because it's just a different different. I didn't era. brush it off but I was definitely like you went back and you said oh, I'm gonna get them back with these jokes yeah and I started just I'm learning break dancing jokes. and I was <laughs> with these jokes <laughs> not racial perfecting your jump shot no, I just <laughs> working motherfuckers on the court. You know, putting it, it on was just one of those on things on where, like, no pause. pause. I just knew it was gonna happen. Got it. I just knew it was gonna happen, and I was just ready. And I think I got, 
I think I got not suspended, but I got sent home because like I pushed them. And then when I pushed that, like the two kids in the cafeteria, then I got sent home. Like no one fucked with me the next day. It was just like, yeah, that's yeah. like when you go to jail, you just act crazy and no one's going to fuck with you. Yeah. yeah. Or like find the biggest dude and step to him and then you're good. Like everyone's gonna be like, damn, this crazy motherfucker. <laughs> What's he supposed to do? This crazy white man. Um, but you guys haven't dealt with like racist shit with like I have in the past for DJ. Oh no, 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 no. just racist. Nah, shit. Not really, man. I remember like my my uncle was like shocked that I was DJing for white people or I was DJing in Vegas for white people. He was just but like, but that goes back to like, if you're dope, you're dope. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, no, he he thought it was he was like. He's um probably like close to seven. Yeah, he's probably like seventies. But when I talked to him was maybe like when I first moved out here, maybe like two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "So you're DJing out here? What are you DJing for?" I said, "You know, like in the regular mainstream clubs." He's like, "Wait, wait." He's, and he said his words were, "They let you in." And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's a different. Er- that's a different it's a, era." It's great, but it yeah. just it made me realize, like, yo, like he's from the states. He lives. Yeah, yeah, no, he speaks English. He doesn't even have an accent, but he was just like, oh, they let you win. And he like shook, and he was like nodding his head. He's like, we made that, it. And he was like smoking a cigarette. He's like, you know, that's a, that's a, that you should be proud of that because I don't know if there's many Asian DJs DJing for like in Vegas for like white people and everybody. It was less than 100 years ago that Japanese people were getting locked up in cages. Yeah. You know, so like, and he, he probably saw that and was like, oh shit. And, you know, fucking. Americans are so fucking stupid. They're like, oh, Korean, Chinese, Asian, uh, Japanese, whatever. They're all the same. So he probably had to eat a lot of shit when that when all that was going down. Mm-hmm. Well, he and was in New York. He went to I think I think he went to Harvard, but yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they let him Stand in. They let him in. Well, you know what's going on with the like? Uh, Moma brought up the schools with the affirmative action. Mm-hmm. There's like a lawsuit with like Asians with. Uh, they're they're suing Harvard, I think, because the standards are too high. No, because they're not accepting uh, like Asians anymore. They're like if if an Asian has like uh, like a test score of like like a hundred or like ninety eight, they're not letting him in. But if like if like an African American or like a Latino has like a ninety two, they're letting him in. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. So like the the grading for like. But why is that? Because yeah. they want more. They want more. Do they co- want more they graduates? The reason that there is a, a admissions process is because you want a well-rounded campus, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you could always make the case for just take the cream of the crop, whatever the cream of the crop is. But then also in terms of your output and in terms of like the student experience, you also want a diverse campus, right? That's the whole point of spending the money, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know? And, that, and that's what it was. I think for a while it's like, I think Yale is like all like majority is all Asian, and then like Stanford, all these colleges like majority is Asian and stuff. Yeah, so it was just it just felt like everywhere you went, it was like. But they reserve a lot of those slots too for uh, for athletes, for like uh, certain scholarships. Asian athletes. Jeremy Lin, uh, (laughs) gymnastics. That's that's that is that's your goat. That's my. So that's you gotta figure, you gotta figure like <laughs> the homie Yao didn't make a it. A football team has about sixty yeah. players, so that's 60, 60 scholarships. Football, um, basketball has about fifteen players. That's another seventy-five right there. Wait, everyone who plays on a team gets a scholarship? No. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. Unless Not you're, unless, you're, ride, unless right? you're a walk-on, then you uh, you can work your way to a partial scholarship. But if you're like a starter or a reserve player, nine times out of ten, you're in a full ride. Holy shit! But this is for basketball majority and right? football. 
Fuck. And track and field, swimming, volleyball. This is like golf. Every, like every school. Yeah. Yeah. Every school. I didn't know that. Yeah. So though all those spots are reserved, and so the affirmative action kind of kicks in a lot with those things, with like the sports stuff. Mm. And then I'm, I'd imagine like Harvard, Yale, they have like great like um. Like um, rowing teams, crew, fin like, crew, fin <laughs> <laughs> but even like with like music, like um, like opera and orchestra stuff, like those are, those kids get scholarships, wow. like you know. So they're getting. Wish I didn't have this torn ACL. I could go back to college for free. <laughs> Talk no, that and shit. I feel yeah, like yeah. if I was going back to college, um, I would want that experience that's well rounded, right? True. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to. Interact with different yeah, cultures, in the, different stuff. In the Stretch you know? and Bob documentary, Stretch talks about how he grew up. Where did he grow up? Like uptown, yeah. And yeah. he went to school with like you know uh, African American kids, Asian, rich, poor, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was fundamental in like framing. As, as did I. My high school was just like yeah, that. And I like, think that's how I got to experience a lot of stuff. And yeah, because like if you go to like stuff, a all yeah. all like rich white kid school, like. You don't get exposed to shit, but rich white kids shit. Yeah, I had an opportunity to play at a black college, and I was like, I, I see black people every day. Like, why do I want to go to a black college? Like, I know historically it's cool. Cause you, it's like, you wanted to run through some white chicks, right? No, some Asian chicks. Jer- <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Your dad pulled you aside. Like, <laughs> like, you want to go to the black college and just run through a bunch of black chicks? Yeah, come on. You gotta go. Make, you gotta make better go. decisions. You gotta expand your horizons. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wanted to interact with other races, other people, man. Darren, so so you didn't want to go to an all black college? No, I never wanted to. What's the what's the acronym? Wait, Histori- wait, 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 historically why? black because you want HBCU. You've just been around black, black college yeah. union all my life, so I wanted to experience something different. And I feel like that's probably what these universities want too. They want to make it interactive and diverse, so you can, like I said, for the output, but also for yeah. the experience of the yeah. students paying to be there. Right? Well, right. there's a well, there's a lawsuit. Like a bunch of Asian motherfuckers are like are suing Let them. Me in. Crazy rich Asians. <laughs> I don't think turn. that, but you know, they're fucking suing them because they're thinking like, you guys should just bring in top scores, top people, like the race shouldn't matter, regardless you, of who it is, regardless of what it is. And I think you know, I mean, Graham, that's fair. Except fucking you Asians got all the good scores. Yeah, you guys kill some it. Of us. Yeah, some of us fucking the bars up there, man. <laughs> Jesus. But also the reason there's an admission process. Like, what's your is GPA? Sixteen point nine. The testing God, accounts damn, for this. Struggling with two point oh. Yeah. There's people with experiences, right? That would be beneficial to a campus. So there's people who in high school did a lot of extra stuff or come from a certain background or you know or the the child of uh, missionaries that grew up in Africa. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's all different elements that can go into the admission process. It doesn't have to be who scored perfect test. Right? Who cares yeah. about the perfect test? Maybe he guessed those tests, or she guessed those test those test scores, right? Yeah. Or the questions, or whatever. So, like, that's definitive. I don't think you want the definitive for college campus experience. Yeah. Nor do I think that people listening to DJ bo- uh, bro- uh, podcast want to hear about admission process. <laughs> there, might be, there, might be, there might be a 17-year-old right now looking at a stack of, of uh, admission letters like, man, I was going to go to the black college, but now I'm going to go fuck some white women. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, D-Miles. Thank you, D-Miles. You know, there's, there's people who have asked questions like, should I go to college or should I pursue a DJ career? I'm like, dude, do both. Yeah, yeah you can do yeah. That's, it's not dude, the frat parties is dope. That's a weird yeah. thing though nowadays. nowadays. That's a uh, that's a weird thing nowadays. With um, I'm sorry, did I cut you off? No, go ahead. Um, damn, why you put why you put my sh- my hand off your shoulder? Like, uh, <laughs> that's the weird thing about the generation now is that we uh, we we kind of were pushed to work. 
Like you had to get a job. Yeah. And then if we wanted to DJ, it was some side shit. So we would have to do a nine to five, five days a week. And then we'd have to DJ at night, wake up and do the nine to five. You got to find a way to pay for the wax. Exactly. It was like, it was more important. Like you got to make a living. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the new generation, they're in a position where they can just literally follow their dream. Like, oh, I want to be a DJ. Well, I'm just going to spend 100% of my time just on that shit. On visibility. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know what that. I don't know if that well, if they, what that turns into, you I know what like I mean. Things are so competitive now that it's hard to have multiple things going on and not focus on one thing. Like remember, like it was like a craze to be a two sport athlete. That would never like the Bo Jacksons, the Dion. Yeah. That would never happen now because it's Michael so Jordan competitive, too, right? Yeah. Well, Tim Tebow. It's was so competitive now that you'll get you'll take an Fuck L it. if you try to become a two sport athlete because everyone's so fucking good. And I think they kind of think of that like. I can't do both. Like, I have to just pick one and go for it. It's also because wages suck now, no? It's like, it's not, I feel like a kid looks like you're going to, or like you're going to pay me $10, $12 an hour. Like, what's the fucking point? I like, I mean, I'm not going to make I, any forward I, motion. I, I, I'll tell you, I think what it really is, is they don't want to put in work because they're, they've been coddled their whole fucking life. And this goes back to episode one with the captains, um, <laughs> where you were talking about, where you were talking about, I mean, it goes back to like resilience and all that they've been coddled their whole life and how do you expect someone who's had everything basically handed to them in one way or another and uh tell them to go okay well you're gonna go to college and we're not gonna give you money to live so you got to get a job so you have to do college do it well you got to get a job do it well and then you got to graduate and go get another fucking job like they, they they're not even these kids, I don't think, can even wrap their fucking head around it. Yeah. And also, like, the, the Instagram, uh, we're in the Instagram era where they see you can become something on via Instagram or via YouTube or whatever. So, like, it's like, oh, I'm not going to go break my fucking ass in college and wait tables or whatever. I'm just going to do this YouTube thing. And you know maybe it works, maybe it doesn't work. Who the but, fuck knows? But I think it. I think it. I think a lot of a lot of kids don't have grit and don't have that. Like, I gotta fucking. I just gotta go make it happen. But don't you think it's also a bad look? Like if I worked at UPS and I was DJing, I just want to highlight the DJing on my social media. And then also growing up, we didn't have social media. Like the social media was just having your name on a flyer. Like that was a big fucking deal. And then you could be anybody. You wanted to be at, you know, you didn't have like this. Yeah, but I mean, this someone, profile. someone posts a picture of them in front of the fucking six million channel board in the studio. Yeah. And they, you know, they're, they're leaning on the board like this and it's <laughs> so pensive and I, I'm, I'm working on the next hit. And then you, they post a picture on, on, yeah. on Instagram and you're like, well, damn, you've never even put out a song. So, like, what is this? What, Next one coming. Like, what's going on? Like, it's the one coming, man. Yeah, it's always the one coming, though, right? Like, you. So we, we, you, you know, like, you're ta- you're taking a picture in the studio, but like, you've never even put out a fucking song. So, well, it's it's you know when people are faking jacks, right? So like, we know that. But don't you, you think you had a job at UPS in the beginning, and then had and then you popped off, and and the 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 the. Uh, the the part that the part that's the best part is that you popped off. It's like, oh man, he fucking did it. But now we got to see these kids like fake it till you make it to the max. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm pretty sure everyone could see through the bullshit. I don't think people are really on some like, oh no, that guy's making hits. Like, really? <laughs> Name one fucking hit. But I, I think 
uh, what do you call it? Oh, he's in the studio working that, on an album. That is oh. the recipe right now. Fake it till you make mm-hmm. it. They, it, we used to. I mean, it was kind of the recipe back in the day, a little bit for certain people in certain industries, but it's definitely like. Yeah, but if you don't deliver, but don't I feel like now you're either a good DJ. Or a bad you can DJ. tell me this, Jamie. The, the 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 new generation. I feel like they're they're a lot more understanding and patient to literally watch you progress. So even though you might sound like shit, they actually there might they might be like, yo, I remember like the the mix you posted six months ago was really bad but now you're getting better yo congrats like th- that's the thing where back in the day if, if we heard a shitty mix we'd be like yo get out of here man like you're wasting your time <laughs> get lost, but I, I don't think i don't but i don't think that i i think that the someone who would make that statement doesn't know what's good or what's well, bad i think definitely. yeah yeah definitely but that's they just know that this is better than this like oh i listened to this and it was fine and now I'm listening to this, but this sounds better than this. But like, they don't know that this is still shit. Mm-hmm. Right. You guys know that guy from who's the guy from Round Two that owns Round Two? Sean Witherspoon. Sean Witherspoon put a post up, mm. and it was on his IG story. And I, I'm not. It was. This is not word for word, but he said, "Figure out what you're." He's like, "Figure out something you're okay at. Make the world believe you're amazing at it. Learn along the way." And then make money from it. Is that like in a nutshell? I, generation. I, I, I don't I like. The, I like listen th- to that. Listen to that. Right. That's that's a weird. I like DJ Am's one. Better. Find something. Yeah. Find something you're okay at. Make the world believe you're great at it. You're the best at it. And learn along the way. But then and then make money. But work on it. But again, you at some point you have to deliver, right? Yeah. Like if you don't yeah. deliver, you can you can purport to be the best of all time but if you don't deliver then one two not. three four five times then you're done yeah so now this opportunity is squandered so the better route is figure out something that you're passionate about become a master at it and then you'll go pop that, off that's not fast enough the one the the one that <laughs> the dj am was, I, I was uh, I, don't, I don't disagree with you but that's how you sustain right that's how you sit around at 40 years old i don't know are any of you 40 i'm not 40 um, <laughs> uh, I tell you, sit around at forty years old and talk about what does forty taste like? When, when, I'll tell you, torn ACL and a, and a, and a minor tear in your meniscus. Um, when you you could sit around in, in twenty eighteen and be like, yeah, when we were DJing in the nineties, that's because we went that route. Yeah, we can still and still DJing. We could continue to talk about it. But if you're on some, um, I, I guess I'm kind of into fashion and. Uh, I guess I'll just like, you know, print up some t-shirts and like, you know, I'll just pretend like they're the dopest t-shirts or whatever. But like, if they're not the dopest t-shirts, then your fashion shit is done or your music production shit is done. But that's the problem is that these kids are doing that and they're getting recognized and the the big brands and the big corporations, they're so lost Mm -hmm. and they're so, they don't know what's going on that they're like, yo, you got this many followers and like you got pictures with Kanye and everything so we're gonna fuck with you can you help us out with this shit like that kid Ian Connor yeah like he was just around Kanye he was around that, that scene the, sh- the shoe kid the kid that no. sells shoes or something I don't know who no that's uh, that's somebody else no this little like like he was a model apparently I don't know but he was around Kanye a lot he, he was never a model I don't know no and he then, wasn't a model and then he got pushed into like the face of a brand so it's kind of like the yeah, same but thing. How long did that did that last, or how long will that last? Well, he 
He's he didn't still, last that long. I feel like he was a oh, Thank you for proving my fucking point. I think he was like Kanye stylist for a point. He was styling Kylie for I, a minute. I don't know who he was styling, but he was he was just around. But it was when he, he came up through out. Instagram. But he's still around though, right? Or well, after he caught that he was in his <laughs> and then all that shit. But I also, have a, I also have a problem with a dude like the dude that owns round two. He's got like a couple stores, right? Like two, three stores. Well, they have uh, Florida, New York, for, LA, Virginia, and Virginia. Yeah. Like he's obviously a successful dude, and he's turned his passion of, uh, uh you know, older wares yeah. into a business. Yeah. So I have a problem with him, a successful person, and this is anyone, like any fucking rich motherfucker that's like, oh, this is how you should be living your life. Like fuck you, you got three billion dollars, you can say whatever you want, yeah, and it's obviously gonna work for you right now because you have three billion dollars. But the dude that has two dollars in the bank can't do the same thing that you can't take that advice mm -hmm. so like the dude that's saying that like oh you know just fake it till you make it and you'll be fine well yeah it's easy for him to say he's fucking he successful maybe yeah. or maybe not maybe he's been grinding for all these fucking years collecting and selling out the trunk or on ebay or whatever the fuck it is and now he's got all these stores mm -hmm. you know like it's cool it's it's almost like it's cool to purport like ah, oh, i didn't even have to work that hard and i got all this like no i'm pretty sure everyone that has anything that's worth anything a business money house cars they work their fucking ass for it mm -hmm. period i don't there's not a lot of dudes that got off easy you I know? know i don't know man just, I'm, I'm on the maybe, fence maybe because I, I feel <laughs> i feel what you're talking about because i try to live by that but i also see a lot of motherfuckers come up off of bullshit but, there's a but lot of motherfuckers that come off of bullshit yeah yeah for a sure lot. flash I mean, in a, I see, flash like, in the pan but how, is it sustainable a, i see a lot i mean some is of it respectful is and it's respectful like, name one name one person who like i'm not gonna name any people name but it i've seen it. all right I've, I've for like maybe the last 10 years there's certain djs that i see mm -hmm. that continue to work and every time i hear them i'm like they're not bad they're just not good <laughs> <laughs> as they point to each other they're not bad right but they certainly are getting a lot more opportunities and a lot like more like a uh, high profile events or venues you know what i mean then certain do, do you, you think, can't lose but, sleep over it, but you have to but it does it's definitely a contradiction to what you're saying right now do you, you know think I mean? that that's because they're just sitting back and, and like, yo, I'm the tightest. You need to hire me. Or do you think that they're behind the scenes working all that shit to try to get those gigs? I mean, I think they're behind the scenes either doing one or two, one or two things. They're finessing a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. They're gathering a bunch of contacts. They're yeah. being everyone's best friend. And yeah. that's a lot of but, work. That's yeah, a lot that, of work. But that's grinding. Isn't that's that grinding. the thing to do, though? Huh? That's, that's the thing to do. You gotta I know, do that. Uh, there's, a, there's, there's starting to become a separation of DJs that I've noticed that are spending a lot more time doing it. And that seems to be the more lucrative way to go. Mm. I just don't know how long that's going to last. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable mm -hmm. just because some of the relationships, relationships that you have, you know, they change. But after a while, there might be that owner or someone that comes in that's like, yo, this dude sucks. Yeah. Who hired him? Yeah, exactly. And the guy's going to be yo, like, we, yo. Like, we stay, the old dudes in the room, we stay working because we don't suck. And we've spent however many endless amount of hours to hone the craft right like there there are not a lot of dudes that can do what we do i'm not saying we're the best but like we're pretty fucking good at what we do and the proof is in the pudding because we still fucking work i also think there's a market for everything so like there is a market for you know an old asian dj who can do higher energy club shit they let you sucky djs that you can send to me like <laughs> do you have any yellow djs out there <laughs> 
<laughs> yellow DJ. Do you have any female yellow DJs? Send me your worst <laughs> DJ. <laughs> that would be amazing. That'd be the fresh request. I want, that would be great if Asian people just started saying we want to be called yellow. <laughs> You're fighting. It's crazy. Yeah, it's for the yellow people. It's for the yellow market. Yellow crazy people. Have you guys ever felt um, like a stigma for like, yo, you're a white DJ, you can't do hip hop, you can't do this and that? Uh, I mean, I feel like especially... Or they expect you to just be like only playing... No, because I feel like um, there was a time period, this might just be a West Coast thing. I don't think so though. Um, Starting when we started, it was mostly white dudes DJing in the clubs. That's my experience anyway. And when I would play in New York in the 90s too, I mean, I knew, I knew some black, black African-American DJs, whatever, whatever we're calling it. The, <laughs> Today, the blackies. <laughs> the black, <laughs> yeah, Chill, I knew DJs of all, of all races and creeds. But I'm just saying I think that it was um, mostly white DJs, especially in Hollywood in the 90s and early 2000s. And then you saw a couple guys slide in, like Vice, for instance. Mexican. You know? Yeah. Um, that guy don't speak no Spanish. He ain't Mexican. I'm just saying, I'm, I, more, I'm more Mexican yeah, than him. I think he speaks more Spanish. It's possible. I'm just saying, like you started to see it change in the mid mid 2000s, mm-hmm. and um, I think as um, and and the collective of white DJs were getting upset. No, I didn't get upset. <laughs> my record, Those fucking brown guys. My record pool, right? Like my, where I used to go pick up my wax, uh, Cali Kings downtown. We had there was it had all types. It's all types. My first was, residencies were African American centric parties. That what was, is that? They were just like you know, Black Beverly Hills. What like, is that? It was just like like you had like the the. Like is that a thing that's called Black like Beverly Alpha Hills? Duhini or no, whatever? like the, like the, the the. That sounds amazing. The, by the like way. parties that like uh, I don't know Sean Penn might go to. Then I did the party that uh, Keyshawn Johnson would go to. Mm. Grown and sexy. Yeah. And and I, maybe in the beginning they were like giving me a little bit of shit. Like, come on, man! Like this guy. But the dude that threw the party was like, no, no, he's the guy. He's the guy. And then after a couple weeks, they're like. All right, we get it. it. We get it. We get it. He's good. So, I mean, and I think it's natural. There's nothing more satisfying, right, when people have uh, an idea of of what kind of person you are from how you look. Homeless. Yeah. (laughs) You do not look homeless. Or like, you know, they're like an Asian DJ or whatever, and then you, after like hearing you and what you could do, like you literally change people's perspectives on shit. Like that's, I feel like that's, one of the greatest feelings when when you change a motherfucker, you know what I mean? Like their actual shit. You know what's so funny? I used to when I started listening to Stretch Armstrong, I used to th- think he was a black DJ mm-hmm. until the first time I saw him DJ in a club. A what? An African American <laughs> DJ. African American <laughs> DJ. And I saw him in the club, and it was like this tall, skinny white dude. I'm like, yo, where's Stretch Armstrong? So, yeah, yo, imagine, that's, imagine that's how Stretch. I'm like, Get the fuck out of here. Imagine that's how much shit. shit that guy got. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. How'd you feel about that though? Initially, were you like, damn, like? I was surprised. I was shocked. I wasn't upset. Like, damn. But I as a DJ, you, you weren't hung up on it. No, I was like, no, he was right, dope. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. he did his thing. If, if there's, right. some, there's some, there's some uh, footage of people outside of a, a Hall & Oates concert, and they're like, I didn't even know those guys were white. <laughs> I got that <laughs> back yeah. this whole time, <laughs> which is really tight. I don't know shit. <laughs> I think I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but would you say, you know, stretching... Uh, farther back than hip-hop even as far as djs go dance music's typically 
it comes from it it's black roots right like it's 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 black music for the most part the dance music they're playing in the clubs the discos in the 70s and the 80s and then into yeah. hip-hop right so if you're a white dj or a dj other than a black dj i guess everybody's just going to assume that you're just doing the thing you're playing the music that you're supposed to be playing because you're the dj in that club right yeah mm-hmm. it's not like you're at a like a lawrence welk show or whatever you're playing the, the polka records well all american music comes from black well that's a huge right? anthropological conversation i'm yeah, talking yeah. about like in the discos in the 70s when djing became a thing it's typical they're playing like black dance records yeah and yeah. that continues and then over in the early 2000s i would say when we started to kind of mix up the genres a little bit they started throwing some stuff that was popular in the 70s and 80s that weren't wasn't typically dance music um and then you have the uh whatever you want to call that era, open format, mashup, whatever, mm-hmm. where you could have uh, ACDC, you could have Joan Jett, these records that you wouldn't typically have played before. Um, we started to work that stuff in. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't think there was ever um, – if you were up there doing the thing, I don't think anybody else would get hung up on what your background was. Yeah, I don't, I don't Even think for hip-hop. I don't think I've ever seen any type of, like – actual racism towards djs ever no not like real racism but definitely no. like pass some judgment like uh, yeah really yeah. is this the dude really and then really? and then and then you let him have it and they're like oh yeah no, he, he did it it's like skepticism or it's like yeah. like a little skeptical skepticism. And, yeah. and, skepticism. And, and honestly yeah. and honestly like when when the white dude uh, tur- turns out the, the the all black party it's almost like like you're lifted up just a little bit higher yeah mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> like like just a little bit higher it's just like uh, like we, we 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 put you way down here and everyone else is going to be right here but we're just going to put you right there just because you put it on but don't get too big because we'll throw your ass back down there right right you know it's like when i saw jeremy lynn play for the knicks everybody was like oh shit and he started bawling yeah and it's like oh yeah shit. and 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 everyone went fucking crazy because it was like yo this asian dude from Harvard, yeah, it's like <laughs> fucking just yeah. getting, dropping, getting open buckets. So they like raised the way the fuck up. Yeah, Spike Lee was like going crazy on social yeah. media about him. It lasted like a m- couple months. I'm about to say he had like <laughs> ten, ten good games. <laughs> yeah, like, felt, like, no, but they, they were like they were like <laughs> it felt like an entire it was like year. Something else. Insanity. Was yeah, it was it was it was on another level. Yeah, it was crazy. It was it was almost like he got possessed. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like you touched the space jam bond. Yeah, because people were shocked. Yeah, like I was shocked. And it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't synthesized. Like he was really putting it on. He was killing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what was the Off funny the thing? Bench. It was the funny thing was that when you had like there hasn't been like an Asian athlete like that, right? Kind mm-hmm. of that was pushed that Yao Ming? Well, I mean that that had like kind of that kind of like coverage and yeah. and had that blew up that quickly. Yeah. And you could tell that the media wasn't ready because all of this racist ass um all these racist yeah, ass shooting. What was that? The sh- shooting. <laughs> <laughs> all these uh Racist ass. I mean, don't open the door if they shooting out there. There's <laughs> <laughs> no shooting. He was so hard to get in this building. <laughs> imagine, if, imagine if Jamie's head just blown off. They <laughs> <laughs> just keep going. Bummer. No, but you're right. Like the media coverage, I don't think they were. Remember, they were like a chink in the armor. Oh uh, yeah. No, yeah, come yeah. on. They did that. <laughs> come on. ESPN. 
Yeah, I, I remember this. They said like there was a uh, another chink in the armor or some shit like that. Yeah, they said they were like all of this racist shit started coming out. Mm. That's but they, crazy. But they didn't know. They were just like, oh, you know. That's so I never crazy. Fucking, I, I never see that in politics now. That lady yesterday was getting in trouble for saying uh, she would go to a public hanging, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that dude in, in Florida saying, uh, you know, you don't want to monkey this. I mean, like That's those so crazy, kind of yeah. those those little um, euphemisms or whatever you want to call it that are in our uh vernacular like it it slips out and it has bad <laughs> it looks bad man it looks really bad it's like what's that dude borat that that guy uh sasha baron cohen yeah mm-hmm. he has that show right where he just exposes po- yes. politicians yeah. oh, yeah. that's what he does but he doesn't best. really do anything but just get him into a comfortable place right. where he just lets yeah. them do their thing yeah yeah that's some crazy shit yeah. that's fucking nuts but let I them be them but you bring a, a good point that um, I think in the DJ community, especially if you stretch back a long way, I never would think uh, what you're what you're bringing up now. I never would think about um, people's perception of me as a white dude playing records. I don't think DJs ever were hung up on that. Like, but I never thought about it from what from the perspective that you're pointing out. What my audience might be thinking of me. I think it's like a... Commu- Sounds like white privilege to me. No, I'm just saying within the <laughs> DJ community, we're all kind of like everybody's in the trench no, know, together, know. you know what yeah. I mean? Of course, because there's only five of us. Well, I there th- was, but now there's more. I'm just yeah. saying that... I think it's like com- like comedians. I feel like in the end, there's a black comedians, there's white comedians, but in the but for us, we're all just comedians. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. And if you're, you're either funny or you're not funny... You either good and, DJ or you're bad yeah, DJ. Yeah, and then there's women, female comedians, right? But in the end, we're all comedians because I, I put comedians, we've always talked about this, comedians and DJs, how similar mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think in the end, it's, it's that thing where there's some comedians that blew up because of people they know and they might you know work more because of people they know in the relationships, but in the end, they're not funny. And then we all kind of are standing behind them like talking shit like, yo, this dude sucks, but he's always at these joints. Yeah. And I feel like there's that similarity where I think in the end, if you could throw down, no matter what race you are, fat, skinny, or whatever the fuck, yeah. Let's do it. In the DJ yeah. community. In the DJ That's what community. I'm saying. You yeah. bring up a good point because I never really, uh, was never really tripping on how the public en masse would be perceiving someone just by, by looking at who's DJing, right? Oh, yeah, just how the crowd looks at it, yeah. Never really tripped on that. I pay attention to how the crowd's reacting to what I'm doing, not when I step up there and if they're judging me, uh, right. what but I you, look like or whatever, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never re- experienced anything like going to like a like out of town when you would hit like maybe some of the like the southern states or southern cities or anything like that? I mean, and I played, a, especially when we were doing the the Red Bull DJ team, I went to some like wild markets that they don't have like nightlife, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I think that um, I think that a lot of times I don't think people know exactly what they're what they're supposed to be expecting, mm-hmm. right? Most people that come into Vegas, for instance, they're not they're coming from somewhere else, right? They come here for a certain type of experience. So whatever mm-hmm. you p- put out there, whatever you portray, I think they just accept it as okay. Well, that's what it is, right? Same with if whatever club they're going to on their Fridays and Saturdays back home. Um, I, I don't really get hung up on it. I mean, I feel like um, people trip out on me anyway, whether it's a TSA agent or someone in a nightclub. You know, like, I'm an acquired taste. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> I think there was a venue in Florida that I went to, and then the opener was like, I was trying to get a drink, and the bartenders wouldn't help me. They were ignoring me. 
and the waitresses were ignoring me. And I went to the opener. I was like, yo, is it possible to get a drink? Because, like, uh, no one's, like, helping me. And he's like, oh, yeah, everyone's racist here. No, I, I listen, I've come It was up, in Florida. Yeah, well, I don't want to say what city. It's a red state. Yeah. <laughs> but he it was, like, how it was crazy. Parties, and he's right? like, I'll get you a drink. And then they would, and he got me drinks. And I thought it was a joke. Because I was like, yo, like, was he joking or was he just being, was he serious? I've come across racist stuff in the nightlife business going around the country. I'm just, I was talking specifically about the DJs. But yeah, of course, come across racist stuff within the nightlife business because it's a business and anybody can get into it. I think you and I both DJed that one spot in Florida. What? A little bit outside of maybe Fort Lauderdale, but I'm not sure. Like, it's a little bit out of, uh, but with that, the owner of that club that's not around anymore. And a dude used to be like hate. He used to hate when you played hip hop, I mean, and he'd be like, "Take like take this black shit off." He'd be like that. Um, I mean, I've come across this a few times. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yo, that, I've, I've, I've always had, I've always taken issue with that when like a club owner's like, "Man, you know, don't play this rap shit because we don't want black people in here." And I'm like, I mean, that's the fucking job of the door guy. If you don't want black people in your club, then be be do deal with that at the front. But like, why not? Who gives a fuck, right? Like, rap music doesn't. They don't just like grow out of the floor when you start playing rap music. <laughs> 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 like you play a rap song, it's like where did all these where they come from? Where did all these fucking black people come from? It's <laughs> like, you know they're not saying black. They're saying where does end come? From? You can they you can say you can say it. <laughs> if anyone can say it, you can say it. No, let me uh, let me ask you a question. Black people just coming out the pipes. No, but I've, I've, I've always I've always like like don't worry don't worry don't worry I'm gonna play I'm gonna play enough other shit. That 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 that. Well, how can you down. contend with the fact that the top songs in the country are rap songs? I mean, like they say, don't play rap music. It's here. Hold my fucking beer and watch me play a, a, a Foo Fighters song. Of course, I can go <laughs> go on my without. I'm just saying it's it's strange <laughs> to put that kind of constraint on the DJ when the most popular music in the country and possibly around the world is it's, rap yeah, music. Right, yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. But this, th- let me. Uh, I've always wanted to c- uh, clarify this story, and it, and it's in the same vein. Yeah. Okay, so when we used to play at, I won't say the name of the club, in San you Jose. Say, we could bleep it. Yeah. Eh, I wanna hear there used to be a club in San Jose that was like, it would get pretty uh, rowdy in there. And um, oh, so I when, I would, when I would, when I'd be done with my set, they'd, they would have a guy walk me to the car, like yeah, yeah. 10 feet to the, like, from the door to the car because it would get so wild outside. But I, I feel like there was a time when you got arrested outside the club. I did, yeah. They thought you were a gang member. And you're like, no, I just finished DJing. Yeah. <laughs> No, I know what that that club. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I but, mean, I, like, but I feel like the the guys that worked at the club were gang related. Um that I don't know because the cops would always be there. First of all, that that was like the no hyphy club. Right, that was the thing. Don't play any hyphy music. <laughs> hyphy Which is dumb in the what Bay is area. This shit? Yeah, yeah no, because like, you, you, What does that come from though? No, I'll tell you right now. Yeah. You could play You'd be in a, like a, a Bay Area club and start playing hyphy, and if you just watch the dance floor, it, it starts rubs. to look like a, a whirlpool suddenly. Yeah, like, it's it just fucking look, amazing. Yeah, it, it, like it, a, it starts to switch up, and you're like, yo, it's it's about to pop off. It's going to go. And it starts in one little area, and then it like infiltrates the rest of the dance floor, and it gets it gets crazy, and that's like why they don't want it. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, but... Maybe not so much anymore. I'm talking about early but 2000s. Did it, but did, did, did that evolve yeah. into like fights? Oh yeah, yeah. It gets okay. rowdy. Like, it gets rowdy. Shake them dreads. Yeah, <laughs> like it's crazy. This is all prior to tell me when to go. I'm talking about like. But this is like when Dre. I, I'm from I, like I, this is when I was in New York. I moved to Vegas. Maybe I've been on the West Coast maybe four years or so. 
And then I was there. It's like everywhere I went was like no hyphen. When did fucking uh, all that Keek the Sneak? Oh five. Yeah. Oh five. Oh, four oh five. That's when I first started. Then it must DJing. have been soon. It must have been maybe like. But that goes, that goes right? back to that goes back to don't play that because we don't want those people in here. It's like well fucking then deal with it at the at the. But this wasn't don't door. play that because those people are in. We don't want them in here. Don't it was that. like don't play that because motherfuckers are gonna <laughs> we like, don't want to fight, fight the start off. Something jump off. The hyphen would come out. The woodwork and come out. I'm saying like I've never. Yeah, I've Frank never experienced crazy. that. Like in New York, there wasn't like, you know, if you play Onyx, motherfuckers were just gonna start whipping. I guns mean, out I've seen people get out. pretty loose when you play Annie Up. Annie Up is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I've seen people a, get yeah. pretty fucking wild. But there isn't a sign that says like, "Don't play Annie Up." Don't no MOP in the club. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was, no, it was a weird thing where everyone was like, "No hyphy, no hyphy," and I'm like. But I mean, maybe some of that had to do with just like word of mouth, you know what I mean? When people started to get scared of like a caravan coming, you know what I mean? <laughs> caravan, so, like, good job, bro. It, like it would spread. Like, yeah, man, you don't want it. They play hyphy in there, yeah. They they, they hyphy in there. I'm just saying, like maybe the club owners want before anything did happen, they were like, oh, I've been hearing about this hyphy. <laughs> I've been hearing about this hyphy like movement. It's like a malaria. <laughs> I heard about this disease. Well, going I mean, when around. Get Rich or Die Trying came out, it was kind of on the same thing, right? Like certain songs that would like kind of like spark off shit. Like, yeah, I guess there gangsta. was a co- there were no. a couple. There were a couple. That we song all heat, of that shit. In that LA, song like, was crazy. When What Up Gangsta come on and the gang started throwing up signs. Yeah. Oh, like, oh that was that was, shit, that was some like, shit in see, LA. That was some LA yeah. shit. We for didn't sure, experience yeah. that in New York. Yeah, yeah. Y'all had that shit. Yeah, that was some LA shit. You should play BPT in LA. When it first came out, the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, all the like <laughs> a lot of clubs, a lot of clubs. YG isn't even allowed yeah, in. Don't play. But YG. then you hit them with "We're all in the same gang" and it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one you can't mix out of. It's like eight minutes. <laughs> Wait, but I want to know about this. So, like with Hyphy, I know this is like don't play this, but like, what was the stigma with Hyphy? It's just that people would mosh. It was, it was a just, mosh pit. It was a, it was an yeah. energy, high energy songs that just made you lose fucking. Like yeah. it was but just, why would people fight? I mean, they're dancing. It gets rowdy. The same it's shit. like a hip hop mosh pit. Yo, you're you gonna get hap- kicked. You know what happens if you step on my J's? Yeah. Okay, you can yeah. get fucked up. I never <laughs> understood why. I never understood it. Maybe there was not a uh, New York scene like that. No, maybe I've never seen it erupt. Because if I ever saw it erupt, I'd be like, yo, I'm going st- to stay away from this hyphy <laughs> shit. You know what crazy. I mean? But I've never seen like I've, I've never seen it get to that point where I was Have like. Have you played those records? I did play those records and nothing happened. Prob- People just probably, danced. Probably because you're in what, in, you're in what in, club, though? You're in, you're huh? in what club? Is that, that club. Oh, that club we're talking about? Yeah, I was well, at no that Well, no wonder you got arrested. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that inciting fucking, a riot, this That guy fucking yellow there. guy was playing that hyphy music. <laughs> no, but you remember the, the owner of that club? I do. Yeah, yeah. He's so there was, wait, there was, the, there was a head of security and there was the owner. Yeah. And the owner would be like, stay off a of hyphy. And then yes. at some point, he'd be like, all right, let, you know, hit him with the hyphy. Mm-hmm. And then I hit him with the hyphy and it would, it would pop. And they would literally be staring at me the whole night. Like waiting, waiting for, for shit, for more sure. yeah. And then when I played it, they would just wild the fuck out. But there was nothing that would pop off, and I always wondered, like, what the fuck well, is okay, so you bad have to about like this? A, you, you have to go on YouTube and, I and didn't type see this in whirlwind, the swirl that no, started. No, it's crazy. Bro. On YouTube, you can <laughs> like, type in like San Jose nightclub fight, and it's like literally a ten minute clip. It was, that's what it was called. Okay, yeah, I was trying to. I know what it's called. I was <laughs> yeah. not. I was not calling the name out. But they're closed. On they're closed. They're closed. Either way, they're closed. That was a bleep. I actually played there. You did, right? Yeah. It wasn't that bad when you played nah, it. it wasn't. Well, it well, depends. Actually, what era did you guys play? Like, this is like when? I played there like 2009 or 10. Mm. I played earlier. Like, I did opening weekend with, with, with Fashion, maybe. 
Was this like 05, 06? I don't even, I, it's all a blur to me. Yeah. The world. It's all a blur. It well, that's how we met as is. He was the opener, remember? He was the resident. God, that guy is the best. He's the best. God, I fucking love that guy. I miss that dude. His fucking business card, his business card was a pair of underwear that just said as is on it. <laughs> how fucking fresh is that? Yeah, it's just a fucking <laughs> pair of underwear. Tidy whiteies, not even boxers. <laughs> fucking tidy whiteies. It was it was crazy though. I remember getting like I would get picked up from the hotel, right? Actually, I would stay with my sisters, so they would uh-huh. pick me up in, in San Jose, and then they would take me there. It would be this, this black ass suburban. The head of security would pick me up. He, and then right before I got out of the fucking car. They'd have like eight security dudes surround the SUV mm-hmm. and escort you into the club. And outside would be like crazy, right? Mayhem. Yeah, because they knew a rough ride was coming. And then the, they would <laughs> literally <laughs> escort me to the DJ booth. Yes. Like four security guards, like on some like Roman s- soldier shit, you know, where like there's <laughs> one in the front, one in the back, two on sides. As you want. Yeah. <laughs> and they would just be pushing motherfuckers, and everyone would be looking like, yo, who the fuck is yeah, that Asian that, dude? That might be a little bit of theatrics, too, though. Huh? <laughs> that might be a little bit of theatrics. I wish I, wish I had a selfie cam with that because it was the Imagine most badass thing. shit I've but, ever yeah, seen like, in my life. But what are you saying, like, in the, as far as like the security, like, it's like a theatrical, like, yeah, like, yeah. like, he's like, here. like, like, Getting people hyped up, like yeah, here, here he is, here he is. Yeah, I, I was, I was yeah. Gita. the way. Yeah. I was definitely Gita. <laughs> but, yeah. but how did you get arrested? Is the question. Okay, so yeah, so like please. the the set's done, the so, lights are on, so the sec- booting everybody out. All right, so like, I get the escort to the fucking SUV. You get you actually made it to the car. Yes. Okay. Head of security starts driving, and we're talking, and I'm like, he's like, oh, you know, blah blah blah. All of a sudden, the lights come off, and he's like, man, these motherfuckers have been fucking with me all week. Mm-hmm. And they pull over the SUV, and I think they had, they might have had guns drawn. We had to do that whole thing where we had to like slowly go out mm-hmm. of the car. And they literally, I was sitting on the sidewalk, and they cuffed me. Mm-hmm. No, no, they didn't cuff me. They had me sitting on the sidewalk. They cuffed him. And then one of them was like, yo, you in a gang? I'm like, nah. Like, and I didn't know there was Asian gangs. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, there is. <laughs> in LA, there is. I didn't know there was Asian gangs. New York. <laughs> that's from New York. What you know, the fuck? The triads? <laughs> in New York. Well, I don't like. I don't the know. The Yakuza. Yeah. You never I mean, seen the movie You're the Dragon? Yeah, the that's like some Chinatown. Like I don't know. They'll okay. chop these two fingers and then yeah. I don't know, man. You they serious? were just like you in the gangs, and I was like laughing, and they were like, they just thought I wasn't taking it seriously, so they were like, take off your shirt. And I was like, what? And they're like, we want to see your tattoos. Take off your shirt. And I'm like, officer, I have no tattoos. We don't believe you. Take off your fucking shirt. Cold, NSF. And then, no, because we were literally like, if you pulled out of the club, like before you got on the freeway, you had to like drive by where we were at. So everyone leaving the club was watching this going down. So (laughs) I had, so there's like all of these, everyone's like driving in five miles an hour, seeing what's going on. And I'm sitting on the and I'm sitting there with like my shirt off, and sitting on the on the sidewalk. And they end up like cuffing me, so I'm there cuffed, sitting on the sidewalk. No shirt. No shirt. And motherfuckers are just passing by, looking at me like, "Yo, that's the DJ." What'd your body look oh. like though? Huh? No pause. What'd your body look like? No I wasn't pause. as in bad shape as I am now, but okay. I mean, it was. It, I was pale as fuck, man. I mean, I, I was probably like, you know, <laughs> were you cold? Because it gets cold up there. I think it was like drizzling too. Oh fuck. But then the yeah. worst shit was they were going through my bag. They're like, you got any weapons in your bag? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm a DJ. And they're like, where are you DJ at? I'm like, we're at the fucking club you just pulled us over at. And then 
I think I had mixed CDs. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you are a DJ. And they're like, can we take these CDs? <laughs> 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 so they just started taking my CDs and they're looking through shit. And they're like, oh, these are your needles and shit? And they're like, oh, they're going through it. Oh, here's a business card? Yeah, I might call you. Like, I might need you. And I'm just like sitting there like. <laughs> so they ended up becoming fans. No, nah, I mean, they were just nah, they were kind of fascinated. I think, I think it was some shit where the head of security or the club was not paying them off. Yeah, it could be that. I feel like they were supposed to get paid off. So they weren't greasing their palms. No, nah, no. Nah. So it was just like a reminder like, yo. But did true. they think they were going to get it from you? I don't know. <laughs> like you were the one who was going to deliver the money? Yeah. They got that fire mixtape. <laughs> it was definitely one of those things where, fuck, man. Yes, that definitely every time I thought of that club. Free, free yeah. crooked. I was, yeah, I wasn't surprised. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I wasn't fucking surprised when I saw like the YouTube videos of the fights and shit. In we played, spot. we played up there once together. I did. At, uh, that, that's that's, what, that's when I met as is. <laughs> I think we played there together. Really? Yeah, I played there a few times. Yeah, only it's only a blur. Went, yeah, only it's all one blur. Time. It was that's fun though. Was cracking. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, it was yeah. a fun club. It was um, fun. They would they would make you play house. Yeah, because EDM was obviously like growing and shit. Yeah, but they were like forcing you to do that shit, and not play hip hop or or hyphy shit. And then the second you play anything remotely related to Cali hip hop, mm-hmm. they would like they would wild the fuck out. They're probably so yeah, fucking yeah. exhausted waiting all night, like trying to figure out what the yeah. fuck is going on. By the time it came on, they were just like two stepping, like oh finally, yeah. fuck. <laughs> it was fun though. You you remember that? You never yeah. did that, never. No. Nah. I think I might have played there twice. It was Sounds dope. like fun. The I last time I played, I think the Raiders and uh, 49ers had just played a game like that, against each other that same day. Oh, oh shit. That's how they were incredible. all they were all at that night. Oh yeah. It was yeah. crazy. Jamie, yeah. had you not started DJing 13 minutes ago, maybe you would have played at what? I was uh the first time I started DJing was at in the Bay Area. I was 15. Bro. 15, 16. I thought there was a whole episode about his first fucking DJ gig being this year. No. In Vegas it was, but uh, I, I DJ okay, okay, okay. when uh, Tell Me When It Go was hot. That's when I first, that was, I started right around that time. Okay. And you consider that a DJ gig? Uh, yeah. Was At it a 15? club? No, it was a house party. I, I, my house party, legendary. Well, my went. first gig was a house party too. Yeah, they were yeah, fun. I, and then I, I did a bunch of them in college. Uh, yeah, I did a lot of frat parties and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. No, but no, my first gig was not this year. <laughs> I think, I, was, it, I think his first gig was this year. No, I'm, yeah. that's what I'm going to tell people. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jamie the Great. Yeah, he started DJing this year. <laughs> 2018. Yeah. 2018. What do you mean? Started 06, though. But yeah. Uh, I, that's not. I mean, as much as you want to say that you think that the house party shit is like a resume thing, it's not. I mean, when was your first residency? Uh, what was your first DJ, first nightclub gig, and what was your first residency? Residency was at uh, Lock and Key in, in LA, 2013, Is that where? 13, 14. That's when you started DJing. Okay. What club? Lock and Key. Lock, I never. And what was your first mm-hmm. nightclub gig? Uh, Belasco. Downtown? Yes. Place is tight. Maybe that's your first DJ. 2013, 12, 4, something that, like that? That's, your first, that, that's when you started DJing. Okay. Yeah, don't bring up the house parties anymore. Yeah. Although the house parties were tight, I remember. Yeah, no, and the college shit, shit and USC. Uh, I don't want to hear that shit. And the row, woo! I that's, did, that, I did some row parties. That's like the a, row is the shit. Talk about fucking white women. That's yeah, the, that's that. Listen, <laughs> house parties, go fuck yourself. I'm not talking about house parties. Like it's because you didn't have house parties. No, I've had house parties. Like it, it, it's just like it's like you're learning your shit, 
even college is like you're learning your shit you're getting laid for yeah, the first for time sure, and shit sure. like that but for they're sure. fun but like sure. no that's not like when I ask you your resume or like have you done clubs and you bring up house parties it no, just sounds like you can't reaching. put a house party on a resume yeah it sounds like you're reaching too it unless, it, like unless it was Brad Pitt's shit. house party unless it was Tobin's house Kavanaugh or Tobin's house DJing at <laughs> Tobin's house I know USC parties were fucking lit I almost got shot once oh shit that shit's crazy Let's hear it. Let's hear it. When you got shot. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Cause well, actually, why bring it up? I, 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 one of the spots that I was doing, my first residencies got shot up. Oh, damn. Yeah. It was, it was, In LA? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And I, it, the, 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 DJ, the club didn't have a monitor, so I was DJing with my headphones on, and I didn't hear what's popping off. And I was like in the middle of a mix, and this dude, Neil, he used to work for So So Deaf and push, uh, <coughs> was pushing records for everyone. He like grabs me and throws me on the floor, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "They're shooting." I was like, "Oh fuck!" So to this day, anytime I see him, I'm like, "Yo, remember when you saved my life?" He's like, "Yup." <laughs> That's crazy. They were shooting in the club. They were outside shooting into the club. Damn. They were like out front shooting into the club. That's yes. definitely like some LA shit, man. Yeah. Well, I'll just like shoot up. Well, shit. USC is. Right in the hood. Yeah, USC is so in it's the hood. Right in yeah. the hood, and that's where. Yeah. yeah it's so just, how did you almost get shot? Uh, so there was you stole someone's. <laughs> no, they were just they were acting. <laughs> they, were, they were requesting a song, and I played a song, and then they were like, "Yo, you never played my song." I said, "No, I played it. You were even dancing to it." But he was so fucked up, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah," and he claimed his hood. I said, "All right, cool," and then security threw him out, and then like, "Yo, we're gonna catch you outside," and I was like, "All right, bet." But then they left. They got put, like. I scored out. But then once. when what part? Hey, what did, is that? Did, did they, they shoot you? What part? I mean, where, 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 what part was no, there? A they, gun they, and a bullet and a bullet going well, through a gun. <laughs> no, but they they like you almost got shot because they're like, "Yo, watch me catch you outside," and I'm sure they had guns. That's not, not that's just that's not, not almost getting you. shot. Okay, <laughs> that's fake tough guys being fake tough. <laughs> you almost get shot in the hood. I don't know. Yeah, I'm questioning this house party shit right now, man. <laughs> 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 that's not almost getting shot. Did you see a gun? At any point? Well, not no really. Pause. No, pause, no pause. No pause. No pause. No pause. No, I didn't see no gun, but trust me. In it LA, was a bulge. It was a bulge. <laughs> yeah, and in LA, you don't play when they, you know, I don't know. No, I feel you. I feel and you. And LA is different. There I mean, was, there, when I was doing those parties, the, the, it was the, the era of they roll up with the record, like, yo, play my record. And they thought they could punk me on some, like, yo, you need to play this record. And, like, would stand over me, like, play it next. And I would always give them the same thing. Like, yo, let me listen to the record, not in the nightclub. If it's tight, I'll play it. That was always my response. Unless it was like, yo, there's a new Jay-Z player. Like, okay, obviously. Um, and they had to put security in the booth with me because dudes were trying to punk me out so hard. And they were worried that I was going to get fucked up because I would just be like, no. Like, I'm not playing your fucking record. Damn, like, I don't wow. care. But yet they were, they were definitely trying to punk me out. How did the gangs and shit in L.A.? Because it affected the city so much. Did it affect the clubs at all? I was never that close to like gang related shit. Now I want to hear about these house parties with what USC you said yeah. because it was in the hood. Yeah, it, it's in the hood. It's legit. in the hood, legit. Bro. Yeah, everything around USC is fucking. Hood. So that's why you don't, you know. It's a little bit. You don't better. play it. It's a little bit better now, but like it's very easy for like some street dudes to to roll bro. up into a, into like a frat party, a frat party, and like just look up on everyone. Like the fuck are you gonna do and go in? Yeah. Oh, that would happen. Oh, for sure. You don't. Yeah, that's yeah. why you don't kind of yeah. like. You know you can probably get shot. There's a 50-50 chance you might get shot around there. Yeah, but Jamie, you acting like you wasn't scared. You was a little scared. Nah. You wasn't scared? Bro, I had a shotgun pulled on me before. 
so I'm not gonna be. Do scared. you want to tell us this story so we can hear about the invisible shotgun? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, you must have been a little scared because you described that you call that the story the almost got shot almost story. Got shot. Yeah, we got shot. That's well, I didn't almost got shot. <laughs> you almost story, got yo. fucked up. Okay, there's a, there was a endless possibilities of what could have happened there. Yeah, so could yeah. Um, I almost a, got stabbed story. Uh, the, the shot a, sounds a, better. A, a piano, I almost got hurt story. A, a piano almost fell from the sky and, <laughs> and dropped on my head. I'm just saying. You have to change the category that the story is in. I almost got, I don't know. I almost got hit by I a tank. Got, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's on a Tuesday and a Wednesday, the piano. Yo, these thug dudes came to the party. I almost got butt fucked, no pause. <laughs> <laughs> Should have played that song. Nah. Well, I did, but he wanted it again. I was like, yo, you played it once. What was it? I don't like that shit. When, don't ask me for some shit, and then and I, when I play it, and then be like, oh, I was outside, or oh, yeah, oh I was in the bathroom. I've gotten, I've gotten that. It, wasn't my, it was a good song, but it was just <laughs> not the popping song. What song was it? Uh, it Light was, a Shade of Brown? No, 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 no. And then I actually know the artist, too. Baby uh, Bash? J305, Use a Flip. I don't oh, even I remember what that song. That? I don't, I don't know, know what that is. It's a very hood LA record. Use a Flip. We know you. Yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's came out like 2011. I don't know that one. I, don't know I played I played it, and then he was like, "Yo, play it again." I was like, "No, I have it in my Serato." And then like yeah. people stopped dancing. That's why I got pissed. I think because I played it, no one like gave a fuck about it. So that's why. <laughs> you were talking about Mexican rappers. What about remember Lean Like a Cholo? Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Wow. Dun, that, was dun, a, dun, yeah. that was a low moment. What, what was, was that guy's name? Oh, seven. I don't know the name of the what artist. What was his name? <laughs> I f- don't know. And there was another one called that, by Lil Rob that came out like oh yeah, summertime. Lean like a cholo is a really bad song. But that is the uh, Latin or Mexican version of like Psy, uh gang. No, that's style. that's Laffy Taffy. Asians. That's that's the, the Latin Laffy Taffy. No, Laffy Taffy is no, a great song. Laffy Taffy is a bad song. It just goes that's off. The, that's no, the white tea of, me- of Latin music. No, I the feel like tea? I feel like Lean Like a Cholo is like Asians uh, uh, Gangnam style. Yo, Lil Rob is still torn off huh? that record. Lil Rob is the one who did Summer Nights. Yeah, he whatever, still hits right? like the Lowrider OD shows and like I'm all sure. the, like he he's still torn. Touring? Touring. I, I think you said touring. I'll be honest. I no. put it on YouTube on occasion. <laughs> what, Lean Like a Cholo? No, uh, Summer, Summer Nights. Lil Rob. I don't even know that shit. I don't even know that one either. Right? Lean Like a Cholo. Like, the the hit up uh, Echo to get Oh, that's MP3s. right. His name was Down. <laughs> down, <laughs> a.k.a. Kilo. <laughs> Kilo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry. No. Wait, how did you feel about that song? It was whatever. Well, were, was you, dance, were you was dancing there? to that shit? It was fun. Like, it was a fun it was record, a, it but was it hard wasn't to mix like, in. You were not, like, happy. Like, you were like, oh, my, this is the shit. No, it was just the fun It wasn't, song. like, a pride moment? Like, Wait, no. yeah. I'm trying to think. Because it was around the YT era and the ones yeah, but we were, mentioned before. I'm trying to think. Were, were, like, Latin people requesting that song? I'm sure. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Sure. Oh, yeah. The A's yeah. were coming. That was, like, the Mexicans, Oye Mi Canto? I don't know. That's <laughs> a horrible fucking. I, I feel like I feel like anything that has that's like remotely even adjacent to to Latin culture doesn't matter. Like Latin people are just gonna attach to it. Period. Yeah. Like it doesn't even matter. Yeah, lean like a cholo like, had a run, huh? <laughs> no, it's true. Like in my experience, no, but like, it's, true. it's true. Like Latin people roll up and be like, "Can you play Latin music?" They don't give a fuck what it is. Yeah, they don't care what I the fuck. It. I definitely like, it's definitely not lean like a cholo. Be a no, but like, but but they, but they'll they'll get hype on that. They'll be like, "Oh, okay, yeah. Latin culture, like let's go." You think so? I think I they'll think fucking so. bum rush the booth. Like, well, <laughs> I, what, what, what do you? What well, do you I mean, play if right you're talking if you're talking about like some Miami mommies, no, they're not trying to hear that. They're trying to hear They're trying to hear something else. But LA is like, you play Latin music, they're just happy with it. Yeah. I'm trying to think if Lean Like a Cholo was popping in New York. 
Probably not. There was no Mexicans around yo, that time. Nah. All my New York DJs, when y'all hear this, just send me a DM or a text. I want to know if just y'all played that shit. Emoji uh, Mexican flag. Early in the night. Early in the night. <laughs> I actually played when he performed out here at a club, and he rode up with about 10, 15 like, bad Latin chicks. And he performed Lean Like a Cholo on it. Just Where did he perform at? It was at uh, Poetry. Remember at uh, Caesar's yeah, Palace? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sam. Yeah. Yeah. That song is that Proper old? Dose? Yeah. That was the fresh oh, Mexican Proper Dose was group, tight. Man. Proper yeah, Dose? Yeah. I don't know that. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, <laughs> Firme Haina by Proper Dose. That was a tight. <laughs> what did you just say? Firme Haina. Firme Haina. Firme Haina. Firme Haina. By Proper Dose. That's like another tight one. Firme Haina? Yeah. Firme means like... Like tight. Like tight. Like tight, yeah, yeah, like, like cool, like fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, a fine woman, Heine's woman, right? Heine's woman. Wait, wait, wait. What, what is it? The name of the song? Yeah, Firme Heine. But who's the artist? Proper dose. Proper dose. Oh, I thought the song was proper dose. No, no, no. I <laughs> definitely don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right now. <laughs> and the dose is D O S, like two. So like proper two. two, proper two, exactly. Oh wow. <laughs> Shout to, shout to you. I love it. <laughs> the captain's no Spanish, man. Don't sleep on him. No, do not sleep. Like, like just side note, uh, he, uh, Stone Rock put up a, a, a story, and I guess the, me- the, the contractor was Mexican, and he was on the phone, and I was like, yo, you want me to translate? He goes, no, I got it. I know what he's saying. Oh, yeah, wow. you got to. Yeah. Come on, man. He knew his shit, so yeah. it was funny. Yeah. Okay, before we go into the next topic, fellas, let's, uh, we got to do the DJ City ad, but brought to you by the captains this week. This episode of The Road Podcast is sponsored by DJ City. DJ City is the leading supplier of new music for DJs around the world. Since 2001, they've provided working DJs with the latest club and radio songs, including exclusive intros, remixes, acapellas, and more. Any DJ can subscribe, and for less than a dollar a day, you can get all the tools needed to rock a party, club, mix show, and bar mitzvah. Check out djcity.com for more info. I actually wanted to have a discussion with you guys, and for the life of me, I can't remember, but it was about producers. Oh my God, I remember it now. Tell me. I, I remember know. it. Okay. I wanted, while you guys are here, because you guys are kind of um, uh, knowledgeable in music, uh, more than other DJs, uh, myself included. Um, I had a discussion with MoMA about what producers had the longest run of hits. And we were, we were like, uh, it was between Timberland and Pharrell. And we were discussing who had the longer run. Pharrell or Neptunes? That's a good question. Because we we kind of put it together a little bit, but yeah. I mean we could separate it from Neptune's. I, I think by default you have to go Timberland because Timberland kind of he was Aaliyah. He did Missy Aaliyah, he, but he kind of put them on too, right? Like the whole Virginia shit. Mm, but no, I know no, they, no, no, because Devonte Swain from Jodeci kind of no 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 put no, that no. whole Virginia. What, uh, what's his name? Put them on. He he put Teddy them Riley. on. Teddy, Teddy Riley put everybody on because yeah. they, oh, they, yeah. they, yeah, yeah. they worked. They worked on Rum Shaker, but like they didn't really do shit until. After Timberland. Because I'm bringing this up because I, I saw what? Teddy Riley was on uh, some radio show, I think. And he was well, talking about some shit. Th- he was there because he did a lot of the early Khalees stuff. Noriega. 
right? Like for Neptunes, Neptunes, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. But Neptunes I'm saying, did. Someone just Pharrell. But no, nah, Neptunes did like those early. Timbaland and Pharrell were helping Teddy Riley too. Are, are those the only two choices? Can we? I don't, wait, Timbaland I, I was helping Teddy Riley. I, yeah, I, I don't definitely know. Pharrell I don't was. Oh, also. I no, say, no, no, no. It was um like I said, Devontae Swain from Jodeci was working with put, Teddy Riley. No, he put he wasn't working with Teddy Riley. He's working with Abby Shore. For some reason, in this interview with Teddy Riley, he was bringing up Pharrell and how they were he working. Was, in was, no, Pharrell, they did Rump Shaker. Yeah, they worked yeah, on yeah, Rump he, Shaker. He, they wrote yeah, it. Yeah, I think. yeah, they voted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Pharrell. But I'm saying Timberland started off with um Devontae Swain. Oh, okay, Devontae okay, Swain okay, started okay. off with Abby Shore. And this is okay, okay, he kind of okay. put Jodeci on. All right, all right. It wasn't Timbaland, but you gotta yeah. put Dr. Dre in this, right? And we're, and we're just talking about hip hop producers, right? I don't think Dr. Dre has. A I long don't think run. Dr. Dre. I have one yeah, I, I, like I a sleeper. Put Dre in there. No, I have no, Swiss uh, beats. Longest longest run, run of hits. Yeah, I wouldn't put Dre. In. Yeah, what I have Jermaine Swiss beats Dupree? before I have Dr. Huh? Dre. Jermaine's got yeah, lots of. I think I think JD. JD does have. I think JD. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's a good one. I think JD. He started he's been a little crying. Crisscross. He started with Crisscross. And right? what about Lil John? He actually I mean, he Lil actually John's started. He too. actually started with a, a band called uh, Two Girls or Three Girls called Sweet Sensations. Uh-huh. And I played the record one night. He was out, and I had the record, and I played it. And I was like looking at him, like trying to get. It was the first record he ever produced, and I'm like trying to see, like, yeah, like is this the guy reaction. gonna react? Like, oh, is, no. is this guy even checking that I'm playing this right now? Uh-huh. And he comes up and he goes, "Yo, what is this?" I go. Are you for real? <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, I like this is the first song you ever produced. He's like, oh yeah, that's right. Wow, like, yo. He, I'm not like he's been quiet for the past like half of a decade, but he's out. Come there. on, he's man. Been, he's he's running been running TV. We, 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 I, I, I was at dinner with him once, and we were talking about what, who uh, who has the most hits, <laughs> and I said Jay Z, mm-hmm. and then he said to me, how many hits? How many number one hits Jay Z has? And I was like, I don't know, but I'm just talking about in the club. Like at the time, Jay Z trumps everyone. He goes, Jay Z has one number one hit, Empire State of Mind, mm-hmm. yeah. which is way late. And I was like, and he was like real tight about it, JD. And I was like, man, why is this guy like harping me over there? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. So then I went to go look at how many number one hits Jermaine Crazy Dupri has, dog. like 55. Yeah. Just think about the Usher shit and the Mariah Carey Mariah shit Carey, alone. Done. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, cr- I'm a big Jermaine Dupri And then the greatest fan. song he ever did with Keith Sweat, Gotta Get You Home. It's the best song he ever did. No, Gotta he, Get You Home, got, uh, whatever, the one with Keith Sweat, that's the best song he's ever done. I mean, he's the only one of those, all these people that are in the Writers Hall of Fame, right? Songwriters Hall I of Fame? I think so. Yeah. 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 I think he just got inducted. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he, was, he was saying on the interview, the criteria was you have to be doing it for at least 20 years. Yeah. I think about Jagged Edge, Bow Wow. Yeah. Right? No, he actually. I mean, Chris yeah. Cross, the, the Brat. Brat. The Brat. Yeah. Obviously, like you say, Jagged Edge, Escape, Escape. Uh, Donnell Jones, yeah, he, Usher. he's put in fucking work. And then the outside wait, shit. Wait, wait, like wait. Let's, let's put the years in this because that's that's what me and uh, Momo were doing. We were counting the years of hits. I mean, mm-hmm. crisscross jump ninety one. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. ninety one. And let's say, let's just say JD hasn't done shit in the last the eight, Brad, eight all years. of that shit. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Well, let's 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 go through the timeline, mm-hmm. uh, basically of the '90s as we move towards Fuck. the late '90s. Okay. Then he had. Uh, Are you going through his list right now? You said the Brad. Shit, yeah. the, Drew, the Drew Hill in my bed remix, Drew, yeah. and then Drew he Hill. started moving towards Mariah Carey. Mariah remix. Carey, Usher. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it was we had that, he had life that album life in 1972 yeah. yeah. had, had hits on that? it yeah. that was in 99 98 99 and yeah. then he had the, 98. okay and 98. even in the early he had the social death Based with the ghost DJs, DJs kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. DJs. yeah ghost town DJs yeah. come on 
Nah, yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. And then he had the revival of Mariah's Car- Mariah, Mariah's Emancipation Car- Mariah Mariah Carey. Yeah. That was 2005. Which was right after her, what, what was that movie she did, Glow? Glitter. Glitter, Glitter, Glitter yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which she, and she had an album that flopped. And right then before. she came back with. Well, she sampled. It. She sampled old, sampled old boy by Cameron. Yeah. On an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to shake it off. That whole shake it off yeah. era. Yeah. The emancipation we of together. Together. That, that, yeah. that was that. We, we what year was that? 2000, 2005. What are we sleeping on? Because I know there's a big gap. No, that was like two thousand three or four. You have the bow wow shit that everyone sleeps What's on. What's in the late nineties? Late nineties. Uh, it's got to be jagged edge. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. The, yeah. Brat, the brat was still doing music late nineties. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was with Anthony Hamilton as well. Yeah, she had a couple hits in the early What you 2000s. like? She had the with one Tyrese. With, uh, with Tyrese, Tyrese yeah. and the other one too. Um, yeah, bro. Like this is like it doesn't end. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't end with Jermaine. And Dupree. then he had like like those 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 groups like. Oh, I think they like uh, me black? and uh, white tees. Whatever. Do, oh yeah, yeah. Those, those, were boys. those were all yeah. that's a social death as well, right? Jaquan Tipsy. Oh, yeah. we forgot about Ludacris. Luda. Welcome to Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I got to get you. That was that Monica. One? Yeah, that's, yeah. Monica, Tyrese, oh. Bone Crusher. It doesn't when end. He, that's when he was. Murphy Lee. It doesn't end. <laughs> Janet was in the video of that. I it think doesn't doesn't get you. I think there's a gap between 2005 and 15. Where he wasn't really doing anything. So he had yeah. a good 15 year run. No, he, he was still yeah. working in 2008. Well, no, he was Ryan Carey's last album. There was he had He's a around DJing. No, no, yeah. no. But I'm talking yeah. hits, like, like hits, producing hits. <gasps> it, it kind of it kind of ended around 2005. 2009 but you, was his. But like, you also can't. That's you, but it was you, 2009. But the, but all the work that he's done, his body of work is so impactful. Like oh, definitely, yeah. you can't you can't yeah. front on that. I don't think Timberland has records like no that. no but i just want to count the years like okay. i literally want to get into oh, okay, specifics okay. of years because yeah. i wanted to count i was trying to count the neptunes and they started to fizzle out around nine uh 2007 or something and they started the wrong way like we were, we were saying like uh the neptunes last hit was uh fuck i forget uh front front 2003 and i was like no nah, that, that was 2003 yeah that was, yeah that was, so i was yeah. like yo it couldn't be in like I said, nah, they had more hits, and we were looking, and we're like, nah, that was. Well, it. even if you put Pharrell and the Neptunes together, they can't. So match the Neptunes to the had shit. a good. What? Well, when did like Lap Six Dance come out? Wait, wait, I want to settle this. I want to settle this. When did she settle this? Come out. Which one? Two thousand four. She wants to move. Yeah, yeah, oh, like four. That. But that wasn't that. That wasn't that big. Yeah, that Pause. was like okay. Pause. Uh, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Keep missing. <laughs> Not and then he did the when did, when did they come out with yeah a, see like all the girls standing in the line for the that was, that was like later on that, that was like yeah that, that was when, that's when when was uh, Kanye when, was on that when shit. that electro shit was popping yeah, yeah. nah but yeah. JD JD may be the yeah. one I didn't know JD produced some songs and the Janet Jackson American shit. Gangster Jay Z which one yeah. he did uh, Success and Falling damn sounds like those weren't hits though Success is really good though it's looking like. 2006 was the last year. It was, oh, I think they like me. So, like, 91 to 2006? Yeah, that's a good... That's a good run. 15-year like run, yeah. Solid, he, he did a solid body of work. He did Lean With It, Rock With It, too, right? And remember the Janet Jackson So Excited? Yeah. The chicken, chicken, yeah. That, uh, he did the he yeah. did Bone Crusher, all that South shit. Neptunes was, like, what? From 97? 97, that early? Yeah, but Norm Yeager. Was Super Thug. Super was Thug, Super Thug yeah. 97? It was 97, 98. I didn't, I didn't even know it was that early. I mean, they got... Damn, that track list is going to 91. Fuck. Yeah, but is it like... Rex, 92, Rex and Effects, Rum Shaker. But that's for real. But, and they only wrote it. And then they did Total. 
they first did. album. I they didn't did even track. look. Boys didn't. Meets Boy Beats Girl. They did. Uh, I didn't even know they did the SWV Right Here remix. Yeah, they did do that. But Teddy Riley did that. Well, yeah. I think yeah, you gotta like you gotta, gotta give them production. You credit. gotta do it on when like the Neptunes started. Damn, they did. SWV. What was that first Khalees album? The Kaleidoscope. Was that ninety seven, ninety eight? No. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> that had to be like two thousand. <laughs> nah, I think yeah. it was a little bit before. Uh, nah, yeah. Right. So wait, wait. I think their first production credits are ninety seven. The Neptunes with the Mace album. Looking at me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. right. That song is dope. Yeah. And then, yeah, Teddy Riley got credit for The City Is Mine with Jay-Z. Oh. Yeah. Me, me, me. 1998. Yeah, Take It to the Head. No, but t- 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 that's, that's, isn't that a, uh, isn't that a, a, black, a Blackstreet song? Teddy Riley. That's Teddy Black Riley. Street. Yeah, I know, but that's why he's getting he's getting the credit. You belong to the city. Yeah, is it? No, they, that's they a, did the hook. No, it's Black Oh no, they they sang on it. They sang yeah, the hook. They sang yeah, the hook. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. yeah. I was gonna say that's a Phil Collins song, right? That's a you Glenn Fry song. Not Glenn Fry. It's Glenn Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry. Yeah. Yeah. JD. Well, goddamn, Glenn Fry. I wasn't aware of the Neptunes like as an entity until Mystical and. Oh, oh shake your ass. Shake your ass. Shake your ass. That's when they really Danger. Danger. Yeah. Those yeah. records were so good. Yeah. Yeah. Super Thug hit hit like New York so of fucking course. hard. Were you talking about the Neptunes, yeah. though, is what I'm saying? Yeah, like, the, yeah that's the Neptunes. And then when you, no, 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 I know, but I'm saying we were, like, always were, you, like, were you mentioning like, yo, it's the yeah, Neptunes Yeah, because track. we were like, who's mm-hmm. singing uh, in the bridge of the Super Thug? Remember, he's like, you're a superstar. We were like, that's not Nori. Who the fuck is that? And then we're like, that beat was just so epic. Yeah. In New York at the time, we were like, "Yo, the Neptune." Then I think, that's when we started I think, watching. I think, it, I think yeah. it was. I think yeah. it was the mystical shit that like put them on big. Yeah, that was definitely. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I, I think that was it. Yeah, when they, you really started yeah, paying attention, they to what, came through uh, one of our barbecues, and I was like, "Cause I dumped that record. They we had service on that Shake That Ass, and I listened to it, and I was like, dump And I had to go buy it eight <laughs> months later. Eight months later, because I'm like, this is not gonna be a hit, right? That's crazy. Do my best friend give me that for my birthday one year. For some reason, I, when I got that promo, I, I used to play that shit before it blew up. I was like, for some reason, I like knew that song was gonna be. I was the opposite. I dumped really? it and then had to go buy it. I was <laughs> oh, like, yeah, man. no. Super Doug, Super Doug was until '98, so their first yeah. credit actually okay. goes to that Mace album. So they had five year. Wait, like wait, wait! Five, I want to see where was the last hit though. Front might be it. You might be right on that. Like maybe like was. maybe like Milkshake. No, I'm um, Justin Timberlake. That was that was the second, the first, oh, the first like Justin Timberlake album. Like I love you. album. Yeah. Oh like yeah, I the Justified you. record. Yeah. yeah. All those hits. Yep. Yeah, Senorita. Yeah. Oh. But like even album cuts. Yeah. Damn. Oh, you're right. So wait, two thousand one was like, damn man. Did they produce Rock Your Body by Justin Timberlake? That was like they, they the Britney that. Spears. That was supposed to be for Michael Jackson. The Britney Spears. What was supposed to be for Michael Jackson? That whole Britney Spears album, right? They did a lot of that stuff. Which one? The Justin. Yeah, that was just, supposed to be for Michael Jackson. Yeah, a lot of those songs were. He turned actually, it down. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Well, because um, you end up doing that whole album with uh, Dark Child. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is a mistake. Ronnie Jenkins. <laughs> Dark Child. <laughs> but no, so like that, Britney Spears. What he did? Uh, he did Slave. Um, boys. Yeah, boys. Boys. Yeah. yeah. The Neptunes did so much shit. God damn. And like a oh, small they did. It, he, they did In Sync, Girlfriend. Yep. That yeah, was yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That was a banger song. Yo. I will give it to you though. Jermaine Dupri has had a long run. Yeah, but well, they're, they're Nelly out here. 
The Neptunes were like producing like oh, yeah. albums, yo. Yeah, but uh, but like you said, when, you when, said hits. When you play, when you play, when you play Jermaine Dupri. Yeah, you're right though. Yeah. When you play Jermaine Dupri songs and then you play Nelly songs, like which one's gonna get? Like you could still play Jagged Edge, Let's Get Married, and people yeah, was, get fucking hype. Just yeah, drop yeah, it no, from the right. one. He creates like even where the party at. Drop it from the one. I love that song. Or even um. His record with Jay Jay Z, um, money, money, and fame. Yeah, you yeah. dropped that like yeah. on, that song was so good it was on two albums. Come on, yeah, it was on two albums. <laughs> okay, so we, are we just talking about hip hop? Oh wait, so the, we're going to we're going to two thousand four. Yeah, I, th- I think we're only doing that. I think it's only hip hop. It's going to two thousand four right now. Hold I don't on. know JD up there. Yeah, that was a good call, Graham. Yeah, I was like Swiss Beats. You yeah, Holla Holla Back Girl was two thousand four. I don't really like Swiss Swiss mm-hmm. like. He like will hit you really hard with one or two, and, and then, then like he okay. disappear. Yeah, then he's like in France. And then he'll come back. Then they yeah, like six years, and then hit you with another he couple. Had, he had a lot of good hits with DMX though, so that's why I'm like, Ugh. and, and with he, Eve, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All that, that Eve that record, whole pocket, the, the whole yeah. rough ride. That shit was nasty. That's why it's kind of like I don't know. He, he has. I don't think no one could read. No, but he's not on. He's not on JD level. No, JD level is up there. Yeah, yeah see, like, good shit, Graham. Sorry to interrupt you guys. Two thousand five is, I think, when the Neptune sound started getting played out. When you had like "Flap Your Wings," Nelly. I love that song. Uh-huh. So tight. <laughs> Flap your that wings like an eagle, tight. girl. I didn't even know they did that. Yeah, it's yeah. A good flap one. your wings. It sounds like Castlevania. It sounds like a <laughs> Nintendo song. Goes. <laughs> and then, did he do? Did they do "Tambourine" by Eve? No, that's Swiss. No, that's Swiss. That's Swiss. Right. But remember, he had they had two LL Cool J songs that were like kind of like headsprung, oh, random, not headsprung, but like Ooh, um, yeah, let me love you or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Right? And, yeah. He, and like the video, yeah. he's like in a waterfall. Yeah. Oh, shirt off. yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> the, the Neptunes did "Love You Better." That's the one I'm talking that's about. Yeah, that's, that's the one. Yeah. I think there's another one as well. Paradise. Is that the other one with A Marie? Yeah. I'm gonna take you to paradise. Who did who did that that A Marie record? All right, so two thousand Harrison, Rich Harrison, Harrison. Yeah. so two thousand six was the Gwen Stefani. Can I have it like that? Oh, that was a good record. I like that. Yeah, yeah. and then the Kanye dun, West dun, number dun, one. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah, that's a good number one. one. That joint. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, Robin Thicke, wanna love you, girl? And he mm-hmm. did. Oh yeah, I don't all know that if he did Robin Thicke stuff. Yeah, but, but like, that was mainly that was mainly for Rudd at the end. Yeah, but like, uh, so you, you they're going to two thousand six. What is this? Ninety seven to two thousand six. So they have like nine years, ten years. Still wait, wait, wait! Nine, but it's still ten, going because. Oh, are we forgetting the Ray J record? Oh, oh wait a minute! Oh, oh, what about oh, the Babyface one? The one they wait did for Babyface. Uh, wait a minute, d- and also that was all like that was a little Latin flavor to it. And 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 they didn't when they when they dropped that they didn't want anyone to know it was Babyface. Yeah, had a question mark on the record. That's right. Yeah, Love You Better was two thousand seven. Yeah, good one. It's still going, man. Pause. Yeah, but are these are these no bangers? And then there was the Snoop record, beautiful. Like yeah, I mean yeah. they kept going. That man. was two thousand. Like, That's three. Four or five. Two. Yeah, drop it like three, it's two. hot, right? Yeah, give it up. I don't know. JD still up there. Yeah, you man. can't beat that. These shit. are these are not songs we, that like you we can belong play. To, we belong. Sorry, we belong together. Was a, the song of the decade. You you can't play these. You can't, you can't play these that. later. No, it was <laughs> the song of the decade. Yeah, we belong to it. Was the song uh, of the decade. Like Mariah Carey. It was pretty big. Pause. But it's not the song of the decade. Man, I feel it's like it's like that. It was the song of the decade. It was big though. It was big. Pause. No, he got like an award or some shit like that. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it was a song of the. It decade. It was the song of the decade award. <laughs> 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 oh, did he get that one that year? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, these later Neptune songs, like you can't. 
pull them out and play them and not be like like a little bit nervous like maybe this isn't the one but yeah. like almost any jd song you could play and just be like okay we're good yeah i can text right now because i'm good <laughs> yeah i would say the neptune started fizzling like around yeah 2007 yeah. yeah, but then they had nerd records after that, like. Um, yeah, but those don't count. No, but they. I would say the only one that counts the is the is the one they got sued from with Robin Thicke. The like the hey, third, hey, hey. third lines, oh, sure. Yeah, third lines. That's but she wants to move. Yeah. That was a big record, and then also they just did Lemon. I mean, which gets so played. do we want to give them those years? Yeah, we'll give them those years. <clears> so I've, they, it's I've, almost the same. I would so. just I would I've never played Lemon. I've oh, never shit. played Lemon. So wait, wait. Stir Fry was right. when? Was Last that year. Neptune's or? That was Pharrell. That was Pharrell. Now we're mixing it. But so you, can't, you, can't, you can't disappear for five years and then come back and, and like the list, the, the years keep going. So it has to be simultaneous. I think it has to be it like. Simultaneous. I don't think so. I don't think so because like there's some, there's some, uh, there's some holes in uh, pause and in, in JD's discography a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. The, the bulk of it. Yeah. Like, like from the, from crisscross to whatever. Yeah. There's, there's no gaps. Maybe like 2004, 2005, there might be like, you know, a little fall off the edge. Did you but, look at Timberland? Huh? Did you look at Timberland? No, I didn't look at Timberland. No, he's out. He's no. out. You think so? He's out. Yeah, he he's out. He's out. That much Aaliyah, of a though, like yeah, Missy he's Aaliyah. He's Gen- out. Genuine. He's out. That was like Nelly Furtado. Good seven, eight no, no, years. No, 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 no. But, but, when did, <laughs> but when did that whole <laughs> sexy back <laughs> shit? Three. That shit. That was 2006. Oh, oh, 2006. No. Sexy yeah. back. That that was old three. No, 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 I'm sorry. Oh four. No, no, no. Right. I was in oh, Vegas so when it dropped. Yeah, it, ha- it's later because like I was playing it on Serato. I think it was like 2008. Yeah. It was like no, it was like no seven, 2006 or seven. Yeah. It was, was after 2006. Justin Timberlake's first album was 2003. Sure. Wait, here, Graham. You didn't think people want to hear about college, but they want to hear us argue about the year <laughs> and that sexy guy. I, I came was gonna out. say something, but I, 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 I refrained. I was like, Justin Timberlake's first album was 03 because I remember he debuted. That like was I justified on the um, BT Awards. Yeah, that was 03, the first yeah. one. Yeah. The second one had to be like, like two years later. 06. 06, 06, 06 that summer sounded reasonable. Definitely wasn't 08. You know what I've noticed, though, with like producers? Mm. Once they like figure out a sound, they like start. They just start whoring it out. Mm. Yeah, right and now. then yeah. it gets played out. Yeah. And then they have to reinvent Sexy another sound, 06. right? 06, yeah. Oh, oh, we forgot the clips. Yeah. Oh, the clips. I mean... Damn, it just man. goes on and on. Grinding. Gr- uh, yeah, but the Mr. Me Too shit was just like... It was I like that It was record. tight. I like Grinding and uh, When's the what? Last Time were huge. Yeah. Yes. That was, those, were, that was, those were on wax. Too. Well, I don't know if you want to include this. Um, Philly's Most Wanted. Yeah, I mean, that was dope, but... But it never like really blew up. No, that's not... That's No one gives a fuck about that. Okay, wait. Timberland did have some good shit. But no, nah, Timberland had bangers. Yeah, one of my nah. favorite hip hop related videos is when him and Jay are in the studio, and, and, they, and he's like, he's like, "Come on, man, give me the bounce." He's like, "You want the bounce? Bounce coming up." And then he hits him with "Dirt Off Your Shoulder," and yeah. Jay's just like, "Well, his, he hit him with the other ludicrous like, shit, the potion, yeah, the potion, yeah, the potion. Yeah, he hit him with potion, potion. And, and and he was like, he was like getting it, but then he 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 slipped into "Dirt Off Your Shoulder," and, it didn't and you, play? you hear, you just hear, doom, do, 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 and then it cuts out, and he's like, no, 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 go back to that. What was that? Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, and he hits him with it. Oh. And yeah. he's, I think he's sipping. Wait, fruit, didn't he do new fruit booty? He's out of the gallon. He did no, he's new booty. Right? He's eating a banana. New booty. Bubba Sparks. New booty. Booty booty. Oh, booty. that was Timberland. Yeah. That was Timberland. Oh, I didn't know that. That no, that was his artist. But would you play that? Sparks. Would you play right. that song right so now? Ugly. Yes. Really? Missy Elliott. Yeah. Nelly Furtado. Dude, uh, dirt yeah. off his shoulder, like all that shit. Missy Elliott. Big, big pimping. Aaliyah. Big oh, pimping. Old, yeah, dirt off your shoulders. I think he did. Damn, he did the jump off. Jump off. Mr. Cheeks. 
Yeah. Yeah. The perk. That's a little yeah. Kim. That, that's a little Kim. Cheek, little Kim. Yeah, but that was no, a, little Kim and Mr. Cheeks. And, and, was it really? But it was Timberland. Yeah. That, that was, was Cheeks doing. Yeah. All... Did Did he do Hey Poppy? Past the yes, Dutch. He did do Hey Poppy. Did Yo, he do? Come uh, on, we, y'all sleeping on Timberland, man. I'm not. You can draw but, Big Pimpin right now. But they're not. No, of course. Right. But we're talking about number one. We're talking hits. Yeah, man. Number one not hits. Even, not even number one hits. Yo, just hits. 2007. Influential Ayo hits. technology. Come on, man. Nah, you that's can't not the one. Sexy, back, sexy back. Sexy back. Ayo technology. Get me body. Get me body. What was the big record uh, with Nelly Furtado? I didn't even know. I didn't know. He did Promiscuous Girls. Promiscuous Girls. Man Eater. And he did a remix. Say it. Say it. And he did the other one with Justin and Nelly Furtado. I forget that fucking record. When Timbo's in the house, oh, everybody. Yeah. He did. He did. He did. Uh, he did a remix for uh, like "Turn Off the Lights" or "Turn Up the Lights" or whatever. He did Rihanna rehab. Give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah. Rehab was big, man. Pause when yeah. it came out. Yo, this is. He's going on until two thousand eight. Right now, nine. Let I me mean, just. He has some. He may not have the numbers that JD does, but he has really like J- impactful J- records. Like, J- and impactful JD's records. under like under like he slept. Like, Two thousand nine. I when think it that starts. was his beef when we were having that conversation. I think he was like, "Fuck everyone who thinks Jay Z has hits." Yeah, I love this. Uh, when he had the 2013, when he did his uh, 20 years of so so deaf. I wish I was there. So oh. give it to me that mm-hmm. that give it to me to Timbaland with Little Wayne. Potato. It was Little Wayne in that. I think it's Little Potato. Little Potato and Justin. Okay. I think Lil Wayne was on Man Eater. This is 2008. What was the other? Uh, yeah, this is 2009. The Way I, the way the I, way I was Biggest Carrie Hillson. Oh, when that was a great So wait, that when, was, when that did it start? Best record. That was a banger. I got yeah. one. Petey Pablo, Raise Up. Yeah. Mm. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> who? Petey Pablo. No, I was saying, who, who did Freak I thought I thought it was somebody in that. That was Petey Pablo also. Oh, okay. I don't know if Timbaland produced no, that. Freak- so wait, what is, whoever did Ciara? Uh, what is Timbaland start? Freak- Where are we going to consider Timbaland start? It has to be with um, with Missy. No, yeah. it's got to be Timbaland and Magoo. That, <laughs> that was after, Magoo. no? That was after. Yeah. Was after Missy? No, he started with Aaliyah. 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 Oh, maybe. You're what right. uh, are you that the somebody? Second album. Are yeah. you that somebody? That was his first big hit. Dun, 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 dun. So we're talking about. So yo, we're talking about nineteen ninety. Only new. So we're talking about nineteen ninety three. All the way, no, ninety five, no, but in ninety three, he's got man. Timbo does have. Nah, he wasn't doing any. He has hits. I don't know, he man. He was still I struggling still say, in ninety three. I still say JD. I Unless still, he I cool, like, JD too. He worked on the Jodeci album, but yeah. he did that with Devonte. You gotta say he had acts. This is Bow wow, this is a, jagged edge. Why did he have Chris a Timberland Cross. and Magoo in ninety three? This is a, a horrible segment. Unreleased. By the way. I'm sorry. Oh, it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's funny. All this out. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, people probably hate this shit right now, but I don't care because I'm interested in this. <laughs> uh, hold on, seven oh two, Stilo. Let's oh. let's give him that. Yo, they had a great Stilo, album. Seven oh two. He did the that? second yeah. album was really good. No, that was with, the Neptunes. Um, Timberland. Oh, Timberland remix. Mm. So that was Pharrell. That's ninety five. Pharrell did the Stilo. I know he did their their whole second album. I forgot what it was called. But it had like I still love you, yeah, star. That's the one. Exactly, yeah. Um, what about no? I was say what about Scott Storch? But okay, now like we're talking about ninety six. The Aaliyah's ninety six. Okay, yeah. So that's what you want to so, call a star. So ninety six yeah. to what? Ninety six. I would say to two thousand. When was Sexy back? Ten years. No, you no, have no, to no, give no. him two thousand eight. It was, was to two thousand nine because it was like Give It to Me. That was the last song, right? His give it to me. Hit. Yeah. Well, no, no. What's his name? Was the 
uh, give it to me and that was the way I are was like around the same time, yeah. right? Oh shit! Yeah, it was the, the way I was oh seven. Yeah, it's the same album. Yeah, so, so that let's was just give him 2008. That was 2009. Let's do 08 and then I give it to nine. Okay, mm-hmm. 2000. That's 13 so what, years. So 13 years still doesn't fuck with JD. Bars. 15 yeah neptunes yeah. is what what did we say was the cutoff for neptune like six or seven so let's nah. let's give them let's give like them 10 years for them okay let's just give them a decade matter. it's still not gonna yeah, yeah. it just doesn't matter jermaine dupree so we're no giving it to jd it's definitely yeah, jermaine JD. dupree yeah, we're giving it to jd hands down let There's him no know next time yeah i know what it is uh-huh there's no one else in the conversation not even i was gonna say scott storch but it kind of there's no one else in the conversation like that's it just those three just bl- no, no, just Blaze. No, not on that level. Yeah, yeah no. Not on that you level. know what? Scott Storch is still going though, but he, JD just produced the new Mariah. So no, but J- we're talking about. I don't know. I can't. Comp- JD has so many hits. No, you can't. Scott Storch is like flash in the pan. Like he had his moment, what? and then that was yeah, it. Yeah, he had yeah. a cool. He, he, came, he came. Real, he came real big. I mean, Pause. his songs. His songs. Fuck. His <laughs> songs were. His songs were super massive. No hey, pause. But yo. but. Pause. Uh, <laughs> I already no paused it. You can't pa- you can't veto the no pause. Yeah, to do the double pause. Um, no, you can just say AL. But I don't think. But I don't thing. think. I don't think. I don't think Scott Storch is in the conversation. I don't even think Dre's in the conversation. No, Dre's not in the conversation. Not even. Dre is yeah. like what mid late eighties. Yeah. You say eighties. Late eighties. No, because World Class Wrecking Crew. Yeah, mid eighties. Like like eighty four. Ooh. No. Not yeah, because the first MWA album was 86. When's the last fucking no. time you played a world class wrecking crew record? Oh. Nah, Straight Outta Compton came oh, out in 88. The first Easy E record was what? The first Easy E record. 87? I actually 87? played it. Uh, no, but like, but, yeah, right. but between but between, well, close, but between the Chronic and Chronic 2001, because he didn't do shit between that. What did he do? Yeah. The Firm? I mean, he did, Come he on. did Eminem. He did, he did Phone 50 Cent. He did two, um, California Love. He did uh he did fifty cents get Richard Die Trying. What about mm-hmm. the whole album pretty yeah, much? Yeah. What about kind that of all us? came out before two thousand one? No 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 that was two. Well, Eminem started in what ninety seven. His first yeah, album. His first two albums. What was the last? Tim, uh, what was did the last like, Dre? Did hit? Richard Die Trying? Maybe Dre was two thousand two or two thousand three, right? I don't think Dre's in. Get Richard Die Trying. I love Dre. I don't know. Um, I he did, say, he did uh, those albums for Buster Rhymes when Buster Rhymes was on his label. Like uh, he did some of the the game. He shit. did uh, like I think Anar- Anarchy. Okay, I think um, the game was the last. Hit I want to say that right? was yeah. that was a documentary album, which was two thousand four. Yo, what, what about, about 16 years? Okay. Yeah, why are we not talking about Kanye West? Yeah, yeah. Kanye West. Wait, wait, Kanye wait. came out in 97. Let's do the, let's do the year for Dr. Dr. Dre. So let's do Dr. Dre. 1988. It's got to be 88. 88 to 90 to 2004. That's 16 years, He did Supersonic, right? We got We got JD clocked in at um 15 years. Can I don't we look know, up man. Dre's I just, cannot be huh? can, we look up, can we look up Dre's hits? I, I, just, I just don't think you could fuck with JD. Like, look up the stock. <laughs> no, I can't. I, JD's up there, bro. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Drake could fuck with JD. Yeah, JD has. Fucking I'm okay hits. with admitting I don't think I, th- I don't think Drake. And then fuck Kanye with JD. West, we sleeping on Kanye. No, no one's sleeping on Kanye. Zero. Zero. Nobody's sleeping on Kanye. I mean, he did, think about it, he did all the Snoop album. Well, the first two Snoop albums, yes. Dog Pound album. He got credit for that Snoop album. I heard the um. It was Dog Pound did that yeah. shit. Yeah. Right. Um, what else came around during that during that time? Truth hurts. Truth hurts. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Noc- <laughs> Nocturnal. <laughs> he did um, those Rock Kim records. Yeah. <laughs> that never got released. Uh, no, the Guess Who's Back. He did Guess Who's Back. Yeah, yeah. he did yeah. that. Yeah. I think so. Actually, I think Truth Hurts was a, no, a DJ was, Quick was, um, production. Just had Dre right. rapping. Guess Who Back was premiere. Was it Quick? 
Yeah, I think it's a quick record. So then maybe it was just when Rakim was on Aftermath? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And nothing ever came I out. I mean, E was on Aftermath. He did uh, Let Me Blow Your Mind with... Uh, hey, yo. um, oh, that might be his last hit. Was that after? Uh, no, that, that was before the game. That was 2001. Uh, Family Affair, Mary J. That was yeah. a big record. That was before the game, but yeah, that was... I don't know. I just hear these records and like I can't. They don't. They don't hold up to JD's records. Yeah. They just don't. Like break your neck. Uh, it's, just different, it's different they records. Can't. Yeah, but like you're talking the, about JD like, had acts, bro. That's here's the, the thing. Like if if you're DJing a wedding and you play all Dre, Dre production and you play all JD production, yeah, like but what? Come on, man. What's what's you gonna can't go you off? can't say that Why? because it's two different. You no, know and JD is like things. more of R and B. It's pop. It's more pop. It's pop, but like, yeah, Dre is hip hop. Yeah, we're not saying he didn't have hits, but I'm just saying you're denying like the whole album of like Fifty Cent and the game. That shit was like mad impactful. No, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, but that took over the year. Like you can't like in the club. Yeah. Honestly, shits on a lot of fucking songs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. In yeah. the club, like that's pretty. That was a, no. that was a big record. As you, much as I love pl- fucking uh, "Let's Get Married" the remix, I mean, in the club is it's like. Do you still play in the club? Yeah. So when you go to a DJ normally, you play that record. Yeah, yeah. I still play it. Do you, Do you drop it from the top? Yes, from the one. It's not the one. Chicka chicka dung dung. Oh no, it's like negative yeah. one. <laughs> it's negative, not even negative. Negative point five. Like, no, it's like it's like it's like between. Yeah. It's like yo, we forgot. Uh, Dre did uh, the first single for Kendrick. Ooh. Um, a recipe? Yeah, recipe. Oh, he did some hey, fucking Kendrick hey, shit. Hey guys, too. is Kendrick Lamar the most overrated rapper of all time? He's not overrated. I mean, he's good. He's misdirected. He's great. I think he's great. But like, people really put a lot on him. That's because a little uh, bit. Too LA much. has a little bit. Right? Agree with you. A little yeah. bit. Okay. I'll tell you yeah, why. Man. Because LA didn't have shit for the longest of time. I don't yep. think he's the overrated. Last act, the last act we had in LA was the game. Oh four. I think he could be. He's up there. He's definitely up there as the best. Like I, I think he's really dope. But I, I, I think that people put a little bit too much on. I think him. he makes bad choices. I think he does the wrong things on certain songs. But he's also building schools and shit. So who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah. Compton. <laughs> yeah, like he's like he's a great person. So whatever. I mean, shout <laughs> to LeBron too. I mean, I think building schools in Compton is important, but it's also important not to fuck up your verse on the little one. I mean, there's that, too. Yeah, there's that too. I think he's just on the Carter Five. Like, don't fuck oh, up your man. verse on the Carter Five. Come on. So Come let's on, talk about you. these recurring songs you're playing. The recurring song. I mean, I, I play a lot of old shit. Well, yeah, there's tons of old stuff to play, but I'm just curious. So you're playing in a spot, a hot spot, a hot spot. Yeah. Where you could, you could go your whole set with all new stuff, but what yeah. recurrings might you throw into your set? So here's the thing: is that when I'm in Vegas, they'll uh, I'll I'll be at certain clubs. And they're like only new shit, only new shit. The thing is, all the new shit doesn't necessarily work as well as some of the old shit. If I'm doing like actually like a hip hop party for like like a like an everyday people like DJ Moma's mm-hmm. party, there is no there is no. Uh, rules on what i should be playing you yeah know so what I mean? i'm not so i'm not maybe talking about a party that's more enlightened that yeah. is more open i'm talking about you know a nightclub in the grind where like it does the one thing that it does best right so i mean you can play some older records that aren't old like cashing out right yeah or like grove street party uh-huh. But I'm not talking about that era. I'm talking about prior to that era. I'm talking about in the club like we were talking about. Yeah. Maybe Ride With Me. You know what I mean? Yeah. These ones have kind of survived a few decades. How often do you play those recurrings in, in a set in 
this kind of environment. So, for example, blow the whistle, get low, salt shaker. Right. Well, I mean, I'd play blow the whistle for sure, but I mean, I, I might mean, not play. I might play in the still club. play Dr. Dre next episode. I'm really? Playing. I might still throw that on. Not every night, but, but like it's a mic. California right? love. Feel it, it out. But I still, yeah, but I still might play it though. I think in Vegas. Yeah, that's like, what I'm talking about. Why? What? What, do, what are you getting at? That? No, I'm just curious because we brought up in the club and I and you said that you still play. But it. what is your perception on playing those kind of records still now in the club? That someone, uh, uh, either upper management or people in the crowd, might say, "Why is he playing this old stuff?" God, so you I, don't play no Dr. Dre. I, I wonder what they say about It depends on me. the place. Any Snoop Dogg? Like it depends uh, on the place. But I mean, I can't think of any Snoop Dogg records that I play on a regular basis. Um, I might tear through a hook of gin and juice. That's and what I'm talking about, yeah. Just a hook and what's my name. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll go through the hooks of those real quick. Yeah. But um, it's not writing, you know. I mean, wh- what am I supposed to play? Like, I'm I just mean, curious. If, if I was going to play six songs in a row of new shit, what are the songs that I'm supposed to play in a row? I feel like Today? you need. I feel like you yeah. need. I, mean, I feel like you, you need know what those. they are. <laughs> I feel no, like I mean, like <laughs> without burning myself, like the six songs that I would play in a row. Let's say in like a ninety to hundred BPM, what would I play? Taste, yeah. Big Bank, yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? Sicko mode. I mean, that's not ninety uh, to nice hundred BPM. Oh, you nice said for you, what? I didn't hear the BPM part. Nice for what? Nice I, for what? I don't yeah. know. I don't. I think. But I'm saying these are all bangers that you have to space out, and you you gotta mix. I think you some need of these records like in between. Fry. You know. I think you need. I think you need those old staples, not only to sustain the night and like give you a little bit of breathing room between the hits, but also some of those hits, like the energy just fucking dips so hard. The new As, shit or the yeah, old? The new shit. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like especially that low BPM stuff, like the energy just goes, and then you have to. Like, okay, let me hit you with this safe yeah. one real quick. To get things going up again. Well, I mm-hmm. tell never this all the time, and I think this is one of the issues that maybe like seasoned D- like DJs, like veteran DJs that we do, is we'll do sets. So instead of doing a Dr. Dre set, if you just put next episode in between some of the new shit, and then you go back into something, it sometimes it it doesn't seem like you're doing you're playing a bunch you're of old, old shit. shit. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Where you're just like playing. You know, and I, like if I go, like I can't help but do a reggaeton set. Like I can't go into Mi Gente and then go into like, like I don't know, some fucking twerk remix of some other shit. I have to be like, let me try to play like two more reggaeton sets, like songs. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. I love reggaeton. Like I, I love the reggaeton right now. So some people might be like, yo, you're playing too much Latin right now. Instead of me just playing one and like putting like kind of like sprinkling one in between all of these other songs. Which I can't do, but I feel like nowadays, some there's a DJ out there that's gonna put, you know, like fucking Tebote right after Big Bank, and it's gonna sound horrible, but the crowd is not gonna know the difference, and they're gonna be like, oh shit, like let's just well, roll with another banger, dancing. and they go yeah. from Tebote into like Get Low, and then from Get Low going to like Taste, and these are hard, like th- these songs do not match at all, but I feel like. The club or the crowd might just be like, "Yo, this is dope." We don't care because we like the song. We like the song. We like the song. Like we, yeah, yeah. They're only paying attention to what's happening right in front of their Not face. Not to the actual flow of anything, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but to them that might make sense. Like, yo, oh, like that dude actually mixed, and then all of a sudden I just drop maybe like, you know, I could literally drop "Return of the Mac," or I could drop like some other like obscure song, just one obscure song, and then go back into like. You know, nice for what or like what other something current other shit that's out there, yeah. and then 
for them that might be enough. Like that might be yo, like he mixed it up. You know, he did a little bit of this, he did a little little bit of that. There's some DJs out there like um, DJ Shift. Mm-hmm. I heard him at Jewel, and he'll I think he played like Fallout Boy, and it just works perfectly in his set. You know, and that's something like that. You know, I wouldn't work into my set, but it worked perfectly in his. You know what I mean? But it's not like he did a rock set. He just kind of sprinkled that shit like in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got, got a couple, I got a couple of those. But it, I think it's good. Like, I think it's good to work that into a set. It, it would just literally have to. I would have to redirect everything I do, and then I would have to, for me to just mix shit like that, that doesn't make sense. I would have to like. It would hurt me because I'd be like, "Yo, the energies and the drums and everything's different yeah. from these songs." But in the end, but the Latin set though, like it has to be at least like four or five deep. Like it has to be. That's like one of those like specific genres where like you when, can when you space them now because it's popular. Uh, yeah, but like if you're if you're not gonna play like the 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 all the Bad Bunny and J Balvin and all those records, like if you're gonna go somewhere else with it, I feel like. Specifically to with Latin music, like you give them one, you better give them a couple more. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna mm-hmm. come with the fucking spears. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but like I don't I don't think like anyone needs to do like a fifteen minute classic rock set. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, like play like play like the one, two, and then the drums from whatever the next one is, and then get out. And I feel what you thing. mean about like the new stuff dying out quick or just hitting like a yeah like, like this uh, like for instance like when I play Mo Bamba, it's great. When it starts off, and then it goes, and then it's just, just like, because it goes, yeah. it just it goes for a bombs. long time. <laughs> yeah. I'm so confused by that. That's song. why that fashion <laughs> remix is I am so <laughs> fucking <laughs> fashion. How is that a record? I don't know. It's the biggest record of the year. I know. Uh, it's the it won the award for uh, song of the century, song of the decade. <laughs> <laughs> that was, by the way, that was ASCAP. They gave him that award. Yeah, man, it starts off so amazing, and then it just. But like, what's going to almost hard to get out of? What's going to happen to that song in like a year and a half? It'll never get played. I think six never. months is a question. Yeah, like it'll just. It'll, it'll be like Panda. It just or go the fuck away. The Magnolia song. Oh, that was another one. So bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you play it and it works, and then you're like, okay, but now what do I do? Like I got to do something else to like get it. Are you guys still playing Bodak Yellow? Happening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. sure. Yeah. One verse. For sure. Um, Goes the fuck it off. It depends. I might let that shit still run. Yeah, man. I might let it breathe. <laughs> it almost had like a resurgence. Huh? I let it breathe. Yeah, man. I gotta let I gotta start letting songs breathe, man. Like I be cutting shit off, yeah. and I see girls like looking at me like they fucking hate me. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like sometimes like yo like y'all really want to hear the second verse of I'm of I'm real like Jennifer Lopez. You play I'm that? Real. Yeah. So you think that's crazy? No, I mean I don't know. Um, that's you made that, he that, made that, a, I'm, that that's, that's crazy face. That's though. the one. That's the one with Ja Rule. Yeah, yeah. that's a big that's a big record. But you realize when that shit drops, that's that's a big one. You realize the young girls and the young kids right now in their early 20s that are going to clubs that's their shit no no right no now. there's there's a case made for what you're talking about but yeah. i'm just saying you got to walk a fine line there's that and then there's upper management like what's this dude doing right how many times is i mean but he's he's talking about playing 35 seconds of it like drop it he's playing a whole verse and a hook. verse and a hook and then he's out whatever i'm usually out before seconds. them but even if i play a verse and a hook they look at me like yo you ain't let that shit rock you know i had a girl like uh i was like this is towards the end of the night but i played i need a girl part two mm-hmm. and i cut that shit off and i went into like another song before diddy started rapping yeah and then she was just like 
come on. And I was like, y'all really need to hear Diddy rap on that shit? Like, but the certain records just become, once they hit like anthem status. That's not an anthem. Just, no, I'm saying, but like, that beat I'm was real. hard, you know? I'm real, or like single ladies, or like. I think you got to keep that shit moving. You still mm-hmm. play single ladies? No, I don't. Okay, I, see, do, I play that sometimes. You still play Crazy in Love. I play, I play I, Crazy I in Love. Play quick yeah. edit. I, I'm not saying I don't play old stuff. I play a ton of it. But I have quick edits that I make and I tear through them. Just like what you're talking about. I was just curious. I think there's some some songs that hit a level of cheese, though, that you're like, this isn't a cool old song to play. And what would that be? Um, I can name a few. Like if you're doing, if I'm doing like an industry night, mm-hmm. I don't know, like. It, it depends how you play too, and like in what mix. Because I can't really say like this is an uncool song, but fuck. Now that we're we're in, did you it, play Tipsy? Pause. That might sound endearing if it was mixed the right way. Mm-hmm. Like Chingy right there would be like that might that would sound endearing. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. just these there's certain songs that the youth really like gravitate to, like uh, Swag Surfing, right? Yeah, that Ooh. became like huge it's in the huge. last sure. like six two, months, yeah, like a year years. or two, this I think, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like songs like that, Laffy. T- all the Snap songs have come back because right? that's their that's their old school. Yeah, that's yeah. their old school. But not only that, there's a dance actually attached to the songs. And yo, like I've been playing Cupid Shuffle like a motherfucker, and like kids been loving that shit because they can associate something visually with the song. Not only that, it's like motherfuckers want to do the dances in the club. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they want to do those dances in the club. They want to do that shit. Yeah. Wobble, wobble, and it be, it's become more of a dance. Like, you know, the song, if it if there's a dance or, like, a meme attached to it or some type of social media reference attached to it, mm-hmm. like, the song's going to be, like, it's going to last a little longer for the youth right now. It's going to be more relevant. It's going to be, like, more relevant to them, I think. That's what I'm saying. We're We're hitting a generation of Instagram... Like meme moments, like yeah, but music, yeah. like Instagram music, music, where like if it pertains to a meme, these like these kids are gonna fuck with it. You know what I mean? Weird. Yeah. So are you playing New Edition? It's all, uh, it's all for love or whatever that song. I is? bet you if there's a meme that came out, <laughs> there's with a it, dance. Yeah, there is. Yeah, the video. They do that whole routine. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I'm saying if like if 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 that goes viral, if some like some kid starts doing that. That might be the song that you need to. I just mean, that's fair because that uh, that uh, that happened to Harlem Shake. That happened to the didn't oh, happen to go, my ghost, boo. My, my boo, Ghost Town DJs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that's fair. Ghost Town DJs came back hard for a little second. No yeah. pause. That's why everyone's trying to do that. Uh, it's not a good that one, challenge, bro. that hashtag challenge. Came shit. back hard. Well, I mean, it, shit. I mean, uproar. Fuck. Look at uproar. People associated with special delivery. Yeah. Not because it's a good record. They associated with doing the Harlem Shake and doing dances and shit, right? Like, you you got to be careful about bringing that original G Dep yeah. <laughs> record though. Like, <laughs> yeah. why are you playing the remix? People get really bummed on you, right? Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, people are playing the remix of that special delivery. I'm not feeling that. No, I, think, I don't like that. I think you got to play the OG, the, original, yeah. the real yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo. like yeah. makeup. I got it all covered. That version. Yeah, yeah you got to play that joint. That was amazing. I was gonna ask you guys about. Um, if you guys were aware of like the SoundCloud generation, uh, not the SoundCloud, the Shazam generation. What do you mean? So in the clubs, sometimes when the when the when the when people aren't dancing, they're shazamming. So like I've been noticing in cool parties, they'll be dancing, there'll be a vibe, and then you'll see people vibing, but then they'll stop dancing, and you're like, "Fuck, this is like." This is a fucked up, like, I got to change the song. 
You kind of got to watch people and be like, oh, there's Shazam. You got to watch people always. That's what I was getting at. No, but sometimes we look at movement, right? Right. Because when I'm DJ, it's like I'm keeping my peripheral yeah, you eye just, on the you're crowd. You're looking at this. I'm looking yeah. at Harry Farrell, you said? Peripheral. 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 Harry Farrell. Peripheral. Like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Peripheral. 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 I'm looking at. I'm giving them. Ibuprofen. On the side of my eye, I'm watching them. Out of the corner of my eye. Out of the corner of my eye. I'm I'm taking a look, but I'm looking at movement, and sometimes I've been noticing they're shazamming, it's and I got I gotta let the song marinate a little bit, like the new songs just marinate a little bit, or just like remixes marinate a so little bit, so they can so they can shazam it properly. Yeah, they, they can <laughs> like they can know what the fuck's going I've, on. I've, and stuff. The only the only time I've ever saw someone I've ever noticed someone shazamming, I was playing. Natalie Imbruglia, torn, and like a young African American gentleman <laughs> uh, there we go, there was shazamming it, and I saw him doing it, and I was like, "Yo, it's so tight that like this young kid is trying to check for this song." Yeah, yeah. For I was gonna ask Shazam. Literally, literally you know? the, that's the only time I've ever noticed it ever. That was like two I was gonna years ask ago. you, is that a bad thing that you're shazamming songs? No, because I do this shit all the time. No, but I think I, I think sometimes, you know, like back in the day, someone would come to the booth and like, "What song is that?" Like, no one wants to do that no more. They're just going to stand there and, like, actually shaz- shazam shit. Or they're going to yeah, dance and shazam it. But it's like a new generation Yo, just Yo, man, when do you come up with the shazam dance? They can do this at the same <laughs> time, right? And make that, make that go viral. It's a shazam dance. I'm telling you, it's a, it's an actual thing where it's like I'm noticing it a lot, a lot more. You know what I mean? I've never, I never noticed this. The Shazam dance challenge coming right up. <laughs> I, mean, I kind of miss the, I kind of miss the gratification of someone coming up to me asking. But you guys what are the like, song a, is. I'm just kind of like because we we tend to only play whatever is out there to the masses yeah. that's already there. But when I play like certain like uh, Latin like reggaeton songs that people might not know. I see, I see some people shazamming. I I, I, when Shazam first came out, like DJs would be like shazamming songs. I'm like, man, you're a fucking buster. Like, <laughs> do some fucking homework. Yeah. Like, I why, mean, yo, why are you shazamming this Phil Collins record? It is right? embarrassing <laughs> if you're a DJ and you're shazamming though. It's a little. It's not embarrassing. It's a little like. I I see what you're doing. Yeah, you're building something, right? Yeah, I you're building something in your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my thing with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've I've definitely been in like I had I'm like I Shazam the new music because I don't know half of the shit that new shit's coming out. There's so uh, much shit coming I, out. I do that sometimes. So I, it's, I it's also I tough. also use Shazam to uh, like remind me of songs. Like if like let's say you play something like crazy old, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot about this record, and I'll like Shazam it in the club, or I'll, like I'll make a note or text it or something, so that I can make a mental note like, yo, put this in the repertoire or like just remember about this one sometimes because maybe you can play it or whatever what, what also what the cool thing is when you shazam songs it makes a playlist on your itunes so you can you have the record just there is that chilling. real yeah yeah it does it adds it to your itunes like like you have uh, a playlist history. and it says shazam and then all the sh- records you shazam are all there but it'll show up in your history if you if let's it's see in your what's phone. in my shazam right now no, but yeah, this is a good. But that's no, like that's like doing homework, though. It's not. It's not. It's because it's like I've I've had conversations with like Jamie, and I'll be talking to him, and I think he's just texting someone on his phone, but he's actually googling whatever the fuck we're talking about and like listening to me, and like reading more about it. 
You've mm-hmm. done that plenty of times. Yeah, but that's my research. But that's a diff. That's what I'm saying. It's a different generation. Yeah, that's where, what I'm saying. That's, like we, I would if you that's were their talk- version of doing their homework. But if I was having a conversation with you and you were schooling me on some shit, I wouldn't just start googling on my phone and then like not looking at you. That would be rude. No, nah, you'll wait till after you finish talking, then you think about it. And yeah, then yeah. That's but when the, you but I feel like the, the generation actually they they're so quick with it that they're looking. Do we sound old right now? I, I mean, just, I we was always say, sound old. <laughs> I think it's just taking out the, you know, the form of technology now that it's just so quick. And plus, like, I forget oh, Would it be possible, I have to say, it would be possible you forget about it? I, yeah, I forget some shit sometimes. If you, if you, try, to, you, if you try to tell a kid, yo, man, don't just am it. Like, go fucking learn something. He's going to be like, go fucking kill yourself. Go learn yourself. what? Like, what, what yeah, like, 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 No, but then I would go and then go find other music of that of that whatever person I mean do you remember my Shazam's pretty tight by the way do you remember going to the records shop and like singing the song that you heard in the club that was the worst yeah I don't do that. That was the fucking worst. Write down like the, a few couple lyrics. lyrics yeah, yeah. And just be like, yo, what's this song? It goes like this. And then you that like. That was the you board, kind of that sing was it. the yeah. worst shit. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah, yeah. The, 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 the beauty of it now, if you remember some uh, lyrics, you could just type them in Google and it gives you the song. Yeah. Not you don't have to be looking like I'm a talking like you didn't have shit. You had to memorize some of the melody and then yeah. sing it to someone. You're going in there going, Unbreak my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yo, hit the freeway. Neptunes, Tony Braxton. Yeah. No, no. It was worse when I would go to like house parties, like where they were playing house and I was trying to learn house. Yeah. And I would have to, I remember I was trying to explain, uh, fuck, what was it called? It was it was before it was like I got so much love. I know what you're talking about. And I didn't know what he was saying. I was like, and I don't much love I don't much. and the guy was like, yo, and then I literally had like Three other DJs, like, wait, 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 what was it? And then they're like all trying to figure the shit out. And you guys were like a barbershop quartet. Yeah. I'm like, so much, Lou, yeah. And then it was like finally, like, oh, it's this record, but it took like literally Is weeks it this one? of looking for it. Yes. So much love to give. By by whom? Rolet? Roulet? Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Oh, this is the record. Oh, that was the, the label. This is, the, yeah, this is the, the label that the first Daft Punk record was on. Yeah. Oh, I know this record. Yeah, <laughs> Genre, French house. This is, yeah, this is half of uh, Daft Punk. What, the artist is half of Daft Punk? Yeah. Yeah. Which Tom- one? Thomas. Oh, the one with the... With do, you, do you know Thomas? That's the one with the, <laughs> I think, the... The longer. I don't know which not, one. Not the know. one with know. the Cyclops looking. I don't know who's who. But it was hard. Pause. It was hard to like go into the record shops <laughs> and sing that shit and remember you, all that you, shit. Did you see that for a second? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not crazy. That was, that was, I don't know what you year how, that was. See how technology just That'd comes. That'd be like late 90s. Well, it says right there on the Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah what, what, what year, year was, was that? 2002. 2002. Oh. 2002. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. That's the early years of DJing, bro. What, what year was Stardust? Music makes me feel good. 90s? 90, 98, 99? I want to say 99. Yeah, I think so. 99. Music sounds better with you? Yeah. God. This song's so good. That was oh, such... Yeah. Playing that and Lady Mojo. Yeah. I 98. Still those. 98. God damn. Yeah. Um, you still remember? play those? Flowers? Flowers? You still play yeah. that? Not in the hip-hop club, but like certain clubs. It's, it's not in the hip-hop <laughs> club, but in certain clubs where I can get away with that stuff. I play Daft Punk Work It. I play Funk Phenomenon. Armand Van Gelden, I'll play. Lady, I'll play. Uh, 
you know. Damn. I like how you're looking at me like I was crazy playing, when I played playing, it in the club. The original Mitches, or yo, but that's what I like, get because like to make a quick edit. He's so playing in some out. shit that you're All like, right. what? You know and then you're playing some shit. Yeah, you play uh, the ATL lens. The yeah, put your I hands have a in quick, the air. I play that a lot. And he, I was it's like, why is he going mix. into that? And then I saw him working. I was like, oh, pause. But I saw him do it, and I'm like, oh, this is why. Yeah, when I was asking you questions, it wasn't like. Uh, wasn't checking myself i was just curious I, yeah of course i have my little things that make me yeah, me yeah you know what i mean but i mean that the at aliens get your hands in the air that part right yeah that's that like part. a staple like that's, that's almost a like a, yeah, no but i thought he was gonna play the whole song no no one plays the whole song that's why i was just like why is he yeah. about to play that everyone part? just goes into that and then into something into the, else. yeah yeah but he, he makes his own edits which Dope as fuck. No, I mean those, that's, that's an edit that's everywhere. Like that's a, that, that was that album. No, that's a, it's my edit. No, it's his out, edit. But that was everywhere. Though. It says Graham edit on the thing. It's my edit. <laughs> I might have your edit then. I, everyone a, was playing that. I mean, Graham has some dope edits. I know, I know, but that's like, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't no, invent, I, I the, it, I invent, invent the mix. I didn't copyright the copyright the mix. But yeah, okay. but he had, he had a dope edit. I mean, it's, it was everywhere, though. It's okay. Yeah, like, no, I got that. That was on the... Um, we got that. It was the, the um, label... Um, Be Faithful was on? I mean, you have way yeah. better edits than that. That's what I was... I mean, not saying that I'm shitting on that, but that everyone had... What that was shit. that label that Be Faithful was on? AVA. That was on AVA. as yeah, acapella. Yeah. Now, throw your hands in the air. Yes. But you, I got a couple of your edits, Graham. They're like a minute and a half. This is like some of them. Yeah, I try and get in and out. out, Yeah, man. How much of Balling Jack do you need to play? (laughs) In and out, in and out quick. I got some over here. Throw your hands in the air. You don't even have that Rihanna one they had. You have like old that Rihanna one. We have some like good DMX ones, huh? Um, I'm just getting quick edits of a lot of stuff. Because like I said, I'm just getting in and out of them. Pause. You got some good DMX. Every time I hear you, you're playing some DMX shit. Uh, that's not true. Yeah. How long was the last time you heard me I play? I know it's been a while. Like oh seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I was. You played two. The last time I that's saw him. That's why I was asking you because I don't get a chance to go see other DJs play very often. That's oh. why I brought bring up bring it up in conversation. By the way, if you've never seen the Captain's DJ, you should definitely do that before anything. Yeah, that could that could be fun. But um, yeah, I don't get a chance to see anybody DJing really. You know. I work. I usually see whoever's playing with me that night, and that's it. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's that's, that's the the plague of DJing, right? Yeah. Or being a DJ, you don't get to see um, your friends uh, spin. Yeah, and then if you often. have a night off, like the last thing you want to do is go back to the and office and hear those songs again. Yeah. You know, I mean, some of the uh, you got to force yourself to go out though. I feel yeah. Like, yeah, I, Actually, I forced myself. I went on Monday to listen to Darren at um, Jewel. Yeah. And I never go out. I'm just—I was surprised. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, you were surprised to see him out." And I'm yeah. glad I came out because you played a lot of joints that I don't even play it. I forgot to play. Oh, good. and I'm just like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, that's what man. I'm saying. Yeah. Like sometimes you hear something, you're like, "Oh, I forgot about this yeah. record. Let me see yeah, if I can man. make something work." With exactly. This. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was cool to see Never out. He never—he's right. He's never so yeah. busy working. Yeah, I don't get a chance. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you don't want to. You you work X amount of nights a week. Yeah, the last yeah. thing you want to do in your off night is go here. Mobamba again, <laughs> you know what I mean, and like pretend everything's gravy. Sometimes, oh. sometimes when you go out though, and you hear some of the, uh, some of the DJs, you're just kind of like, oh, I'm I'm in a good place right now. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> there's, 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 there's also that. No doubt. Yeah, there's also that. You're kind of like, oh, no doubt. I thought I was. Uh, I was worried for about I'm, my I'm, shit, I'm but doing, I'm, I'm all right right I'm now. I'm not doing that bad after all. <laughs> I, ha- I have. <laughs> Because I don't play so much anymore, I I have moments of like, am I fucking? Do I know what I'm doing? Like, what the fuck am I doing? And then I'll hear, I'll go hear someone, or 
Like yeah. I'm listening to the opener or whatever. I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm still good. I'm still, still the greatest. Yeah, I'm still you still good. got it. I'm still good. <laughs> I, like I, like Jay Z post like after all that hot shit, he was like doing some other stuff, and he's like, "What's this guy doing?" It's like this isn't re- reasonable doubt, and it's like, nah, but it's still tight. It's still yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love hearing like the younger dudes, like the up and coming. Just I like to hear younger dudes that that uh, embrace what. Is supposed to happen not dudes that are just like playing records for the sake of playing records yeah mm-hmm. i i like the guys who are i like both either way pause but i'm just saying like i <laughs> i didn't even know <laughs> that was a good one i don't know how really? you didn't catch that really i like, I like both. both either way either come way. on that's that's a okay that's i mean a yeah okay okay <laughs> that was a given that, that's that was like that was like a, a whole sentence that you had to pause not even a word wow yeah. You're really good at that. I'm telling you, Spanish Island, man. And, these and then guys. just in the podcast, you got to catch them. Uh, They're fun. What do you call that? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I love hearing how they play older shit and then them filtering. It's interesting to see or hear them and see what older shit filtered down to them and what they registered. That's fair. Do like, you know what I'm like, saying? Like, what, what impressed them? Like, what, what resonates Kind of like what stuck. If I didn't, if I didn't come into the game, like if I didn't come into the DJ game in the early two thousands, where all the DJs were opening the night with like George Benson, "Give Me the Night," Hall and Oates, uh, Rolling Stones, "Missing You," I wouldn't have known any of those songs or those records. You know what I mean? Like, and if I didn't go to Lotus and hear like, you know, like uh, Patrice Russian or you know, uh, fucking. Um, Evelyn Champagne King, all of those records, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Sherelle, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they weren't playing that shit, I would not know that shit. So the the question is, I know I'm not playing that shit in the club. Like I'm almost not allowed to. And it was a different time where the club kind of trusted the DJs at a certain point, right? And obviously, I, I don't know if we have that trust right now, or if we're just having anxiety that we have to do whatever management wants in order to get paid you know what i mean like it's not to get paid uh, it's to come back right yeah to come back well to get paid yeah like to make sure to keep the job to justify the paycheck and come back that's what you're doing to get paid again Mm -hmm. but uh it's one of those it's one of those things where who's telling us to change the music is it people who know anything about music or they know about energy some of them don't even know about energy in clubs you know what i mean the the nightclubs used to sell a good time and now it's now it's a business like they used to sell fun and with fun came good music new and old and now it's we need to make this money Mm -hmm. so if anything detracts from making the money like 45 seconds of a shirelle record what are you what the fuck are you doing well it's becoming like a like disneyland where it's kind of like it's corporate, right? Yeah, it's just like money, this, money, 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 money. Like the it, gift yeah. shop is out here when you yeah. leave, it's and not, then here's the line, and then when you go in, you're gonna hear this, this, it's this. It's not. That. It's not about fun anymore. That's the best way to put it. Thank That's you, it. That's it's, it's just it's not about fun. It's about making money. Yeah. You know. So like, think about some of the best parties you ever did. How big were the rooms? Mm-hmm. Probably not that big. Ever. Even back when shit was all dope. Yeah, some yeah. of the best parties are probably not in the biggest rooms. So I didn't give a fuck about making money. How much money can you make in a bar that's 2,500 square feet? You can only pour so many fucking drinks. Do you feel that there's a stigma or there's a judgment if you are a veteran DJ that when you play older shit, you sound like the, you look like the old DJ that's playing old shit? Kind of, but I don't like, give well, a fuck. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas, like, if I see, like, a really super young-looking DJ and they're playing old shit, I'm like, wow, they know that shit. That's dope. That's a good look. But like yeah. you said, if an older DJ playing old shit... Yeah, but on, club, but, like, oh, but on the flip, this old motherfucker playing this old shit. But on the flip, when you work that, when you work that new shit, and yeah. people are like, "Oh, goddamn," then it it all balances out. You know what I mean? Kind awesome. of, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm I mean? Sure. I don't know. I don't. What are you I, laughing? Grant doesn't want to say just, anything. He just he just paused. He I just paused nothing. He just falsified a pause. No, I mean, I'm trying to think. I think, yeah, I think either way. Like, if a management is fucking with a DJ. It's usually because they think the DJ is either old or the, that you know, or if they've heard that DJ so many I, times. I you know? stay play. I stay playing old records, and like I definitely get that. Like, why are you playing this old shit? But I mean, I I work these records so fucking hard that it's kind of hard. Unless you're like really a miserable piece of shit. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get salty about like because I get in and out so fast, and I'm usually I'm usually meshing them with something new or newer and then making it interesting yeah um to where it's like oh okay like like my my who can it be now in the big pimpin which is available on the captain's uh super seven mix um i'll play who can it be now men at work and people are like what the fuck is going on right now but it's, it's 18 seconds of it and then i bring in the big pimpin and it's like oh my god okay now i understand what's going on right so, I mean, unless you're really that fucking, unless you're Dwight Howard, who wants to hear the the worst Migos fucking mixtape deep cut ever and gets salty about everything unless it's that song, you just can't help but have a good time. So I, I feel like that uh, that Metro Boomin, Migos, mumble, like the whole future mumble rap sound, do you feel like it's kind of hitting its peak? Yeah. It's kind of getting there. It's kind of getting tiring. It's like when mustard beats. What's, what's replacing it? Lord knows, man. Cardi B. That y'all, y'all playing money? Money bag. No, it's money bag. I haven't hit it. Like no, it's not money bag. The new one. Money. money. Yeah. The, 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 it's money. All I love oh, is yeah, money. Yeah. I mean, no, I think it had like it didn't kind of hit well because it got leaked. I think in the beginning. Nah, but if it's a good song, if it yeah, got leaked, it would have worked. It's a good song, yeah. I haven't really dropped it, but I yeah. feel like. It's still gonna. It's not gonna be as big as um, Bodak Yellow. Do we can, I don't think it needs to get played in the club at all. I think people are gonna play it just because it's Cardi B. Yeah. It doesn't sound danceable. I, I he he mentioned Lemon uh, to credit the Neptunes for Lemon. I never played Lemon one time, ever. Oh really? Never. And it, it, like I like, I've I've gone to play it and then i'm like ah, i don't this isn't the one i think this is gonna suck wow, energy man. out of the room have you ever had a song like lemon where you only played one section and that was the only thing and then when radio was just playing that one section it's kind of like shitting on the whole song in general no yeah. <laughs> it's, except not really not because really, it's man. our it's our job to pick what's dope right yeah. whether it's music or a part of a song right like even just uh uh rudimentary djing when they would just play the break so the rapper could, the MC could get over, yeah. get on it. They're just playing the dope part of the song. No, but so. I'm saying like Spotify and the like radio stations were just literally playing the. Oh, I don't even know about this. Yeah, they don't play Rihanna's like rap, and then they wouldn't play anything else. And like Pharrell's hook at the end. Yeah, but is that the is that like the radio version? That's literally what like you would hear like on Spotify if like if if you're on a playlist, they wouldn't they wouldn't play like the double time sections. It would just go into 
Do, 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 do. This is of Lemon? Lemon. Yeah, yeah I only play the real universe. But they was doing that with Fifi. They was taking out um, Takashi's part and just playing Nicki Minaj. Nah, but I think that was for like, it was trolling. I think they played the whole Do deal. you guys play that song? No. Fifi? Do you I still play that? Oh, I can't say um, still is not the right word. <laughs> 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 like you got to start to have to have still, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't lie. I try. I try to. I try to play. You know I played it once or twice. I, might, like, I played it once or twice. I started set off with that. Yeah, I'll start to set off with that. Really, Fifi? Yeah. What do you mean, like primetime set? Yeah. Like well, I, I get on. Like if I'm headlining, whatever. To warm up the car, and I might play that song first. I I have a I have a really? uh, Nicki only version. Get out of it right away, though. Does it work? It does, yeah. The girls like that shit. Girls, girls like, like that, that song. Girls that like that, that yeah. Takashi part. Of me and that, yeah, man. that first part, yeah. 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 What's does that it? other one that's stupid? You guys play stupid? What is it's so aggressive. I feel like you can go. <laughs> <It's so aggressive. laughs> I feel like you can go through the night and you can either play six nine songs or, or you can not play yeah. six nine songs. It just depends on like, like what you're feeling and how the crowd is. To be honest, I've never BB. got a. Re- I've never got a request for a six nine. Song, it's ever. like dreams and nightmare. Mm. I see six nine is like that dreams and nightmare. You can either drop the dream, take a chance, and drop dreams and nightmare, mm-hmm. and sell the shit out of it on the mic. Pause, or <laughs> you cannot play it, and then go through and not have. See to, how you know? subtle it is. It just comes in. That one. That pause. one was a little late though. That one was. <laughs> That's why it's the delay. Yeah. It's like pause. And you're like, oh. nah, you but mean, I mean get on the mic and talk over him yeah. rapping? Skin on the mic. Pause. Hey, yes. get on the no, no mic. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? What did you say? I said you're saying you get no, on like, the, like, like, you said, like hype up the song. Right, I know, and you're talking over his rap. Yeah, we haven't. Damn, we haven't heard each other in a long time, <laughs> <laughs> Graham. Yeah, I mean, I could play it right now, and, and me and and, never, talk, and talk over the rap. Cro- yeah, crooked, we, crooked used to be a rapper. Don't don't sleep. I it was never. I mean, yeah, he had hits. Well, with dreams and nightmares, had, you kind of have to like hype. sell it, right? Because there's the no beat up. for like yeah. four minutes. Yeah. Ain't this what they've been waiting for? I mean, give us your routine. Start yeah, it over. I give us give your routine. My routine. Yeah, no, come, come on. on. You gotta give us a routine. <laughs> I could say some shit right now. Let's go. Is the East Coast in the building? I used to break for times like this, to rhyme like this, so I had to grind like that. All my fellas in the building. Pause. All my ladies in the building. I want to see your drinks up in the air. Put your shots up in the air. Shout out to Philly in the building. Y'all popping by. Y'all, you want to wait on the Philly. <laughs> so I hold back. I, I wait for the Philly. We're going to celebrate tonight. Put that bottle up in the air. Who's popping bottles tonight? And just keep going. <laughs> Sing some of the lyrics, but like, why? You you why even lyrics? play the fucking song if you're just gonna scream? Because, because people want to hear it. Right, they want to hear it. It's a Friday night. We celebrate. Y'all know today. the y'all, y'all know the words to this shit. <laughs> I, I did it without an album. I sing that part. I did it without an album. Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? Maybe another horn. And then right here, right here. <laughs> sing it. Hater, rest in peace. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm really sorry. Y'all ready? Let's go. What? Let's go strings? <laughs> yeah. Let's go strings. <laughs> what, where, where, where? And then here, I'll be like. I'll say a word. Hey, yo, Philly, where the fuck you at? <laughs> <laughs> what? Y'all thought I was finished? 
Yeah, so that's something I've, like that. I've, uh... That's selling, that's selling the and shit And then when he was in jail, you got throwing a free Meek Mill. I don't, I don't, I don't use the mic like that. No <laughs> pause. No pause. <laughs> I don't, I don't. How I, do you use the mic? Pause. If, if I, if, uh, if someone's like, oh, can you do a birthday shout out or whatever? I usually hand the mic to someone else. And then if they make me do it, I'll do the birthday shout out. And then I'll say some shit like, uh, if you're driving a blue Nissan Sentra, you're blocking the driveway. Uh, dumb shit like that. Like I just I can't take myself seriously on the mic. There's some clubs that I've been to, like even to Texas, Miami, New York, where you know how like a uh, how EDM DJ has when they start, they have the big like the intro, the intro. Yeah, this is like the hip hop DJ's intro. Like I, when they start the night, this is like officially like when the cryo comes on. On hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was fit? The cryo comes out. The confetti comes out. It's like literally, this is like almost hip-hop EDM. Because when it hits that point, you know what I'm saying? Like, you it just hits hard. Pause. Yeah, wow. Well, <laughs> I just don't have the mic work like that. No pause. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my, I'm, I'm sure there's DJs out there that are laughing at our mic work. Like, oh, come on. Y'all didn't do that right. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, by all means, I'm sure you guys can rock that shit do way better. Yes. Yeah. It's really an art, man. And honestly, I'm pretty much like, if, for example, if I play, like, if I do an old set and I'm on a mic and I'm saying, like, yo, where my 90s baby's at, and you start seeing the younger girl screaming, making noise, it doesn't seem like I'm playing old music. It makes it seem like I'm playing, like, shit that these kids grew up on. And then do you hit them with, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I <wish> I <laughs> Yo, I pray for you. I pray for the time when I could do when I could just say, let me hear y'all say, oh, 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 old school. They'd be like, oh, 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 no, oh, oh, old school. No, I want to say, everybody say, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> what was another one that, uh, oh my God, when I was drunk, I would play Prince. I'm like, y'all love Prince? If y'all love Prince, go, oh, uh. oh. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, if y'all love Prince, go, oh, uh, uh. The crowd go, oh. Uh. The next one's gonna be if y'all like Jermaine Dupree, say uh huh. I, uh-huh. I, I might steal that print shit. I might get on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fire. Yeah, I mean, I feel like even Ross One, like I, Ross One, amazing fucking DJ. He's working in a little, you know, a little mic working now. I mean, yeah. I've heard him recently. I'm like, damn man, you sounding yeah. sounding good over there. He's like, yo, I've been working on my shit. I've been working on my, working on that mic voice. It's like a, you just need like a couple of, like a couple of phrases, man. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Because you definitely have like there's times when, uh, I have like blanks. Like I'll just draw blanks. I'm like, oh shit! But then I have like an arsenal of like twelve phrases that I can just work around. And then I mean, it definitely enhances the the set for sometimes, sure. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. If you do it right, yeah. If yeah. you do it right, it definitely enhances the set. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, I had a I had a, an incident uh. A couple a few nights ago where the mic was low and when the mic is low it's just like and i gotta yell on the mic or something like like it just kind of fucks it up because it's not you can't really hear what i'm saying mm-hmm. and then and then you and then like all you hear is like the beat going out and, and you're just like yo what the fuck is this dude doing and it just kind of fucked up why, the why is he ruining this meek mill song 
Yeah, exactly. So Why great with that one. Yeah, I'll make a version for you with me uh, singing oh, all that be shit. So <laughs> tight. <laughs> Yahoo, no, you're fucking with Grand Funky. <laughs> you should do customs for everyone. <laughs> I'm not the person to do that. <laughs> no, but it, that's why you do they it. They need to get like Irie. Mm. He should be doing that shit. <laughs> Say like uh, all that joints. <laughs> what Big Ben? I would love Big Ben. Yeah. Fucking Franzen. Franzen's nasty. Yeah. Pause. I love. Him. <laughs> I mean, Franzen's nasty is fine. But uh, yeah, man. Is there anything uh, we need to talk about with you guys? Anything important? Mm-mm. No. Anything you was going to promote? Maybe another mixtape. Ha. I'm fiending like a fan that I am. I mean, those are, those require too much effort. They're the best mixtapes. <laughs> I don't disagree with you, but I feel like people don't appreciate. If you never listen to one of their mixtapes, Uno Mas Mas Trabajo. Yeah, SoundCloud.com backslash backsplash backslash the caps. Yeah. C-A-P-T-S. The best mixtapes. Yeah, they're pretty tight. We got we got to start that mixtape Monday. Yeah, I actually got a um. Yes, I got a couple I want to post already. So. I want to, yeah, I want to put some of theirs up because they need it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Yo, thanks guys for always coming through. Yeah, appreciate thanks for coming you. to check oh, us, man. Come, to, uh, come being the cipher. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks to everyone who sat through this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. <laughs>